Nice to meet you. Missed you, Adam. Yeah. You got some, uh, you got, you got, you're gonna have to quit your job. I'm pretty sure. Yep, that's what we need to do. Pretty sure you're gonna have to quit. All right, so we're, we're officially gonna make the, the Patreon now. Yep, it's All right, we're gonna put a Patreon page up. It's gonna be so support Michael and Adam for the podcast to be their only source of income. (laughs) Make their own schedules and that's cause we suck. Anywho, hi. Uh, hi. <laughs> what 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 cast is this again? <laughs> is this the? Is this the? It's been a while. The not not happening cast. Not happening. That's the sad yet. thing is that it's really only been. I mean, I could look at the. It's dates. been like two weeks, I think. It's been like a week and a half, but it feels like it's been a month. Yup. And I know, I I know the audience has just been chomping at the bit. Like, yep, where did y'all like, go? Where the fuck are you, son of a bitches? <laughs> nah. They just I moved on. They're listening to like better podcasts now. I suppose. I mean, yeah. understandably, it's kind of a flood. Now, like, yep, they peaked. Episode 10's over with. Yep, they did their 10. Yep, and tuning out. I think we even mentioned that we had talked about it in the prelims that we would do 10 episodes, and if it failed, we wouldn't do it. Oh, it was going to fail. Yeah, that lasted like the first was, episode. I was it like, it was oh, guaranteed fuck, no. to fail. <laughs> guaranteed to fail. Hello, everyone. And welcome again to the end of time. I'm Michael. And I'm Adam. We are back from too long to wait. <laughs> <laughs> yup, we were resurrected. <laughs> that fucking spawn timer, man, it's killing you. Yep. Yep, no, the schedule timer is what's killing the both of us. Oh, yeah. Adam, it's been a while. What you been doing this last week? Last week and a half. Oh my god! I played a bunch of different games actually. Oh yeah, I actually got some gaming time in. I played a little bit more Andromeda, trying to knock knock out the check boxes and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Going through and fucking. Oh, you need this? Okay, well I guess I'll help you. Have you beat it yet? Have not beat it yet. Kind of. I'm kind of slowing down because I'm realizing that uh, I I want to milk it for as much as it's going to be worth, and I'm also. At the same time, I'm also having to uh, deal with some life stuff and get my fucking gaming life in order, you know what I mean? I'm, so I'm trying to go back and, and kind of milk every single solitary experience I can. I like how you specified that you had to get your game life together. You don't want the audience to worry, you know? Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Pretty fucking terrible. Well, I had to get a... Uh, had to get a little Kerbal Space Program in. Had a wild hair oh pop up my ass. Out of nowhere, random Kerbal play. Yup. I got this one guy that's been floating around in orbit. I kind of left him there forever. What the hell? Adam, what is Kerbal Space Program? Kerbal Space Program is a Kerbal-based space program simulator. Kerbal-based. You take these little green guys and you, you make them have a fucking thing all the way up from uh that from like the beginning roots of space flight to absolutely nothing you know right. <laughs> absolutely you take them and then you just ruin their little dreams oh god now you 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 kind of tech up yeah you start off with like a rickety little thing and it this is still in beta i believe i don't think it's fully came out this yet. is space revolving as orbit. for those that don't even know what kerbal is I mean, oh yeah you're basically just managing a space program you manage like the the funding and the building of the rockets and what you're trying to do and you try to accru- accumulate more um uh, 
scientific research so that you can develop bigger and better, you know, instrumentation, rockets, fuel mm-hmm. pods, life support systems, stuff like that. Train yep. your fucking pilots better and shit. Yeah. So you, you know, that my ultimate goal is to one day make it to the moon with all my Kerbals still alive so that I can walk around on the moon. Mm-hmm. I have been playing this game for several years and I've yet to do that. I have slammed into the moon at 400 miles an hour before. <laughs> I've done that multiple times. Would not call that a success. I would call that, hey, check it out. I made it to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, as far as building something, I, I refuse to look online and get guides. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of winging it with different builds. You know, I've sent a couple people out into the unknown, never to be seen again. Oh, wow. Yeah, where they miss the moon completely. So they're out there somewhere in space just... Drifting. Wow. Just drifting forever. They starve to death. No. Kerbals don't starve, so I can always go checking on them. You know what I mean? Isn't a Kerbal just a person? Or is it they're a like a little green dude. Oh. They're like little green men. Okay. Yep, and they're they're completely insane from what I've seen. I've got this one guy that's just floating around in space and has been there for years. Like I said, he's just orbiting... Mm-hmm. Like his spacecraft, like crashed back down to the earth, and he wasn't on it. <laughs> so he like ran out a little of the uh, like you know the little, I guess it's uh, yeah you know the stuff they spray behind them to kind of move around in space mm-hmm. while they're doing like spacewalks and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Well, he he didn't have enough of that to get back to the ship. Oh, and so the ship kept circling. He kept circling, and he was like. Just far enough away to where he couldn't grab onto it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. He never caught it back up to it. It crashed back down to the planet's surface. Him, he's still up there. <laughs> I've had a couple of missions trying to take him back, and the most they've managed to do is get really close, but not close enough to where he could, like, do anything about it. Oh, God, how horrible. <laughs> yeah, he's... <laughs> And so he's been up there for several years. He sees his rescue mission coming and they fail. He's like, no. <laughs> and he can't, he can't even die. Oh my God. <laughs> so, yeah. This mission sucks. <laughs> so I've been playing that. I played a little bit more of my airships game. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting on them to put some kind of update out on this thing. It's a really good game, but I, I built a, a, a ramming ship. I like specialized in a ramming ship. Oh, shit. So this ship has got like a shit ton of engines on it and goes really, really fast. Mm-hmm. It's got a bunch of different command and control things. So it, it get, you know, I can get issue commands really fast to it. Cool. So I can zoom around and, uh, I basically just ram into things at max velocity trying to destroy their ships. <laughs> and it works out really well against certain things. Like you have these giant spiders and they're like, Hey, let me just stick my web to you and like keep you from going away and like try to pull you towards me well that's the wrong fucking answer when you're dealing with this ship <laughs> the ship's like oh you want me to come towards you i'll come towards you oh yeah oh yeah and uh and it basically one shots the spiders Jesus. so i mean they're just massive what about uh anything particular that you can think of just 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 spot touching on uh old andromeda any anything that was of note any maybe like one time this one really cool thing happened. I'm only asking because I'm I just want to make sure that the game has a losses luster for you. Andromeda. Here's the thing about Andromeda. Okay, there are enough little. Like I said, I, I will give this game about an eight. Okay, mm-hmm. um, it's a good game to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I being a Mass Effect fan, kind of 
adds a point to it. Yeah. But the actual gameplay itself is a seven. Gotcha. It's, it's a pretty good game. It's a, it's not a bad game. It's by far not a bad game. Mm-hmm. It's just not a good Mass Effect game, if that right. makes sense. It's got yeah, a, yeah. it's got a lot to live up to mm-hmm. as far as the series go. And even Mass Effect 2, which was kind of controversial to a lot of people, people will say, okay, well, it was a good game. I just didn't like the changes they made. Yeah. You know, um, this one, it's a good game, but, there's just, it feels like there's something missing. Mm-hmm. And that something is all the stuff you had going on in the Milky Way. Well, and the best parts of the game are when they, they kind of mention back to it. You know what I mean? They kind of harken back to it. They've made, they put out, they just recently put out a new patch doing even more facial animation and stuff like that mm-hmm. and re-upping it, re-upping it. But in Mass Effect news, guess what I just heard? Mm. Bioware Montreal, mm-hmm. the guys who put this thing game out, got EA just shit stomped them. Oh, they split the they split them up and sent them to go work on other projects and put both Mass Effect and every other project they were working on on hiatus. Wow, I'm hoping that the DLC comes out. Yeah, uh, Bioware Montreal still exists, but they basically got backhanded by EA for this fuck up because. Like I told you, I mean, you can say what you want about EA, and there is stuff to say about EA being a giant uh, studio-swallowing corporation that it's made out to be. Mm-hmm. But they told Bioware, they said, look, if you need to kick this game back six months, a year, we're all for it. This has got to be a good game. Yeah. This is this is one of our blockbusters. Mm-hmm. They pushed forward with the release. They didn't like immediately. Somebody let that shit go the way it went, and they got kicked in the dick for it. Well, and they deserve to because, yeah. I mean, you know, the premise of the game and the, the, all the stuff there for, is, all the stuff is there to make this a good game. Yeah. It's all there. It's got really, it's got an improved gameplay, improved mechanics, improved, uh, you know, system and style. It had a way forward for the series. Okay. And it seems like it was trying to do something that wasn't Mass Effect. You know, and with that and the multiple errors that they had with just stupid things that could have easily been copied and pasted over from like Dragon Age Inquisition, mm-hmm. somebody deserved to be fired. Yeah. Deserved to be fired. It didn't kill the game, but what it did is build up a negative hype. Yeah. And that has, that has killed the game. I'll tell you, I, as much, and as much shit as I got to say about EA, I've made more of a stink about companies releasing games too early. Yeah. And if this puts like a big, if this is a big beacon to go to other companies to say, hey, you guys need to take your fucking time. Good. Maybe people will see this and get a message. I mean, you can't even say that they didn't take their time. They had five years from Mass Effect 3. True. They had five years, but EA was willing to say, okay, well, you need another six months, another year. Yeah. And they said, nah, we got it. No, it's good. Ship it. Okay. Wrong. Yep. Super wrong. I don't know whether it was just a case of, like, somebody not wanting to tell or just them not doing a good QA. Because any, any, whoever was QA for this needs to be out on the street and homeless. Because mm-hmm. they have, they have hurt this franchise permanently. This is a large, they have done, they have franchise. done damage that lasts into the future. Mm-hmm. Because the next, 
fucking Mass Effect game is going to come under the same scrutiny because of this. Mm-hmm. They have hurt the next Mass Effect game. They yep. fucked this up so bad. It's going to come out and they were like, well, y'all remember, y'all remember Andromeda. Let's hope they don't do what that one did. Yeah, let's, let's hope, hope they don't th- fuck that instead up. Of it be, instead of it being Mass Effect's on the way. It's and a, everybody going, oh! Now it's like, oh, well, yeah. I hope they, I hope they fix their problems. Yeah. I hope they got their shit Hope they got, right they got their time. shit together this that's, time. You, you know. You know? And that, that's that, absolutely the wrong way to be looking at another Mass Effect game coming exactly. out. Exactly. Absolutely the wrong way. So you played some Mass Effect Andromeda. I did. You played, you played the Kerbal game. Yeah. I played, any. played Armor, uh, yeah. Armor. Arm, Armor. <laughs> oh man. My Armor. I love that game. Armor. You just make armor. Armor games makes good flash games. Yeah. Um, but, uh, played a little Arma. Got a little, uh, little tank action going on. We actually talked about, uh, you and I about a game that's, that's, uh, it's getting some really good press right yeah, now. Yeah, Player Unknowns, Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds, yeah. It's, it's, looks like it's gonna be fucking totally awesome, actually. Yeah. I've seen a lot of Let's Players and stuff like that playing it on YouTube now. Tell people about Arma if they don't, if they don't Arma know. Is Arma is the, is. the, Premier military simulator. Mm-hmm. It's got a couple of things that are trying to uh, unseat it. Uh, a couple of games are coming out that are trying to be better military simulators, but right now it is the creme de la creme of, you know, let's just make this game as realistic as possible. Yeah, the realistic is the key when it comes mm-hmm. to Arma. It's, realistic, it's all about trying to be as accurate as possible. Yeah. So you play a guy, you play a character, and you run 30 minutes, you know, for one, you can't run 30 minutes. Your character's gonna get tired. Yeah. So he loses all his steam. And, um, every, every fat, like, as soon as you go to, you get done sprinting, you go to aim, and your aim is all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Cause you, you're, <gasps> yep. You can't, you can't aim. You can recover faster if you lay prone. Mm-hmm. You can recover faster if you kneel down. But you'll recover the slowest standing up. Mm-hmm. If you're wearing more than your gear, determines how fast you fatigue and your you know gear determines how much shit you can carry and your weight of your gear determines that more how fast you get fucking fatigue mm-hmm. so you know and combat it, itself has all its little combat itself right. is you know you have long brutally period, detailed it's brutally quick too it's you know it's very realistic in that you know you hear a snap of the first bullet, and then a few seconds later, somebody's dead or wounded, or you know the situation becomes very dynamic. Mm-hmm. It's not like uh, don't go into it looking for like a battlefield kind of experience because yeah. you're not going to get that. Yeah. When it gets very battlefield like and shit starts exploding, you know there's no co- cool dramatic music playing or anything like that. You hear the snaps of the rifle rounds going off, and mm-hmm. you hear you know the fire burning in the background, but and you know birds chirping mm-hmm. yeah and you're, but it's all there's no me, there's no musical score what to speak of you yeah. know except for like menu screens and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but it's very if you if you're a military sim buff it's awesome because mm-hmm. everything you know in battlefield and stuff like that a lot of a lot of a lot of work goes towards balance mm-hmm. okay they try to balance the attack helicopter so that it's not dominant on the battlefield. Right. They try to balance the tanks so it's not dominant on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. In reality, a guy in the back of a Nissan pickup truck with a 50 cal on it is going to fuck up a squad. Yeah. yeah. You know, unless somebody, you know, manages to snap him off that before he starts shooting. Mm-hmm. 
um, he could potentially kill, you know, four or five guys with ballistic armor on yep. by just shooting them with that fucking, you know, heavy machine gun. Yeah. Um, and and so this you game. Just expound that with a chopper. If there's 20 guys on the ground, they're shooting, there's one guy in a fucking head. They're shooting helicopter. explosive rounds that do AOE damage, mm-hmm. lethal AOE damage, you know, in a five meter radius. And he's going, he's just going ta 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 ta. Yep. So it's very easy to murder people in a helicopter. Mm-hmm. And that's with just the gunner going, yep, let me look around. Okay. Now he's dead. Yep. Same thing for a tank. Tank finds you a thousand meters out. You got a rifle. You know, tank has fucking fleer on it. Yep. And, uh, and you're like, well, I was trying to hide in this bush, but I'm dead now. Because there's a crater next to me. Yes. <laughs> and it's, you know, and it, it's like that. It's just, they they had no no interest in being fair. Let me ask this: going talking in that vein, how often over the matches of Arma you've played, yeah. does it always whittle down to well, who found the chopper, who found the tank? Okay, um, there there's a couple of issues with the question. Mm-hmm. Um, Ma- Arma doesn't have matches. Okay, Arma has servers, and it's server- always going. Yeah, they're constantly going. The server will stop and reset, you know, just so that it doesn't have any kind of, uh, issues, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but there's a persistence to the server. The type of servers I play are wasteland usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they're persistent. You have a start, you start with X amount of cash and you'll go to like a gun store or something like that and pick up, you know, d- different types of equipment and guns and whatnots. Um, but you, then you can deposit any money you have left over into a bank. And if you find a vehicle store, you can take your money out of the bank and then buy, you know, a rather expensive vehicle if you want. Mm-hmm. And you've got that till you die or you save it and log out. Um, but it's pretty common for everybody to get to hold everything if you know what you're doing. Yeah. Especially over the course of multiple lives. You know, if you get $5,000 of life mm-hmm. and you just deposit that money immediately. You know, then, uh, you're going to get, you know, $10,000 on your second life. Mm-hmm. And it's maybe a hundred thousand for a fucking plane, like, mm-hmm. uh, like a, a premier, like a 10, you yeah. know, kind of plane. Yeah. So you, you're not looking at it being huge, but every server has its own rules. Every server has its own style. Um, there's a lot of things that can be done with Arma. Ar- Arma, think of Arma as being an engine. For which content is created. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wasteland is just one style of game. And it's, it's typically the thing I do because it's easy to jump into even if you've never played the server before and get going. Mm-hmm. Um, other things you might have to find a, a team, you know, and they want to, they want to have somebody they know is going to be serious. Mm-hmm. So they'll vet you before they play and they want you to use like, military lingo and stuff while you're walking around they're trying to they're trying to get an authentic military you know simulator experience going so depending on how they decide to you know run their server is whether or not it's easy to get on or not they might just boot you straight off the server if you didn't apply on their website or whatever yeah and it usually in the server description will tell you that Mm -hmm. but 
in any case, uh, there are multiple game modes. They got King of the Hill, Wasteland. You know, they've got little ones where one-off missions. Uh, they've got stuff where like natural disasters are occurring and the water's constantly rising. So you got to get to the middle and find a chopper, repair it, gas it up, and leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, different little things. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing so incredibly uh, revolutionary. I mean, like DayZ came from this. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a mod. Yeah. Uh, this is, what I play is actually Arma 3. So, you know, Arma 2 was big and it had huge stuff. Arma 3 is getting there. Arma 3 has been out long enough to where people are starting to put all kinds of crazy mods and weapons in there. Like they put in AKs at 47s and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's just all kinds of really cool things that can be done. Um, you know, they have, uh, a role-playing one where you just like you walk around as a civilian with no weapon and you go and work you know and you have people that play cops and there are people that like do like drug deals and shit like that yeah. and they go they go get the cocaine and then they they bring the cocaine to the you know um plant to refine it and then they sell it for a shit ton of money buy guns and boats and helicopters and shit like that and go wreak havoc on the other civilians <laughs> and uh, stuff like that happens all the time um but you know the, the game is pretty free form yeah you know there are all kinds of different imagine it just being a a toy box that you open up and you set the parameters you want and you go that's that's the way this game is Sounds good. um the game we were talking about player unknown is very much like Arma, mm-hmm. but it is, um, they've, they've refined it more. Yeah. So you have the weapons, you have this, you know, going through and scavenging all the equipment and having, you know, you find like a better helmet, so you put that on. You find like a better vest, so you put that on. You can carry this amount of crap, etc. Yeah. All that kind of stuff is still there. Uh, the fatigue, the running, the, the basic concept of it is very similar and the mechanics are very similar, but they tweaked it more in the arcade direction. Yeah. They give you stuff like a health bar, mm-hmm. you know, uh, bullets aren't necessarily going to kill you if they don't hit you in the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whereas but in armor, they will in armor. All it's got to do is hit you hard enough to take you down to half health and you're laying on the ground. Yep. You're laying on the ground. You're half dead. I promise you, there's not a person in this world that when they're half dead will be walking the fuck around like nothing's <laughs> wrong, you know? Well, yeah, and I mean, it goes, it, from what I hear, it goes even further than that. You know, if you get shot in arm, that arm's inoperable. You yeah. got to, like, repair it. You have to, you know, get first aid for it somehow. You can't, you can't take two bullets in your left arm and then, you know, pick your weapon up with your left arm and aim and trigger with the right arm. Your left arm's like... All depends on what... uh what the settings for that particular server are. Yeah, true, true. Like, they will dial some of this stuff back mm-hmm. at will um, just to make a certain type of experience. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so if you don't like the way one server is running their shit, you can go to another one. Yeah. Some of them limit the speeds on the vehicles mm-hmm. um, so they don't get up, they don't go to their maximum speed because their maximum speed can easily get you killed. Right. Um, you know, if you, if you just floor a truck, you know, how fast does a truck go? Mm-hmm. 120 miles an hour once oh, it yeah. gets going, you know. So, um, there are lots of little cool experiences that you got out of that, and I can see them happening on the player unknown game as well. Yeah. It's, uh, 
situations where people make little blockades using vehicles and like as soon as the vehicle comes they like open up on it and it slams into the blockade trying mm-hmm. to get through stuff like that you know it's some cool things i like about the, the player unknown which for neither adam and i have personally played it adam has more experience in this because he's played arma i've played neither but uh there's an island pretty much yeah and you and like eight seven other people are in this plane in the c-130 you're flying over that try a hundred or or a hundred sure and you you all pick places to drop you just you pick wait you out. just hit the button when you're ready and to get out say, of the plane. you know what oh i feel like i'm gonna jump out right here and y'all go when everybody's on the ground fucking game on well, it's like the movie whenever. it's like the movie battle royale yeah and the island itself is i mean it's huge as it is yeah but over time the area that you're allowed to walk around shrinks Yep. It gets there's like ballistics and fire and grenades and bombs and shit that go around this perimeter, and every so often that perimeter gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So you you land, you're like as oh. there's less people on the map, yep. they get pushed towards each other. Mm-hmm. So you land and you're like, all right, first off, I need to find you know you it's you and your fucking clothes, and then you I need to find weapons. I need to see where I am. Am I in a good place where I can hold up? Is there a vehicle around? I wanted maybe maybe I didn't land in a good spot. I want to go somewhere else. So I want to run all the way there. Do we need to find a vehicle to get there? Yep. What do I have that can I can defend myself with, and what do I have that I can attack people with? And you may run in there, and you you may land, and there's nothing around. You got ten minutes to just scavenge around, just fuck around. You may land, and gunfire's already going off. Yep. I mean, you never know. You, you may know. not even land, and they're being shot at. Yep. You you may <laughs> you, know. you may be walking around and off in the distance you hear, and you're like oh what what I know there's gunfire somewhere over my east, I should not go over there or maybe you do or maybe you slowly creep over there maybe you go over or there. maybe you just crank your fucking car up and you just straight over there shooting a gun out the window like fuck it <laughs> smoke weed every day. That's yeah. very interesting gameplay and the fact that it shrinks the arena where it forces everybody. Yeah. One way or another, unless you died in that ensuing fire and grenade explosion, whatever, you're going to be meeting people eventually. Yeah. You can't just, with the place being so big, the first thing people are going to think is, well, pretty much all I got to do is stand off to the side and camp. Then eventually somebody will come to me and they'll die. Well, not in this game. You're going to have to unass yourself and go, or you're going to die. Very cool concept. So, any other ones? Uh, let's see. What else have I played? Um, played War Thunder, obviously. That's my little go-to time mm-hmm. filler. Finally unlocked a, a plane that gives me enough lines where I can farm with it. That's always good. <laughs> you know, trying to fucking make them, make all that money. Mm-hmm. Um, my game Kenshi got a couple updates here recently. Mm-hmm. Kenshi is really awesome. That's that one I was telling you about with the, uh, you know, it had arm specific damage and you can start, you oh, need to get yeah. like the holy sword start or you can be like a, a captain who had like a lot of combat experience or you can be like a group of people that want to start a settlement or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you end up with a lot of, uh, little interesting stuff like that. Um, they had a, a couple of little improvements and stuff like that. Now other, other places will begin to notice your settlement depending on how major it becomes. Mm hmm. You know, and like they'll start reacting to it. Um, you know, they, they did a couple of little AI improvements and stuff like that where you have, uh, people get hungry 
And if they know there's fucking food just available to be grabbed over here in this other room, they'll go get it and feed themselves without you having to tell them. Cool. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, the game, I've been watching this game for half a decade mm-hmm. as it's been slowly meandering up. And it's just one dude and maybe one other guy just sitting here working on it. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, this game has come so far since the early days when it used to go. It's, it's still a crash monster because it tends to just run the fuck off yeah. with, you know, leaking code. Mm-hmm. But it does, it, it is so good to watch a game slowly develop into something that's really fun to play. I only have one game like that that I've been watching and I've, admittedly, I've only been watching it for about two or three years. There's <laughs> a, uh, I, I could, I could probably, I feel ashamed. I don't know the name of it. But there's a there's a guy who's making a Mega Man X game, and it's like a Super Nintendo X style game, and it's the same way you're talking about. I've watched the way that he's developed the armors. Uh, every time he develops a level, he's like, "Hey, here's a here's about a you know thirty second clip of me going through this new section of a level I made, and you get to see how it looks." Mm-hmm. Uh, here's some sample tracks for the music. I, I, I've made all the music here. This is Mighty Number no. Nine, isn't it? No. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in it very, in, it's, I want to say it's Z something, I could be wrong, but same thing. I love when you see updates, you just watch how things are being developed, what's added to it, what's taken away from it. It's really nice. I remember you telling me also, speaking of games you played, didn't you oh. say, didn't you say you, tr- you took a trip down memory lane? No, no, no. You got, well, you want to say about that? Two minute conquest on Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I did, uh, my daughter's been playing through, uh, been playing through Link, not Link to the Past, um, oh my god. Oh my god. Ocarina of Time. <laughs> Woo! Woo! I almost Woo! lost it there. Almost I lost it. I forgot the title to Oh, I forgot the fucking Come Jesus at Christ. Me, fuckers. <laughs> Come at me, bruh. So, uh, then we got a picture of Raiden eating some rice here. Um. <laughs> Don't die. Don't die. <laughs> so, so you've been playing some Ocarina so for I about play, two minutes. So I played two minutes of Ocarina. What, ha- what, what had happened? <laughs> what had happened was is my daughter has been playing this game for 40 to 60 hours. Mm-hmm. She has been walking around in Kakariko Village making friends with the villagers. <laughs> That's sweet. That's okay, cute. So she's been like not doing anything on this thing she's, she's really pissed off. she gets really pissed off at her sisters if they reset the game without her saving uh-huh. but for no reason she's whatsoever. done nothing she's done nothing <laughs> so in any case in any case she's been walking around that the Rico village hasn't beaten the deku tree yet uh-huh. she's gone in there and fucked around and then come out and goes in there and fucks around comes out mm-hmm. goes in there and fucks around comes back out <laughs> so anywho the uh the guy she got stuck and she's like, Oh, you know, I'm stuck at this one part. You know, and her mom's like, You need to go in there and beat that damn dungeon. That way, you know, you can go to the rest of the world. Yeah, there's a <laughs> there's the whole rest of the game outside this village. <laughs> <laughs> and uh she was like, Meh And so she finally, you know, got her to go in there and she's like, I keep getting stuck at this part and I was like, I will fix it if you let me. Mm-hmm. And she handed me the controller and I was like, Alright. You know? 
It's time for Daddy to do his thing. Yeah, this is the moment. Up his belt, this is like, the most important moment in my parenting career. Show right you here. what gaming dad is like. Yep. Watch me just beast mode this dungeon for you. So I pull, I grab hold of the controller, and oh man, it's like an old glove that I just took off. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, okay, here we go. I beat the fuck out of Smokerina time. Mm-hmm. This is my shit. Mm-hmm. Oh God. <laughs> You didn't blow it, did you? Okay, this is the Deku tree. Yes. This okay, is this is baby this is the first. baby basic first fucking thing they do. But the first thing I immediately noticed, which was jarring, mm-hmm. is that the analog sticks, the first generation of analog sticks on that N64 controller are nowhere near as sensitive as the ones from oh, today. No. Oh, my God. And they wear and tear easy. It's got three spots. Mm-hmm. It's got not moving, the halfway point, and the all the way point. <laughs> okay. So I was like, oh God. All right. So we can do this. We can work with this. So I put the Z targeting on and the camera slams into Link's face. And I was like, oh God. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Yes, I'm showing so I'm, off for my dog. So I'm getting just shit stomped. I'm trying to remember, trying to remember how to unfuck the camera. Okay. Yes. So I'm like, oh God. Okay. There's a way to get around this. I remember I used to play this game. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Let's just dust dust this off. And I'm like, in the meantime, I can't see anything. So I'm like, (laughs) I'm just dodging. I'm making sure that I'm not going to get crushed. And I'm saying it's not perfectly working because there's multiple enemies. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh no. So I'm like, I refuse to die in front of my daughter. (laughs) So I managed to, I managed to pull it out. Managed to pull it out, and I was like, okay, let me just bitch whip all these enemies real quick. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't remember any of their patterns, so I'm just like, dodge, wait for him to swing, swing in, you know, do the leaping slash in, cause yep. fuck this. Do you ever play games like this, and if ever you start getting beat or, or you die, you think, I've played and beat Dark Souls. Yep. There is no reason I should not be just wailing. Well, I mean, at this point, it, it's the it's the same thing we always talk about, man. There's a difference between getting killed by skill and getting killed by mechanics. Yeah. Okay. If you're not good enough to jump off something, yeah. Say you're playing an ice level on Mario or something like that, and you you jump and you slide off the edge. That's your fault. Yeah. If you jump and it there's like a half a second delay between when you hit the button and when the jump happens mm-hmm. that's the game's fault yeah, yeah okay so that that goes back into that second category but at the same time i refused i refused <laughs> so i managed to get out of that situation just barely mm-hmm. um you looked at her and you said planned it yeah i was this like this is all i, I was this like is set up it's just a setup for I was something like, bigger get wrecked little kid <laughs> threw the controller at her Oh man! Nah, but uh, it turned out it was the very first little spot where you had to hit the eye with the with the acorn. Yeah, you mm-hmm. just whacked it with the fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where she was stuck. I was like, look, there's a fucking eye right above the door that didn't mm-hmm. stick out to you. Yeah, and I swacked it. and She's like, wow, the door opened. I was like, welcome to Zelda. This is why I re- I really think games like Zelda are really good starter games for gaming in general. Because it shows one of the key reasons why we play these is to figure shit out. And Zelda is prominent for, here's a room, go into the room. Okay, you're in the room. Look around. What should you be doing right now? Well, I gotta I guess I gotta go to the next room. Yes, you do. Well, there's a door. All right. Get through that door. 
Well, there's a. I can't. It won't let me. Well, what should you do? I don't know. All right, well, look around the room. Do you see anything odd? Anything out of place? Anything that don't look like it belongs in a room? And just so on and so forth. Yep, you just and that's go how down the we did it. Yeah. That's how we do it to this day. And Zelda's a good little place to be like, just figure it out. Let me teach you how to game real quick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, so anyway, that was a good little moment, but... I consider that to be one of the games I played. Yeah, I guess so, but no. Nah. <laughs> it was a, it was really more like a three to five minute thing where that's, I was just it's, like, it's yeah. cute to hear that did your that your daughter was playing Zelda and you was gonna come in. She and plays that. And you Minecraft. fucking cracked your knuckles and popped your neck. and You were like, sit down, wee one. I've got it for you. Let me tell you. <laughs> and you got spun the fuck around. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> couple of couple of years ago, my daughter started playing Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Okay, and oh man, now, so I introduced them to like TNT and you know all this other stuff, and they're playing on fucking passive creative mode because they just like to play with you know they get they get on there and they play you know she plays with their sisters and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and they just live in a house and pretend things are happening in the house and I don't, I don't know. yeah you know how kids are yeah pretend land yeah so oh man that was bad <laughs> so I I was showed them TNT. Mm-hmm. And the wonders of TNT and it blowing stuff up. So I go back on there a couple months ago and I was like, hey, you know, well, just, let me show you how to make a landmine. And they're like, I don't already know how to do that, Dad. <laughs> oh, look what you and did. I was like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. You go into their server and like, there's, there's like giant craters everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we have mastered the TNT. <laughs> it turns out they've been watching YouTube videos and learning how to do all this oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. So now I'm useless. Yep. Just FYI, just completely. You've been replaced by I've YouTube. been replaced. Now they're going to get stuck in Zelda, and they're going to be stuck in the Water Palace, and they're just going to go look up YouTube. You oh, I'm like, going to make certain that you know they know that if they beat Zelda by watching YouTube videos, that I'm not speaking to them ever again. <laughs> That's an understandable they've response. Been, they've been shunned. By their own father for this, for this transgression. So besides potentially disowning your children, any, any other games, any other, anything else, you good? Oh, let's see. What, what, what else did I play? I played, um, I had, <clears throat> I talked about airships. Mm-hmm. I talked about the, you know, I think, I, I want to say there was one other game in there that I played. Kerbal. Yeah, I played Kerbal. Yeah. No, I can't think of it right now. How's your week been? Um fairly busyish. Oh shit. Yeah, uh, you've been you've been like, fuck this podcast. That's what I heard. Yeah. You kept texting me like, man, fuck that podcast. I'd be like, hey we, man, we you did our, go? we did our ten uh parentheses twelve episodes. We're good. Yeah, he I was like, Hey, you know, maybe maybe we should get on there and record he's like, Fuck you. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what I was like, the but text. the fans and you were like, Nah. 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 The fans know that I love them. Uh huh. The fans know that I'm here for yeah. Uh, so yeah, I fin- I I beat Breath of the Wild, had all that going on, and I decided to go play something else. And this is th- there's been an ongoing dilemma with me throughout the past probably two decades of my life. Whenever I do beat a game, I get in this inner turmoil of don't know what the fuck to do, and I'll start as happens all the time. I'll start like four or five separate games before I finally settle on one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. 
I didn't have that this time. I started playing, uh, I was still in a Zelda mode, so I wanted to go back and play some old Zeldas. And I thought about playing Link to the Past, but I kind of want to save that uh, in case you and I ever do an LP. So I was like, well. That'll be fun. I'll say, you know, I it's I think what what Zeldas haven't I played or played at least and only once. And I remember that I only played Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. I played both of them. Mm-hmm. I beat both of them. But I blew through those games and I've only played them once. So I started to go back started to go back and play Oracle of Seasons. Still good. I liked it. All the innovations. Great game. It's, it's worth a try if you're a Zelda fan. But then that fucking itch started setting in. And I was like, man, I think I think I'm gonna go back and play Zelda Breath of the Wild. Maybe I'll just keep what nah fuck it. And I went back yep. and started yep. Now here's the thing. I didn't know this because I didn't research anything on Zelda. I, I haven't, except for like a few shrines, maybe a couple solutions here and there. But I didn't fucking, I didn't detail work for all the reasons that I've said in this podcast. So I started a new game. And yes, it asked me at the very beginning of the game, said, you're going to overwrite your file. Do you you dumb son of a bitch. And I was like, yeah, overwrite it. Sure. I already know where this is going. And it erased. everything all my have you never played a video game before hold on hold on we live in an age where multiple files exist okay number two there are multiple files in that game but now i know the the specifics there is one manual save file and there are five auto saves under it me thinking in the new age we live in if it's going to ask me if I want to overwrite that it would overwrite the auto saves and it would just create a new manual save file think of uh i think mass effect kind of did that if i'm not mistaken i don't know anyway i was like sure go ahead and nope it not only does it erase your one manual save file but when it starts auto saving it just auto saves oh over my god and you're done oh my god but again, I don't care because I'm just going back through oh the game again. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> so we've got another six months of of, of Zelda. No, no I mean, I'm, the groundhog looked up and didn't see it save files. <laughs> so now, we- <laughs> uh, I will say that this time, now that I've went through the game already, and now that I have a good narrow focus of what I want to do, it's going by much faster. Way, way faster because number one, the mistakes that I made in the first playthrough, I'm not making this time. I already know how to beat every single shrine. So every time I get in one, I'm like, okay. I've had a couple of them where I've been like, ah, I actually don't remember. Let me work it. I had to work them out, but it was still fun. Uh, I'm going after specific armor sets and upgrading specific armor pieces instead of just massively farming. I'm not selling any items, so when it comes time for me to upgrade gear, I've got the shit there to do it with. Uh, right now, I want to say maybe I've already put about 40, 50 hours into it. I've already got the Master Sword. I've already got the Stamina Wheel maxed out. I'm going... I'm I'm breaknecking this in a way that I want to. Yeah. Instead of I don't know what to do, I'm just exploring. Yeah. I'm so, gonna get the. I'm gonna first time I play this game, I'm gonna run straight to Gan and kill him. Third game away. Okay. Just like that. It's gonna I be. I want. Like, I want proof that you did it. It's gonna be like, what up, Gan? And he's gonna be like, you only got three hearts, and I'll be like, I only need one. 
<laughs> uh, still fun game. I mean, it's, what else can I say? I'm still having a good time with it. I love exploring. I, and still, even now, after it, this, we've, I've got to be breaking the 300 hour mark now. I'm still finding shit that I did not find in my first playthrough. Yep. I'm walking to areas and going, oh, what can I do? Like you here? found that it erases all your saves. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I know that's going to happen. The fact that there are 900 fucking Korok seeds in this game. So I know there's going to be things that I haven't seen before, but I'm finding people, finding things. I, I found something in the second town of the game that it's a huge gameplay mechanic I totally walked by. Not only my first playthrough, but every time I went to that town, I was walking right by it. I just happened to explore this town a little thoroughly this time and was like, what the fuck is this? And it's like, yeah, you know, there's this big, uh, large gameplay thing in this game you didn't even know about. No, I didn't. So now I'm doing that. Jesus Christ. Cool. Uh, that's about it on the gameplay side. I've, uh, see, the wife and I went and saw Gardens of the Galaxy 2. Ooh. Very good. Very, Very good, good movie. Did, yeah, have you seen it yet? Nope. No. Did you see the first one? Saw the first one. Did you like the first one? Love the first one. You'll love the second one. Damn. It's not as, not worse, not better. It's just, you, you, it tickles that same good bone. Ooh. Uh, surprisingly good. Toward the end as well, it gives it gives tribute to somebody very very well very well done. Uh, oh, I've seen some other movies here and there. I can't think of. Yeah, as far as the gaming life, Did you watch Logan again? No, uh, I should. <laughs> God, I should. Have you not seen it yet? Still haven't seen it. Wow. Have to get that for you. Wait, 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 wait. Tell me, tell me what that one game is that you were showing me right when we got here. Oh, uh, man, I, this is like breaking news this is for, for us here recording because this happened today as I was browsing through videos and stuff. I it's saw hard, it. it's hard to do the podcast while this thing is on because it's just got my full, <laughs> it's like I demand your full undivided attention. And I don't even know why I, I, th- I just clicked on some random videos and had them playing and I saw this one as a quick look the giant bomb did for a game called The Surge. Ooh. And, in, I mean, the title, the picture looked interesting, but immediately they got my attention. He was like, what's the game like? He goes, this is Dark Souls gameplay, but a sci-fi setting. I said, oh. Yup. And. It's like, okay. All right. Okay, you, oh, you, have, you have my attention. I bet. Yeah. Now, real man. He was like, I'm going to talk about things in Dark Souls terms. He's like, here's this thing right here. This is essentially your bonfire. You come back here. You level up here. You. You regain, uh, your, your, your health here. Uh, mm-hmm. monsters and enemies respawn after you sit here. Uh, these things here are essentially your souls. You collect these and you use them to power yourself up. Yep. Uh, this weapon I have, I took this weapon off the first boss I fought. Uh, it's, uh, th- this has skyrocketed immediately to a, um, whatever, I'll move on with life too. I need to have this game now. Now. <laughs> He's just like, yup. Uh, Same here. As soon as I came in, I saw it. He, he, he said, no sooner than he said Dark Souls, sci-fi atmosphere, I was like, click. And then I've lot, I've, I got to see a little bit of the gameplay footage. I was like, oh no. Yep. Oh no. Uh, and it, it's, I love the fact that we live in an age where an entire concept for a game is now like 
kind of like you said what Arma is. Think of Arma as like the base model and you make around it. Uh-huh. Well, the quote-unquote Dark Souls or Demon Souls model, the Souls model is a model. Yeah, that hard difficulty, lots of uh, lots of trial and error combat, varied combat. It's just as soon as that became a thing, you know, that's when gaming, you know, became a, a thing. It's like, oh, my God, look at this. Look at look at the amount of like skill based games that are coming out now. Yep. You know, you had like a you had kind of the console not console, but the platform equivalent with like Super Meat Boy and stuff like that where it's like Greg beat your fucking face against the wall trying to play this, but in three D combat, mm-hmm. oh man, that's where this this yep. whole idea begins to shine. You know uh, what I mean? Lots of different things that I that it's interesting about this game. I mean, it has the typical fare. You, you've got enemies out in the world that they can, they can fucking slaughter you. You got bosses that you're going to find. It actually has a good set lore. Uh, there's dialogue all over the game. Yeah, I was noticing that. There's they, a they, whole lot more talking yeah. than there is in, um, in say a Demon Souls or Dark Souls. Yeah. The, the, the story is there. It's just, and I mean, the story is there in the Souls games too. It's just this story apparently is more surface level. It's yeah. a little more easier to grasp. It's easier for you to follow. Uh, you can attack specific parts on the enemy itself, and when oh, that was great. Yes, tell so, them about that mechanic. Tell yeah, them. so they, if if you are trying to get like a, a a helmet piece, you can basically attack the parts on the enemy. You can attack the head of an enemy, and if you do the proper damage or you do the proper move or whatever, you essentially get up. You can get a, you can get a damaged piece that you can then repair and yeah. use yourself. Yeah, you can use it to upgrade yourself. So if you need like a leg piece, you can go after legs. If you mm-hmm. need a head piece, you can go after the head. Yeah. And you can kind of tailor what you're attacking, and you know, kind of kind of use that to to you know upgrade yourself on the fly as mm-hmm. needed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, also, this is so fucking cool. Yeah. I can't wait to get my hands on this game I know, now. For real. Another thing I thought was really cool, just it, it's another thing that just took a premise and they just did it their own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we've said before, with Souls games, if you die, usually your currency or your armor or something is dropped right there where you died. And you have to backtrack to there and you have to get it. Now, the twist that Bloodborne put on it was that collection of uh souls so to speak can be sitting on the ground for you to walk up and grab like in dark souls or demon souls or they may get absorbed by an enemy and then you have to kill that enemy who's just a slightly bit more powerful too but you have to get there kill the enemy to get your shit back yep this one same premise your sits on the ground i don't i haven't heard them say it's 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 up in an enemy or anything but you have a time limit. From the time you leave your quote-unquote bonfire, you have a set time to get the fuck back there and pick it up. So if you take your time or you get waylaid along the way, your shit can just disappear. That adds just another little level of challenge to it. Yep. Really cool. Oh, man, that was... It would... It, and this is one of those things... we I only discovered this game a couple of hours ago. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, this is breaking end-of-time-cast news. Now it's already where I'm like, yeah, I'm going back and getting this shit. Yeah. As soon as I get home, I'm going to be like, yep, let me find this shit. I'm, I'm doing it right now. From what I see, initially, it is a Steam game. I'm not sure if it's on the consoles or not, but apparently it is Steam. I did a quick Google and saw, like, pre-order and all that. I'm assuming the game and is called, called what, The Surge? The Surge. That's the, the name Surge. Yeah. So, uh, so it's named after that shitty drink from the 90s. Shitty drink? 
Yeah. Get out of my house. Fuck you. <laughs> That's a pure liquid crap. It's for liquid crack. So good. It was so garbage. It, it tasted feel like good ass. right now. It tasted like ass. It was like an energy drink without all the like bite. It was just like drinking sludge, toxic waste. It's okay. It was like drinking Ecto Cooler, but the adult version. Uh-huh. Oh, you're going to uh to Ecto Cooler? Ecto Cooler, man. It's one of the you one type of high seed that I did not like. You're one of them guys that didn't like uh, Pepsi Clear either, huh? Yeah, fuck you. Man, get disgusting. out. Where are you? You liked Pepsi Clear, I honestly? Loved Pepsi Clear. Oh, God. Crystal, I think it was called Pepsi. I think it was called, yeah, Crystal Pepsi. Yeah. Ugh. Vomit inducing. Yeah, anytime you tell me. Now, now, and also, this is not the first game to do this. There's a game that was released uh, earlier this year or late last year called uh, Near. Uh, not Near. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Neo. And okay. it's. It's set with the same type. Anytime that you take the core of that game, all you have to do now is make the theme or the setting. So what it. what was up with that game? Uh, that one I haven't played it, mind you, but I from what I've seen the gameplay, it's set around like a Chinese kind of mythical demonish type setting. Uh huh. But from what I see, it's the same thing. You know, there's high difficulty. Got to get to a bonfire. I, I, I'm just like. Wow, I can't believe I missed that game. Yeah. I had no idea that it even existed yeah, until you, yeah. you mentioned it in the same vein as this, and I was like, when did that come out? Yeah. So the, these types of games are well worth a this good is, play. This is a little bit gorier than... Yeah, it is. This thing has execution moves I saw where he was fighting somebody. Like limbs go flying and then burn up. Yeah. Wow, man, it's pretty... You have like an energy meter. So, so the combat in like Dark Souls, pretty much with the exception of reading their patterns, figuring out how to evade them, block them, or power through them. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much as deep as it gets. Bloodborne is a little more because you have more combat options at your availability. This game has, not, you can attack multiple limbs. Uh, you have parts of their, of, of the enemy that's armored and it's not armored. And if you attack the part that's not armored, you do more damage. But if you go balls in and you try to get the, the armor pieces, when you attack the parts that are armored, those are where you pull items from. You get you get things from them. Uh, you have a little energy meter, and if the more damage that you do builds up this energy, and you have little ticks on your energy meter to say, hey, if you reach this point, you can use this move. You can use this yeah. ability and makes things. Oh. oh man! And same with the healing and yep. all that. It's something you build up to. Yeah. So you got that high risk, high reward moment where you're like, okay, I've got like a quarter of my health, and there's an enemy up here. Yep. Guess I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go whoop this some bitch's ass and not get hit enough to build up my energy to where I can heal myself. Yeah. And then instead of using all that energy that I would have used to kill this enemy, I have to do it again. Yeah. To fucking finish him off. Looks like it has a standard. It's got a health meter. It's got a stamina meter, and that's all. That's that's bread and butter right there for oh, yeah. for Souls games. Uh, really interesting game. Can't wait. To, can't wait to see more on it and try it. Um. Yeah, but I mean, as far as me, as far as the wheats, it's just... Yeah, I'm, I mean, sorry, I'm sorry I derailed you. No, 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 you're totally fine. That game was worth <laughs> just... Again, I just had to break into it. I was like, we got to talk about this again, right now. Again, if I'm sitting in a fucking bar somewhere and I'm just drinking, having a good time, chilling out, and some guy comes and says, hey, I got a new game for you. And I'm like, all right, what kind of gamer are you? What games do you like? What do you even know about gaming? This, mm-hmm. is, a, this is a Dark Souls-style game with X setting. I immediately put my drink down and say, tell me more. Yep. I need to know. And he goes, well, I've got more out in my van. <laughs> and that's, and that's how a lot of Michael's nights have ended. <laughs> uh, also in the news realm, 
I ran across a list. Funny thing, uh, Adam, Adam and I worked together a, pa- a weekend or so ago, and I had stumbled upon, apparently IGN had released a, uh, article that had their top 100 RPGs of all time. Oh God. And me and Adam spent a pretty good time just talking, just debating, discussing over their picks. And I'll be damned if this week I got my newest edition of Game Informer, which I got because I'm a fucking Power Awards guy, and they send me a free magazine. I rarely oh, read you're magazine. one of those guys. I rarely read them anymore. Yeah, I I, I keep them all in the bathroom because yeah. I need to take shit. There when my a, phone dies. There was a time in my life where gaming magazines were very important to me, but these yeah. days, I mean, I have them, but eh, whatever. But I'll be damned. The newest issue of Game Informer is their top 100 RPGs of all time. So just just for just for a talk, uh, me and Adam are going to go over this top hundred list, kind of like we did the other one, which you guys and gals didn't get to hear. We're just going to discuss RPGs. Okay. So, Game Informers top one hundred RPGs of all time. Oh no! Oh God! They're number one hundred. Oh, and full disclosure, this is what we ran into with, uh, when we discussed the other list. We haven't played all these games. We're familiar with them. Most of them will have some. But to I can I can tell you if a motherfucker belongs on the top one hundred yeah. list. The okay. biggest thing that we saw on these lists was finding what beat what. You know, I mean, if we really wanted to, we could go read the IGN too. But it's just amazing to see what. I, I wonder where where are these people's criteria came for to put one game like way up above another one or a game that we didn't even think deserved to be on the fucking list to begin with. Yeah. But here we go. So number 100, Torment, Tides of Numenera. No Just idea. put the pistol in your mouth. I, I guess. Starts off bad, but okay, that's 100 spot. I guess. Maybe it's some gym that I haven't played. Yeah. You, I mean, Maybe. If it's, Maybe it is. Maybe maybe it belongs on here. Of the three, that's one of the. This is a question mark. Yeah, that's the, what I would put out beside. Yeah, this, a question. These mark. are all questions, so, and also putting theirs up against what we feel, you know, about games. Uh, number ninety nine, Dragon Quest three. Yeah, thank okay. God there are some Dragon Quests yes, on Dragon this Quest fucking games list. Deserve to be on some RPG list somewhere. There yeah. are multiple. I think there are really nine. good ones. Yeah, that. Not, I'm not saying you have to like stack the entire series in there, but there's mm-hmm. it should get some representation in a, any top 100 oh, yeah. list, especially a top 100 list. Much like Final mm-hmm. Fantasy has like Final Fantasy Tactics as a spinoff game. Uh huh. Dragon Quest has spinoff games too. They have like Dragon Quest Heroes, and it's, it's like a Dynasty Warrior style game. Mm-hmm. They're, they're really fucking good. So I can't remember which Final Fantasies, man. I know a couple. I know. At least two of them made it, but I can't remember like if seven made it. Oh, on the IGN? Oh, I'm on this know. on this list. Well, no, this is the Game Informer list. This oh. is new for me and you both. I haven't oh. read this list. Me and you read the IGN list. Oh, okay. So yeah. this one's this one may have different results. Maybe. Maybe. If it does, who knows? They're gonna know. They're gonna know. All right. So let's see what's the we, next. I mean, like I said, we got time. We can no, do both. Number ninety-nine is. Uh, wait, no, we just did that one. Number ninety-eight is Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines. You said you played. I Vampire have played thing, this, so. and it is a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, does it belong in the top one hundred? I'm not sure. No, top um, 100 now. That's Top 100 is... And it's 98. So. It's, a, it's a low spot on the top 100, which mm-hmm. if it's going to be in the list, it'd be, it would be around this spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't such a good game that it belongs to be... It, you know, it's not going to be up on a pedestal. Yeah. It had some very interesting... It took the tabletop mechanics and translated them into a video game. Mm-hmm. 
and you know you could run around you could pick your vampire clan and you could do all these really cool things it had some variant like there were multiple ways to work through mechanics using your disciplines mm-hmm. <coughs> but there were I mean, it had some janky fucking mechanics, too. Yeah. If that makes sense. Uh, well, this was an older game, too. It, yeah. Yeah, it's not... It, it's a little bit older. Maybe in the 90s? I can't remember when it came out, but it... Maybe in the aughts? It's a, it, it was bad. It, it had those awful, awful, you know, uh, 3D block fucking graphics. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And it was all in a first-person perspective, so you it's kind of... I, I think you and I This should... actually game still gets mod support. They added more clans, more disciplines, more... I think full Story stop. Stuff. I think full stop and full disclosure. I think before we get further into this list, we should just say we should say out loud and decide what we believe are RPG. Like what makes an RPG? What tenets hold it up? And you go, that's an RPG. RPG first and foremost has to be a story. The story, story focused game. Mm-hmm. It has to be a game with a narrative that it is trying to sell, and that is the entirety. Like, it wanting you to finish the story is the reason that the gameplay mechanics exist. The stories don't facilitate the gameplay. The gameplay is a thing you do to advance the story. It's just a tool to get the story. Gameplay is secondary to story in an RPG. Now, it's become a big thing. Like, you have fucking sports games, and every other genre has adapted RPG mechanics. mm -hmm. And that's not a bad thing, okay? I'm not saying it is. But... Just because Madden, you know, 2017 has fucking RPG mechanics in it doesn't make it an RPG anymore. Yeah. So uh, an- another another wide berth uh, example will be like Call of Duty. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 specific game has a story. It has yep. a fleshed out chapter to chapter story. But it's pure but first it's a, person shooter. It's a first person shooter. Yeah. Sorry. And there are first person shooters with RPG mechanics that still don't become RPGs. Exactly. Um, I think also the depth of a story too. Yeah, For example, be... silly example, Super Mario Brothers has a fucking story. Yeah. Princess, Princess Peach gets kidnapped by Bowser. Mario says, "Fuck that! I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go jump over and some I'm pits go and stop through some the turtles. world, and I'm gonna break." Yay! There is a very tiny two sentence story there. Doom has a one paragraph story. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII has a mo- has a novel of story. Final Fantasy One, Final Fantasy One has a story, and you're like, okay, well, I need to go over here. I need to go from A to B to get this. Mm-hmm. But you can talk to twenty townspeople on the mm-hmm. way there and get all these other little snippets of story that you want to add into that. Yep. Okay. So it's it's a story focused game. The mm-hmm. entire purpose of the game is to give you the story yep. and for you to role play the hero. Role play an RPG? <gasps> oh, wait a second. Somebody's light bulb just went off. Yep, click. Also, the characters inside the game have to have some type of growth, be it storyline or in the game itself. I don't know. Well, I've played Chrono Cross. <laughs> oh, you had to work. you got to work Chrono I'm going to pull that dagger out. I'm going to pull that dagger out every fucking time. You know, I just want you to know that every time we have an episode and you do mention Chrono Cross, the the fact that you're saying the name means you're elevating that game one more notch. God damn it. You're talking about that game again. God damn it. 
All right. You hurt me. So the bottom line is, when we think of an RPG, we think of first and foremost story. It can have a good battle system. It can, matter of fact, I prefer RPGs that have, you know, slight innovations to the battle system. Yeah. But it could be active time battle system. It could be real time battle. It could be, you know, straight turn based or, you know, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, it could be any hybrid in between. The point is, is that you're trying to uncover a plot. And yep. you're having to work through it yourself. Yep. It's not being spoon-fed to you. Yep. All right, so moving down the list, number 97, Dark Cloud 2. Have yep. you ever played either Dark Cloud? I have played the first Dark Cloud. I don't think it belongs on this list. Yeah, me neither. I, don't, I, don't, I, mean, I have not played Dark Cloud 2. Maybe it was a fucking massive innovation over the first one. But from what I could tell, it was just bigger and better of the same. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't. I wouldn't. I will put a question mark beside this. I but I will say that unless that second game was so much better than the first game, mm-hmm. no, nah, it didn't belong in top one hundred list. I will. I will also sounds say like that they were struggling just to find titles. Yeah, mind you, and we wouldn't. I don't think nope. you and I would have trouble. No, you give us about a month and a half, we we'd have a list down. Yeah. Uh, Dark Soul, Dark Dark Souls. Boy, I've got that game on my mind now. Right, Woo! fiending. It's not uh, an RPG. Dark Cloud specifically, I've have played through the first one all the way through. I did beat it, but we're talking like fifteen years ago. Yep. And if I think back into the cobwebs of my mind, Dark Cloud doesn't come back as oh, I remember that story. Yeah. I remember like the dungeon crawling, finding the parts. The, I remember building the town. The building the town exactly. Yeah. So yeah, uh, number ninety six, Lost. Odyssey, yeah, not that's only a, that's a good game. It is, and damn, it's it's a it's pretty a, far down this list. It's pretty far down the list. <laughs> I don't know that. I, I think it belongs right about where it is. Yeah, um, it belongs on the list. Yeah, and so good on them for getting this on the list and then climbing close to where it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, because I can't tell you exactly what number it would come in on my list, yeah. but I can tell you that it would probably end up somewhere in the nineties because it is. A good game, a worth mentioning game. Yeah. But it is not so revolutionary that it just blows my fucking mind. But it was a great concept. As, and I'm, I'm trying behind the clouds, Adam and I behind the scenes, Adam and I both are actually looking at this list and we can see ones ahead. I'm trying not to look ahead because this was the issue that I had that he and I both had with the IGN list is seeing like, and this is the first one for me is seeing, okay, Lost Odyssey. It's on the list. It's down in the 90s. I wonder what beat out Lost Odyssey. Yeah. Because we it's, saw games on that fucking IGN list that were like, wow, you yeah. telling me that Mario RPG got beat out by Chrono Cross? Are you fucking kidding? You know, shit yeah. like that. It's like, you just added, you just elevated it. Just added this so, in. 95, you know, I did. Move? I'm sorry. Just, no, no, this <laughs> is on you. You ain't gonna throw it back on me. I'll throw you dark, back. you, you, you dark man. I'm a dark souls. <laughs> I can't, <laughs> you can't, you got it. We stuck just need in your to quit. Head. We just need to cut the podcast and go play this game. Uh, number 95, the world ends with you. Have heard about it? Heard about it, played never it? played it. It could be that good, but I don't, I mean, yeah, okay, maybe, maybe it belongs on the list where it is. Yeah. Maybe. I'll put a question mark by that one too. Yeah. Uh, number 94, Golden Sun. No. No? No? No. What? Have no. you played them? Never played it. That's what I'm saying. I know. I oh, know. oh, I thought you were saying no. It don't belong on the list. No, I don't think it, I don't, uh, to me that's a question mark. I played and beat the first one. I was at an odd time in my life. This is, 
I played this Goldie RPG Sun. when Describe I was in it. it. Maybe I have played this game. Describe it. Uh, it was on. I want to say it was on the Game Boy Advance. Okay. Uh, the the battling the battle system was kind of like Tales of Destiny, I believe. Two D kind of side view. Uh huh. Uh. I'm, maybe I have played this game. I can't I could probably show you screenshots and maybe a jar. Uh I played this RPG when I did a, a deployment with the military in the desert. And oh. it, it had I, I was kind of the times where I had to play a handheld game, it was like play through a chapter, okay, to go back to focusing on something else. So it didn't it didn't stick yeah. with me. I remember it being fun, but I, I, I wish I could tell you more about it, but unfortunately, wrong I can't. fucking game. Google. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to type in Lost Odyssey. Uh, see if I can pull some pictures up. See if they jar any kind. Uh, of yeah, I think I have played this game. Yeah, I mean, I think graphics. no, I think this game pissed me the fuck off because I think I played it too, and it ends on a cliffhanger. Yes, because and there's a I, and I game it, and I yeah no that the flying middle finger <laughs> doesn't belong on any fucking thing oh, ever. Oh wow, flying middle. If any game, it's just like. Let me just just fucking leave you hanging right in the <laughs> middle of the goddamn story. Fuck you. Yep. Nah, that's not what sequels are for. <laughs> sequels are not to be continued. So here's where all the points I was completely wrong. It was not. It, oh, maybe it wasn't the Game Boy. Advanced. I think it might maybe have got I, re-released. On yeah, the I DS. think they re-released. So it wasn't the Game Boy Advance, and the battle was more like Fantasy Star. You had the character. Yeah, I, I do screen. remember this game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. fuck this game. Oh my god, okay, fuck this game. Nope, doesn't belong on any well, list. hey, it beat out Lost Odyssey, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Number 93, Pillars of Eternity. Great game. Tell Great us. game. Oh man, there's a... Uh, <clears throat> th- this game is a Baldur's Gate style uh, release from a couple years back. Uh-huh. And it's look. I mean, it is... Every bit of what you want. If you love that genre and you were mad that it disappeared, this game fucking revived it for you. Mm-hmm. Because it is all you. You can do a whole lot of things in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is very interesting. It's very intricate. I would put it somewhere around here on this list. It probably doesn't belong uh, too far up. It mm-hmm. wasn't ultra groundbreaking or anything. Mm-hmm. It didn't take a whole lot of risks. It was like, let me take the formula. Let me release a standard. You know, um, let me, let me put out something that is equal to and in the vein of Baldur's Gate. And it did not fail at all in that mission. It was like, here's the thing. There you go. Have fun. Gotcha. All right. Uh, 92 on the list is Tactics Ogre. Let us cling together. Tactics Ogre was a good series. Yeah. See, the problem that I run into with Tactics Ogre is I did play this one time, and I don't know if this was the title that I played. I think I played a version on the Game Boy Advance. It might have been like Ogre Battle 2, maybe like a remake. I I wish I could tell you. I don't know. But I made it maybe four or five missions slash levels of that game. was like, ah, I've played Final Fantasy Tactics. I'll just play that. It it, it didn't draw my interest. But then again... For people that are way, way into like these turn-based type RPGs, like Tactics and Ogre, this is apparently really good. I wish I could tell you where it belongs in my list, but I didn't play it. 91 is Bastion. Bastion. Super neat. Super neat. Super neat. Good story. It's got a narrator that Mm -hmm. constantly explains your your actions. He's Mm -hmm. like, you know, so the hero decided to go over here. Actually, no, he changed his mind. Yep. Yeah, and that's really, I thought that was super 
you know, neat, I guess, was the only word I could come up with for yeah. it. But was it revolutionary? No. Did you actually play it? I've played a little bit of it. Mm. I've not played enough of it to be like, okay, well, it doesn't belong on this list. Yeah. But I will say that it is a interesting game. All right. Number 90, I think. Number 90, Panzer Dragoon Saga. As one of the all-time classics. Really? Probably belongs a little bit farther up than it is. Oh, wow. And by a little bit, I mean like maybe at least half that number. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's up there on great RPGs. Panzer Dragoon was that, wasn't that the Sega game? Yeah. And it was you on top of like I mean, these weird looking dragons? That was the, uh, they had a, uh, uh, they had a couple of different versions, you know, that came out, but mm-hmm. it was, oh man, it was just a, it was a wild ride. It's been a couple of years since I played it. Yeah, 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 that's fine. But, I mean, all I remember is that I had a blast the entire time I went through it. Okay. And it was, it was just, it was one of the, it was, I didn't actually have a Dreamcast, mm-hmm. but when I got to play it, it was on point Good. the whole time. And from what I've seen from everyone else that's ever played it is they remember the exact same thing. They were like, man, I have never, you know, that, that was one of those games that just carried me through that generation. Con- clear my confusion here. Okay. I played Panzer Dragoon Orta for the Xbox. I, don't I guess think that's that was the same just thing. A, was what I'm what I'm getting at is was Panzer Dragoon Saga an actual RPG or was it an action flying type game with a story in it? Because I, I think it's pretty actiony, pretty flying, but you like got upgrades and stuff like that. Okay, all right. So, I don't. I wouldn't put it in the RPG category so much. Yeah, I guess they decided were, to. Uh, let's see. Tales of Symphonia, number 89. Don't know? Nah. Yeah. From what I saw, it didn't belong there, but, I mean, maybe it was awesome and I just didn't play it. Maybe I missed a gem. I think, isn't Tales of Symphonia the GameCube game? I remember it being something about music. I think it was, I, I want to say it's out on Steam. Actually looking it up as we, t- oh yeah, I, okay, this is the game that I had. Now this is where that this is where the the asshole in me is gonna come out. Uh-oh. I've heard great things about the Tales games in general, and I heard great things about Tales of Symphonia. And it was I don't know when this is this is like a decade after the game's been out, so I picked it up at a local store for like ten fifteen bucks. Uh huh. Got it home, got in a mindset, and it just massacred you. Let's play a good RPG, and it had voice acting in it. Oh no, English voice dialogue. And oh, I no. just could not get over it. Oh no! The acting I couldn't get into the actual dialogue, the the way they were acting it out. That's one of the things about Andromeda is that if the voice acting is off, it can immediately unimmerse you from a game, and that is the absolute last thing you want to happen in a game's opening. Yes. Okay. So I know that I'm shooting myself in the foot. Obviously, this game made a top 100 list for somebody, so it must be good. But man, I could not get over the voice dialogue, and it just turned me off and kept. And I made it probably 40 minutes into this game and said, "Now nah, I won't turn it. I'll, I'll trade it in." Damn. Number 88. Oh, Radiata Stories. You ever played this one? Nope. The, okay, let me do my best to describe this one. It had multiple characters in this game. Think of akin to Sweet Coden. 
it had a lot of characters. And this is back huh. on the PlayStation 2. And all these characters, they had their own... I want to say they had their own, like, their own internal clock. They would all move around this world and do different things. And you could interact with different people at different times. You could find people doing different things at different parts of the day. Some people had jobs, like, you know, you have somebody working at a shop. And they, you know, they'd go out and deliver baked goods somewhere. Uh... That was the main thing that drew, I think it ran on its own internal 24 hour clock, so to speak. And it, it became kind of quest specific for different players. I think you were trying to recruit all these people akin to Sweet Coden. And you had to find these different people at different times during the day. You had to go on different quests. And it's the, well, that, the, that, the whole thing with the time passage sounds really fucking interesting. Yeah. The fact that it had a large cast of characters and the world itself was always, it had its own big internal clock. That's what made it interesting. Huh. I also, if I remember right, it had, it, it, the game went linear up, not, I mean, I'm talking. It went linear. No, the story went linear and at a certain big point in the game, it split and you had to pick which faction you went. So that's kind of like The Witcher, Witcher 2? Yeah. So you, you had a different, you had two different types of endings at least. Cool. Um, I I I need to go back and play this again. This is another one of those games that I just ran through one time and played it. And was like cool beans and moved on with my life. Uh, huh. As far as how far up the list, the fact that it was back then on the PlayStation with that oh that living world, yeah, yeah, I can see that the story was it was pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty good. Which got beat out. At number 87 by Vagrant Story. Belongs yeah. here. Yeah. Belongs here. Very good. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know, th- this is this game it's is... about hobos. Yes. This Vagrant game story. is in the wheelhouse. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no. Bringing it back. You dropped the wheelhouse. <laughs> you know, some shit's about to go down. He's <laughs> popping out the wheelhouse. Uh, there was a time... In Squaresoft's existence. When they made good games. When they made these games that were great. This game came out in the, in the years spanning around like Final Fantasy Tactics, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII, uh-huh. Vagrant Story. Uh, and I know there's like four or five, six other great squares. They were, and they were also branching out. They had games like Urguys, where it was a fucking fighting game. They had games like Einhander, which was a fucking scrolling shooter game. Yeah. So, I mean, they had this shit down back in the day. I just don't know where it went, where they went wrong, but. The They're drugs not, took effect. I guess so, because they are not where they used to be. You know, be. you drop acid once, you got a pretty cool trip. You drop it 70, 76 times, and eventually you can't remember where you, you know, sure. where you left your dragon. If you think back to Final Fantasy type games and you like the theme and the setting of like Ivalice, where it's that old Renaissance type deal, but they have magic involved, political intrigue, if you like this, the political stuff of Final Fantasy Tactics. Vagrant Story is going to be right up your alley. And yes, I wholeheartedly agree. It deserves... I also believe this game should be a little further up on this list. Probably. 87 seems kind of low. Yep, but it made it... I don't know. It made it so cool. Uh, Number 86 is Pool of Radiance. Well. Any idea? It sounds like some... Like, very bright water. (laughs) Sure. I haven't played it. I'm guessing you haven't either. Nope. All right. Might... Of magic. 
World of Zine. At number eight. What the shit? No idea. <laughs> Do you know anything about the Might and Magic games? That's not Might and Magic. This says Might of Magic. Oh, it says Might of Magic. <clears throat> I mean, it I may have... it may be a misprint. Who knows? But Who knows? no, I have not played enough of those to be like I could I could fling this out. Yeah, oh have... God, here's your game. Oh no, where you? Where, our, Why our is old friend Mike from the guest cast would love to hear this? It it's on a already, fucking hundred. It has already made a top one hundred RPG. Is it list. even an RPG? I uh, well, let's ask Mike. Hey, Mike, what's going on? We had Mike here the whole time. Hey guys. Oh, he does not suck. Uh, this is great. You get robotic animals, man. This is, makes the best RPG of all time, man. You got the bow and you shoot. It's really cool because you got a bow and you shoot it at the robot animals. <laughs> He's going to be so mad. Robot animals. You need to stop. That's your friend. <laughs> uh, I haven't played this game, Adam, so I don't know. If I haven't either, but I can tell you right now that it doesn't belong on any list, <laughs> oh, much less top 100 RPGs. More hatred for Horizon Zero Dawn from Adam. Number 83, Xenoblade Chronicles. Xenoblade Chronicles. Now, I wanted to play this, but I never got the chance to. Yeah. Uh, it looked really cool. I heard some really cool things about it, mm-hmm. but, um, no. I, I can't, I can't speak to whether or not it belongs on this list. Well, I guess sometime I'll eventually have to talk about it because I've got it right. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got the. That's right, my Wii U library has expanded. I have Breath of the Wild, Xenoblade Chronicles, Star Fox Zero, and Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Yeah, you just wait until you have to shake the controller to do the Donkey Kong. I even got a little... Oh, look at your little Yoshi thing. They can't see at all. This is not good for... <laughs> it makes uh, a horrible the, from noise. What too. I gather from this from this game, uh, the the Chronicles is apparently it's a big fucking open world. There's lots of enemies, lots of monsters. You're apparently dropped in this planet, and you're like, we gotta figure shit out. So I will try it and see if it's good. I hear that it makes really good reviews, so I don't know. So next on the list, next on the list is number eighty-two. Oh no. South Park, the stick of truth. Yes. Now, does this belong on the top 100 list? Maybe. And I'm going to tell you why right now. Because this is not a just an RPG. This is a parody of an RPG. Yes. This thing, it takes South Park and it takes an RPG parody and it combines them both perfectly. Yes. It's like, here are the tropes of South Park. Here are the tropes of, of RPGs in general. Let's fling them all together and point out how absurd they are. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was a really interesting, you know, really great mix up. I had a lot of fun while I was playing it. I, I would argue that this game belongs on the list. Do you, you think it belongs? One, as you said, it is a parody of RPGs and it yes. is itself an RPG. Yes. And it does have some innovations in it as well. It ha- oh, and it brings a lot of RPG attributes in and puts them fairly perfectly together. So the fact that if you would concede that if if it belongs on a list, the fact that it's so far down the list, I think it deserves a spot. Yeah, it it is definitely a a stark look at what RPGs are and what mm-hmm. they do. And how unrealistic and unfavorable they are. Yes. You know, it's like, okay, hey, man, I'm going to need you to go to get this thing for me. You seem like a real fucking asshole when you do that. You send somebody <laughs> on a fetch quest, you're like, all right, dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a it's such a prominent thing in RPGs, you know. Yeah. It's like, hey, uh, 
I need you to go do this thing for me. Well, what does that have to do with what the fuck I wanted you to do? <laughs> and why can't you do it yourself? Oh, well, I'm just, I got stuff to do here. Yeah. I, I will agree that it is satire RPG, but it is still an RPG. Yeah, it's, it's just pointing it, out the things it, that you take for granted inside yes. RPGs that are completely absurd and throws them right in your face. Like, yep. yep. What kind of an asshole does that to somebody? <laughs> you know? Uh, let's see. Number 81, Destiny. Oh. I don't know. My little brother could talk about this. He played it a lot. I mean, but to me, I, I look at Destiny. I'm like, man, that's that fucking Halo knockoff kind of game, you know? It's apparently a mixture between Halo and an RPG. But I'm, I've just told you that RPG elements aren't, aren't necessarily enough to make a game an RPG. I know, I know. So I'm, I'm looking at that and I'm going, I'm questioning whether, I'm questioning this is vanilla, vanilla, vanility. It's vanility. Vanility. How, how vanility? How vali- Shut up. Nobody yeah. likes you. Nobody likes you. Everybody loves <laughs> And my diction. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, I wish I could tell you I played it, and or I know I haven't even watched gameplay or tweets or Twitch play of this. So I know each. I I have playing Twitch. Yeah, that <laughs> you want, do you want to fucking hit me up? Nobody. Can somebody tweet me, please? Nobody. Uh, I don't know nothing about it. However, knocked up for the list is number eighty, Odin Sphere. Have you played what? this? No. No, I have. This was a. This is an Atlas game. Uh, you have five, I think five or six different characters. Uh, it's side-scrolling action. Uh, it's, it, there is a deep story in this game and they, all the characters intertwine, all their storylines intertwine. Uh, it's one of those things where like you, you play through as one character and then you play through another character and see how everything revolves around them, how these two intertwine. You play the third character, you see how they intertwine all the way around. That's this is not stating the biggest draw to this game is their artwork. It's all it's all cartoon. It's all hand. Adam, stop doing <laughs> silly things. Stop doing silly things to break my concentration. <laughs> uh, there is hand drawn animation in this game. Uh, not really cell shaded. It's more like just hand drawn artwork, and it is beautiful. It's it sh- it pushes what. Uh, sprite animation should and can do. That's cool. Uh, belongs on the list, and I'm cool with it. Now how how old is this game? Maybe a decade. Damn. Maybe two thousand five, six, seven, somewhere around there. What if it's, they came out with a sequel? It's a it was PS2 called, era, and it was called like Loki Odin Cube. Cube. Loki ah. Cube. So yeah, I went. I went with the double the double switch. Loki Cube. Got it. Loki Cube. Uh, next up the list is Dragon's Dogma 79. Aw, snap. Haven't played it. Have you? No. Nope. Can't talk about it. Sorry. I uh, heard it's really good. Uh, it, it, now, I think this is the, unless I'm completely wrong, which I usually am, I think this is the game that's supposed to be a very, very, very watered down version of a Dark Souls game. Uh, I guess. I haven't played it, so I can't confirm or deny that, but... Apparently somebody decided it should be put on a list. Here it is. Uh, 78, Wasteland. Wasteland? Is that the one they just put in? Uh, if I'm thinking it is, it's the one they put up on Steam. Maybe. It was an old school, old, old school. Imagine Fallout, mm-hmm. but with uh, a... Ta- I mean, did you ever see Fallout Tactics? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, take Final Fantasy Tactics... 
kind of gameplay where you have a grid and you, you know, choose actions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have action points that you can use and everybody uses their action points differently. And you essentially go around searching in a Baldur's Gate kind of style. And as soon as combat begins, time freezes and the grid comes up. Mm-hmm. And you can move around and do all that kind of stuff, like sniping mm-hmm. or shooting. And, you know, if you have a pistol, you might get multiple shots per round. Uh, if you have a sniper rifle, you probably only get one shot and then you got to reload and okay. stuff like that. Um, so things like that happen. Uh, it, it's, it's post apocalyptic. So you end up walking around through the wasteland for X number of days trying to figure stuff out. It's really neat. Actually, I thought it was a pretty damn good game. Does it belong on top 100? Probably. Okay. Probably, but it, it, as a, as a precedent setting game, it probably belongs up there. Okay. Along with Fallout. Right. I haven't played it, don't know nothing about it. Same thing with number 77, Radiant Historia. Don't know nothing about it, never played it. Moving on. Moving on. Ult- uh, Ultima 4, Quest of the Avatar. Ultima is a good series, and it belongs. It they all belong. I'm not sure what you can take and choose your favorites out of every Ultima, mm-hmm. but it the series as a whole does deserve some representation. Yeah. All right. Let's see what's next. Shadow Hearts Covenant. You ever played that? I believe I had it on the PS2. I don't think I ever played it though. Right, right. You had it, but you didn't play it. Uh, you're just like, eh, fuck that game. You like left it over there with the spiders. It might have been one of them games that I got and never got around to, and it got traded in or, or sold to somebody. Damn. I don't know. Uh, I'm guessing I, I missed out, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, I would have played the game if yeah. I'd had it. <laughs> you well, know, I would not like. I always made it a point. I got like stupid games like Bigfoot for mm-hmm. the NES. NES. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I played the shit out of that game mm-hmm. because it was a hidden gem. You know, it was like, okay, well, this is a really stupid premise. I don't even like monster trucks, and uh, I played the crap out of it. Yeah, well, I've had games like that too. I had some Nintendo game. It was a Quest for Doctor Something. I wish I could find the actual game now. My mom got it for me on the first, like, eight Nintendo games I ever had. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just something you didn't expect to be good, but it turned out to be, like, something you played all the time. Yeah, it wasn't good at all. I just played it because I had it. <laughs> oh, God. One of those things. It's one of those, like, here, you know, suffer. And my mom wanted me to talk about it, so there you go, Mom. I got the game plug for you. There you go. I just want you to know, as a kid, I played it, but I was like, this is not a good game. <laughs> <laughs> but you bought it for me, and I love you, so thank you. Uh, Monster Hunter Generations. Have you played any Monster Hunters? I have played the Monster Ranchers, and I've played one of the Monster Hunters. Okay. Like, a while back. Okay, well, Monster Hunter has nothing to do with Monster Ranchers. Really? Really. I was, I was kind of expecting that little thing with the eyeball to pop out no. eventually. <laughs> no. And I was like, man, I just don't get this new generation and their newfangled uh, things. You don't put, you don't put your, uh, your favorite Lip Biscuit CD in and you get a, a monster that you hunt in Monster Hunter. You just they're already out there. Damn. Uh I've played Monster Hunter three. Final Fantasy Seven would give you a fairy. Sure would. It would. It'd give you a fucking fairy. Disc three would. Uh Chrono Cross gave you just a penis. Final Fantasy uh, fucking Chrono Cross just gave it immediately erased all your save files and burned <laughs> burned your PlayStation to the ground. Is it actually summoned a demon? <laughs> 
Chronocast. Uh, I've played Monster Hunter 3, I believe. It was one uh, for the 3DS. I actually bought a copy for me and my wife with the intention that we were going to play it together. Uh, she never got around to playing it. I played it for probably 20, 30 hours. I can't remember how far I made it. I made it like the third, fourth area. I'm probably saying that wrong, but. Damn. To tell you the honest truth, the draw that I would see you would like of Monster Hunter is that the mechanic. You know how when you're playing the Dark Souls games, your hits have a follow through? Mm-hmm. Like if you have an axe, you can't just go, Hit the A button and he hits him. You know, he's got to pick the thing up and heft it over his shoulder and slam it down. Yeah. That is the way the gameplay is like in Monster Hunter. Your weapons have attacks. They have patterns. They have all these things. So you have to plan. You have to plan how you're attacking an enemy. If you got one of the little monsters running at you, you can't just take your axe and just go, because he'll probably hit you first. Or you'll whiff and you're not angled just right and he'll run right by you. It's, mm-hmm. it's got some so pretty, it's, yeah, it takes a little bit of strategy. There's some archaic combat in there is what I'll say. Right. Okay. Well, here here's one thing. And it has nothing to do with games whatsoever. Okay. One of the things they had a knockoff of this game, of this series, the Monster Hunter series, mm-hmm. in one of my favorite anime of all time. Okay. Is uh Anohana. Okay. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, oh man. It's uh <clears throat> Or I may have, and I just don't remember. It's one of the fucking most evil anime you're ever going to watch. Okay. This guy, I'm, I'm not going to ruin the story for you, but this guy, he's like, you know, he wakes up, and, like, this little girl is, like, kicking the shit out of him. He's like, yo, man, this must be his, like, a little sister or something like that, and she's kicking the fucking shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And he, he's, like, completely ignoring her. He's, she's like, get up, get up, you're, you're fucking late, blah, 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 blah. She's not, like, fucking, but, you know, she's like... Seven years old or something like that. And he's like in his teens, like mid-teens. And so he's, he gets up and he like scratches his ass and goes in there to make himself some ramen, you know. And he, he's like, she's like, put an egg in there. Put an egg in there. And he finally goes and grabs the egg and he, she's like, now scramble it. <laughs> and he's like, fuck that. And he just drops the whole damn egg in. Okay. Like he just breaks the egg and put it in. And he's like ignoring her the entire time. Mm-hmm come to find out this little girl is a goddamn ghost oh and no, only only he can see her mm-hmm. everyone else is completely oblivious to her so he can't react to her or else he seems fucking crazy mm-hmm. you know and it's one of the best and but anyway this is one of the games that like he and one of his estranged friends fucking loved playing this game mm-hmm. and she like moved on to like the popular click as they grew apart mm-hmm. And had all these popular friends, but she still really loved this game secretly. Mm-hmm. You know, and he he was always playing that game, but she was secretly playing that game. You know what I mean? And it was it was basically like a ripoff. So when I think of monster monster uh, hunter, think of ghost. I think of ghost. I think little sister. Yeah, you know, it wasn't. It did wasn't actually her little sister, but um, yeah, that's what I that's what I think about. I think about Anahana, Anohana, or whatever, however you want to call it. Number now this is now this is where we start getting some controversy. Uh oh. Number seventy three. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Ooh. I'm sorry. That is not an RPG. It yeah, has it's it's a good very story. It's got a good story and it's got a lot of RPG elements. Yes. But it's but, a fucking Metroidvania game. It's yeah. Castle fucking Vania. Yeah. It's a platformer. Yes. It's a platformer with a lot of good RPG elements yeah. put in there 
very smartly. Yep. But that doesn't make it an RPG. I, I have to disagree with Game Informer here. I would not. I, it's a good game. Damn good game. It's a fucking great Stellar game. fucking it game. Major Little Wall I mean, thing. I think it's up on my, oh shit. <laughs> it's definitely a good game, but I'm sorry. I cannot agree. It's not an RPG. Does it have RPG elements? Yes. Is it an RPG? I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Uh, number 72, Paper Mario. Have you played any of the Paper Marios? No. Very good. Uh, it, they innovate more things that you remember from our RPG, like the, you know, mm-hmm. the timed button attacks, which you also saw again in, uh, South Park Stick of Truth. Yep. Uh, it had its, it totally had a way different storyline than Mario needs to go save the princess. Uh, a lot of humor. Uh, one good thing that Mario RPG style games have is the humor. There are many, many laugh your ass all points in these games. Uh, I, 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 I'm agree with it being on there. Uh, I'm, I'm cool with that. That's good. Jade Empire. Number 71. Jade fucking Empire. Now, I heard this was a great game. Yeah. I keep, I keep hearing this game pop up more and more lately. Mm-hmm. I'm beginning to wonder if this is a good game and I just don't know shit about it because I've heard the title, but I, I don't know. It, it could be. I mean, I can't remember who made it exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember it being a, I think it was like Bioware. Maybe. Maybe. They'd have to look that up. But, uh, I, I think that from what I've heard, it was a immaculate game. It's an old Xbox One game, it seems. Yeah, it was made by Bioware. Sure was. Wow. So it's probably a fucking awesome game. <laughs> well, that that definitely elevates that narrows it down a little bit. <laughs> well, um, yeah, it's probably totally fucking awesome. I can't believe I, I will have to try to play it now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number seventy, Undertale. Uh, oh come! Oh come on now, Adam. You're not an Undertale here, uh, are you, Adam? What I don't do is jump on hype trains. Okay. Okay. And for a lot of people, this was baby's first RPG, and they were like, oh, look, you can run through it and be all nice, or you can run through it and be a dick. But, Adam, but Chrono Trigger may have been baby's first RPG for some people. Sure. But at the same time, would you one have- is timeless, and the other one is just only renowned for the fact that you had two different ways to go through it. Well, Chrono Trigger was timeless. It wasn't timeless when it first came out. Yes, it was. Well, I mean, that's actually it was. <laughs> it was <laughs> actually saying, it was actually like blow the fucking doors off the world. You have the two moment decades of time to look back on Chrono Trigger and go, oh fuck yeah, right. Yeah. Here's the thing: I had two years, uh, two decades of time to look back at Chrono Trigger and find some glaring flaws in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I found a couple of things that I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's not perfect. There were better ways to do this. Yeah. But, yeah, no. No, it was pretty much, it was exactly as campy and as whatever as it needed to be. Undertale just goes after this whole premise of, like, it just seems like it's, I don't know whether it's just stuck up its own ass. I don't know what the fuck the problem is, but a lot of people tend to give this game a lot more credit than, I I thought it was kind of, I thought the box thing was cool and what they did, how, you know, you dodge the attacks and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it was cool. But I thought that was the only part of the game that I thought was pretty cool. Ah, come on now. The way that, the way that you or enemies interacted with each other, like Mm -hmm. if you ran into specific enemies in specific ways in the field, like two different enemies would talk to each other in different ways or, Mm -hmm. uh, 
it, it had its quirks. It, it was quirky. Here's the thing. But, I mean, this is the thing for me. Is that enough for it to be on the top 100 RPGs all time? <sighs> I don't think so. Yeah, I just I don't put it up in my top. I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't. will agree. It's a good game. Uh, it's enjoyable. I'm not. I'm not shitting on the game. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm oh, not trying are. to. Oh, but you are. I'm not trying to. Just but say you hate Undertale. I don't hate Undertale. Just say that it's a better. If game. I hated it, I'll let you know that I hated it. Is it better than Final Fantasy VIII? Oh. Um, Whoa! Really? Wow! I put them in the same category. Wow! I filed them in the same. Here on the I put them. I put them in the same fucking box. Oh my god! I look at Final Fantasy VIII and I go, man, Final Fantasy—they are completely different games for, and I don't like them for completely different reasons. You can't look at you the same. But way. I don't. I look at. I look at Undertale and I go, ah, you know, I, I see. I, I'm like, just, I can't get into it. Well, the way everybody here's else the thing. Did. This is this is my thing. I feel that same way about Earthbound, which gets equated to Undertale. Yeah, you might as well just fucking kill yourself if you don't like Earthbound. Yeah, I know. I'm apparently. I, mean, I didn't like Earthbound. I'm that a much horrible either. scumbag human being. Oh man, I, I can't believe you're such a fucking terrible person. For I have played you. Earthbound twice in my life, all the way through, and j- I I talk about Earthbound the way you're talking about Undertale. It's quirky. It's got a few cool little things here and there. Yep. But nothing makes me go, oh, I gotta go back and play that again. Oh, it was so good. It makes me go, yeah, yeah. Actually, the third time I tried playing, it was probably about a year or two ago, and I quit like maybe a third of the way through the game. I just became disinterested. Yep. It just didn't, it didn't, it didn't bring this well out of me that usually good RPGs do. Uh, Undertale, I thought I enjoyed it. Uh, I do not even know if I would or would not put it on the list. Uh, I just don't harbor any ill will against it. It's 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 good enough, I guess. Damn. Uh, Disgaea: Hour of Darkness. Never played it. Great game. Oh, okay. Talk about it. How was it? Another great? another tactic game. Oh, it's Got a it. tactic style game. Yep. Tactic style game again. Um, it's in the um vein of a <laughs> in the vein of a what is it called? What what do they call those old uh those old uh nov- story novels? What are they called? Like graphic novels? Graphic novels. Yeah. yeah, it's in a very graphic novel kind of way. Uh so they take the graphic novel setting and they tell the story through that and then you go into these little dungeons and you fight, you know, stuff and you can take these uh you can take any of the little enemies inside the dungeon and convert them over to your team and use those as characters to fight against or, or um go through and you know level up besides your normal main characters and you you know there and you one of the really cool things is that you can get a shit ton of levels in this game the level cap is like ridiculously high i think there's like a thousand levels jesus so you can become level 999 <laughs> wow so yeah you can get to where you're just like nah bruh i'm fucking shit up <laughs> All right. Well, it's a good game. It had some cool things. He had, had one uh one particularly funny moment. It was full of funny moments, but um, they had one particular moment where you ran into a character, and he's like, "I think I'm gonna call you Mid Boss," and he's like, "Mid Boss," he's like, "Yeah, Mid Boss. That's your name." <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
All right, let's see. Uh, number 68, Divinity, Origin, Original Sin. Or, origin. <laughs> Oral Sin. Oral Sin. Whoa, we got a whole... <laughs> we're on the wrong it's a, list. It's a different type of game. It's moved genres now. <laughs> Brazer's Top 100 List. <laughs> Eroji. Uh, right. You know anything about this game? Yes. Okay. Whoa, you said yes, and the look was like... Ugh. Yeah, no, this game doesn't belong on Top 100 List. Fuck you, gaming This game so does wrong. not belong there. It is a um third person box smashing piece of shit game. Wow. Yeah, I didn't like the story, I didn't like the gameplay, and I didn't like the game. So, I mean, that's where I'm at. Well then, we shall move I on. I mean, it is an RPG. It does meet the criteria barely. But Adam, this game, just for record, this game beat out uh Odin Spear, beat out Stick of Truth. It beat out Vagrant Story. It beat out Lost Odyssey. Yep. And it doesn't belong there. <laughs> and it doesn't even belong it on the even, list. It's not even worth putting on the list. All right, let's see what the next game is. Path of the Exile, number 67. Anything? Meh. No, nothing. Nope, me either. XCOM. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Why is XCOM <laughs> on an RPG on list? This list? Audience out there, do us a favor, please. Just because a game has levels doesn't make it an RPG. <laughs> Man, fucking Mario has levels. <laughs> Educate Level the one, one podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Please explain to us why you feel XCOM would ever deserve to be on an RPG. I'm interested to know. I just want to know so I can call you an idiot. However, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I want to know because guaranteed I will show up to burn you. But... It did get beat out by number 65. Thankfully. Mass Effect. Number 65. Now, Mass Effect. here's my issue with this. It didn't belong. It's, it, it, it uh, is. Oh, I'm going to have an aneurysm. I just noticed no, something. No, I just noticed again, something. <laughs> behind the curtains, again, Adam and I are looking at this numbered list as we're recording this podcast. And he's scanning up and out. Stop doing that. Oh, God. Look over there at my other screen where I have some <laughs> random video game stuff. Playing. Love a much better game. You need to be watching other things right now. I'll just put something else to distract you. Oh, but, God. Um. I, of course, number one, hands down, yes, Mass Effect, and this, this is directly to whoever said I wouldn't classify it as an R- fuck you, Mass Effect is an RPG, I'm sorry. Two, I don't think it belongs so fucking far down this list, it's number 65. Maybe, I would, I would think more around the 40s. Maybe even the 30s. Mass Effect, you definitely do go around and collect information, you know, there's a lot more story than, the game offers you that you can go get optionally. You walk around the Citadel and talk to people and fix their problems. Uh, a big part of RPGs is going on quests. Yeah. And having little check boxes to complete. There is a so, massive, <laughs> a massive story in Mass Effect. And no matter what commercials or trailers you see of like Mass Effect 2 where they're ducking behind cover and throwing biotic things out and blah, blah, blah. You're playing this game for the story. You're yep. playing this game to get all the little tendril far out there, little far-fetched story pieces to make this big, overarching story work. Yep. So, yes, to what belongs on the list, I'm a little Not upset. at number 65. I'm upset that it's number 65. Especially Beat up. once you get to number 59. Hush. Number 64, Darkest Dungeon. Any idea? No clue. Moving on. 
Number 63, Valkyria Chronicles. Definitely n- not an RPG. Really? Um, it would... I Here's the thing. It is a very good game. Okay. Okay, and it has RPG elements. But it is not... It is a tactics game. Now, mm-hmm. it's hard to separate a tactics game into this, but... It's another one of those games where you have a story and it's go you go through it linearly. But the core element of it I I, I waffle on whether or not it just you know, it's kinda there are there are so many RPG elements to it, mm-hmm. but there are just as many non RPG elements to it. Yeah. You don't gain levels in battle. You don't gain levels from what you do. Mm-hmm. You gain experience points. For your entire squad. Mm-hmm. And then you divvy those up between the different classes of soldiers. Makes sense. So you a... could be like, I'm going to fight every battle with every character. Mm-hmm. But you only dump the experience and the levels on one class of character. So you're only your scouts are getting levels. Right. If you want them to. Yeah. I mean, you'll fucking get raped like that. Mm-hmm. But you could have your scouts at level 25 and everybody else at level 1. Okay. And it be that your scouts could sit there and literally do nothing. The entire time. Um, and everybody else could be doing all the work. And that's still how that gets divvied out. Um, but beyond that, um, you, you, you're kind of upgrading tech. You know, you're going through a tech tree and uh, up, upgrading your weapons and your armor and your tanks and your, mm-hmm. you know, your soldiers are unlocking new skills and you're getting new orders and stuff like that. It's a great game. It's a fucking great game, but I don't know if I'd classify it as an RPG. I mean, it's more of a visual novel with a ta- it's more like a tactics visual novel. Yeah. I guess you could call that an RPG. Yeah. Um, but as far as like traditional, like, you know, I'm going to walk over and talk to this person. No, you never have any chances like that. Yeah. You never talk to anybody. You don't have options on talking to people. You know, you go places and you can either do something there or you can't. You know, you can either upgrade the little paper or you can't. So it's a good game. You contested that's an RPG. I, I, I'm kind of, it. I don't know where else it would fit. Yeah. Um, okay. It doesn't have another genre that it could be thrown into, and I guess that's why they defaulted to call it an RPG. But if it is considered an RPG, it belongs on this list. Okay. All right, moving up the list, we have Baldur's Gate. One of the best fucking games of all time. Yep. Uh, I've never played it. I've never played a single Baldur's if Gate. If you like D&D, play that fucking game. If you like D&D, this is your... This and is if you don't you like D&D, to... you'll probably like D&D after you play this fucking game. <laughs> this is an opener game. I, I can see that it should be on the list, most definitely. We have got one, Number two, six. three, four straight games that belong on this list, followed by one that doesn't. All right. What about number 61? Witcher 2, Assassins of Kings, one of the greatest games of all time, only surpassed by its fucking... By, by, its, by its fucking sequel. Yep, I totally agree. It is a great game. Uh, now, here's a, here's another point for everybody out here. I make this suggestion to you as somebody who's been down this train. Adam has played all three Witchers, so he can pretty much speak well-versed on all three. Yep. When I first got into the Witcher series, I started with Witcher 3. 
I went back to play Witcher 1, and I'm going to warn you now, it's not a bad game. Do not mistake that. It's a jarring transition. It's, it is very, To go very backwards different. on the Witcher series. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I went from Witcher 3 all the way back to Witcher 1. Uh, just my own personal preference, not a knock at all against the game, not saying the game was bad, just my personal preference. I went, ugh, no, and I just read the cliff notes of that game. I then went to Witcher 2 and was like, Oh, and it's it. It's a completely different game. The yeah. battle system, the way the the cinematics are the, held, the way the gameplay itself as a whole. The Witcher one was made with the I believe Nice Old Republic engine. Yeah, and it was mouse based combat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you it had a Witcher three style potion system, which was great. Yep. Um, you know, which is really a Witcher one style potion system. Yeah. So the potions lasted for X amount of time. You took them, and they just were on until they were off. Yeah. Um. But Witcher 2, really, they came up with their own engine, and they started refining it. And they started ramping it up. Yep, and they ramped up the everything on you it. You can tell the production, I mean, the story, the graphics, the battle system, the, the mechanics, the way the world is laid out, everything just got a big up. You can tell it got a budget increase. Like yeah. a severe, you can tell that first game was successful. Yes, yes. Uh, definitely belongs on the list, and I hope to God Witcher 3 is further up this list somewhere. Yup. So, number 60 is Icewind Dale 2. Have you played any of the Icewind Dale games? I have not, but I have friends who have played them extensively, mm-hmm. and I've watched them play it, mm-hmm. and I can tell you that every single one of those games is one of it, any of the Neverwinter Nights, Icewind Dales, Baldur's Gates. I have seen people lose weeks of their lives playing yeah and i'm not saying like they played it for a week i'm saying they put a week of game of hours right. logged into this right like you know several you know several 40 hour games 60 hour games played through you know and they're just dumping time into this fucking gotcha which brings us oh i'm gonna let you take this one adam now I want, right. I want, I want, I want number fifty nine doesn't belong there. Hold Moving on. on to number fifty eight. Hold on, let's go. No, no, no. We're gonna talk about it because I want you to realize what's been beaten out by number fifty nine. Number fifty nine has been beaten out by a Dragon Quest game. Been beaten out. I'm sorry. It beat it out. It beat out a Dragon Quest game. It beat out Lost Odyssey, Golden Sun. Beat out a Tactics game. Pillars of Eternity and Baldur's Gate. Beat out South Park. Beat out Chronicles. It beat out an Ultima game and Ultima game. It beat out Symphony of the Night, which didn't it's even belong there. Belong on the list. Beat out, <laughs> but beat it out. is still there, and therefore it should have been way higher if you're putting it in there. It beat out Mass Effect and The Witcher Two. Ladies and gentlemen, these games were beaten out by number fifty nine, Chrono Cross. Wow. Somebody needs to be slapped. <laughs> slapped? <laughs> Somebody with a dick. With a, oh, okay. Jesus Christ. Wow. Now, here's the sad thing. I, what I don't understand is how anybody could... I understand that there are people that are just retarded and thought that this was an okay game. Okay? It is like a 6 out of 10 RPG. Okay. On its own. Mm-hmm. But my God, better than Mass Effect. It's definitely not in a top one hundred. No, it's definitely not in a top one hundred. No, even if you don't come at it with the rage of someone who loved Chrono Trigger. Yep, we would. You are going to get like eighty percent of the Chrono Trigger fans are going to go. I 
fucking hated Chrono break, Cross. Let, really, really quick for the 20th time on this podcast, break down why is the story bad. Real quick. There's no real quick way to do that, but because let's just it's, say it's a convoluted story told in a convoluted way that makes no sense and very vague references to the original story. Okay? You walk into it, if you walk into it expecting a sequel, you're gonna get fucked. Yep. If you walk into it not knowing, not expecting what to go, you know, what is going on, then you're just not gonna know what the fuck is going on. Or yeah. why anything is going on the way it is. Because <laughs> if you don't pay very, very close attention the entire time you're doing it, and Game of Thrones, worse than Game of Thrones, because there's no foreshadowing in any of this. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you go, if you don't remember every little thing that every little person fucking says, then you're probably not going to be able to piece it together on the first playthrough. What exactly the fuck is happening? You're just going to be why? going through and killing the last boss, and you meet the game, and you go, "I don't know what the why fuck I, I did this. What was all that about? Yeah, what? Who is that? Why is this? So you're admitting, Adam, that this is a this is your fault that the game isn't that good because you just didn't understand it. That your intellect is so low that you just couldn't go through the game and go, "I got hashtag it. triggered." <laughs> So the game gave you every, like Dark Souls, it gave you all the tools, but your little mind just couldn't handle it. Are you insane? Okay, so as far as story goes, yeah, it's a convoluted fucking mess. They dump, they dump walls of text on you. So Multiple, Xeno- not just once. So did Xenogears. Xenogears did it because Square cut their fucking funding in the second disc. They only did it in the second disc. They only did it because they were trying to rush the game Are out. Are you mad that I just compared Xenogears? Yes, I am. <laughs> Are you really triggered? I am am really triggered. You are actually triggered right now. All right. So, Xenogears was like, great fucking game. And you get to the second disc, and they're like, okay, we're time to shit out a bunch of story. And they didn't shit it out quite in the way that this did. They had nice little pictures in the background to explain what was going on, you know, Mm -hmm. like a picture of some of Xenogears flying into an area and, you know, a bunch of people chasing him or something like that to tell Mm -hmm. you. Yeah, it kind of told you what was going on in the box. Yeah. No such thing in Chrono Cross. Chrono Cross, they just zoom up to the ceiling and show, like, the big fucking nonsensical steampunk bullshit. But, Adam, the game had lots of characters, and all the characters had lots. Yeah, and none of them got fucking any fucking story development beyond their fucking original quest. They're like, oh, this is Jim Bob. Jim Bob sucks dick for a living. (laughs) This is what he does. He licks on the dick-sucking farm. He sucks the sperm out of the dudes, and he spits it into a bucket and sells it. Was okay. That, a plot point that was a plot point you missed. <laughs> so he does that. Oh my god! And then um, you know, but it, five seconds after Jim Bob the dick sucking fucking farmer joins your party, you know, then you go to fight the big giant dick, and he's got no plot fucking. He's got no special dialogue. You know, the difference between Sui Coden in this game, which is immense, but one of the main differences is Dude. if I took a character who had a shtick. And I brought them into a situation where their shtick would be reg- relevant. They'll make unique comments, mm-hmm. you know. So if I take, you know, the guy who's like a fucking blacksmith, and I take him to fight another blacksmith or something like that, he's like, "Ha ha! You are not a true blacksmith. A true blacksmith would do this, mm-hmm. you know. No, no one would do that, you know." So he, he, they have some little development beyond their normal thing, and that's one of the really cool things about having 108 characters is that you can go back and sub them out and see different results every fucking time. Mm-hmm. Well, no, sir, not Chrono, not Chrono Cross. Chrono Cross decided they just give them a generic text box, and everybody says the same fucking thing. Lame. 
No, man, you know what? But Adam, you know what? What it, about the battle? I can, the battle I can, system. I can barely contain my rage just talking about somebody who likes this game. But seriously, it's number fifty nine on our top one hundred list. Here's the sad thing, and you remember this: We're, we we may just do a really quick run through the IGN one two, just just discussing a why, what beat out what is bullshit. Chrono Cross made both of these lists. Not the I don't care that it's wherever on the list. I care that it's on the lists. Period. But yeah, it's nice to know that somebody somewhere decided on a roundtable discussion with voted hands and over a nice fucking dinner. After and no one died. That Assassin's Creed, I mean, Assassin of Kings and Baldur's and Gate Effect, and Valkyrie Chronicles. The other 20 other games Mass Effect. got beat out by Chrono Cross. What a world we live in. I just, in, my, in my world, when Medicare. I become God Emperor, just know that you're going to the showers. Wow. <laughs> wow. Moving number, on. <laughs> number 58, Tales of the Unknown, Volume 1, The Bard's Tale. Any idea? I have heard of this game. I've never played it. I, only I heard tale, it was great. The only, I heard it was great. The only Bard's Tale that I know about is the one for Nintendo, and I didn't even play that. I think my, I think my older cousin probably played it, but don't know. Nothing about this one. Number 57, Dragon Age Inquisition. Fucking phenomenal game. The last great game Bioware has made so far. Ooh, Andromeda's like, come on, man. Andromeda's okay. Come on, man. I, I look at it, <laughs> I look at it through a jaded lens. Like I said, I probably bump it up a point from where it belongs because I look love at it, fucking Mass Effect. Do you look at it from a jaded empire? Ooh. Uh, uh, that doesn't uh, work. No. It doesn't work. But. You know, I, like I said, Andromeda would be like a 7.0 if I wasn't such a big Mass Effect fan. And right now I'm looking at it and I'm, I think of Dragon Age Inquisition. I'm like, man, they really, they were like, here's our fucking apology for, for fucking up Dragon Age 2. Yeah. That's nice. Number 56, Fable 2. No. No, sir. Not Get the RPG. fuck off the, it's an RPG. I won't, I won't take that from it. <laughs> um, but no, it does not belong on this list and it, it does belong well above Chrono Cross. I love that. But I that's love, the only one, uh, it, it is above that it belongs above. I love, uh, God Emperor Adam. I won't take the RPG <laughs> title from you. I will let you keep that. <laughs> but you belong not on the list. <laughs> You can, as you send you it can, back to the, you send it out of your kingdom empty-handed, yeah, and banished. <laughs> I will not take your life, but you may never return. Uh, I have not played a single fable. I know about them. I got some of the gist of. Tell it. me, tell me what you think a fable game is. Just give me the real quick point by point what you think a fable game uh, is you from have, what you've heard. You have a character. Yes. Okay, uh, you can pick whether how you want them to be, like good or bad. If you mean that you can make small choices and they have positive or negative actions, then yes. Uh, and that's it. Good job. It's a fantasy setting. I mean, it's, it's got cool. a fantasy setting. You can choose to be either a giant prick or you can choose to be a good person, but none of it really seems to have much consequence. Mm-hmm. It seems very ham-fisted and not taken seriously. Yep. And when the game doesn't take itself fucking seriously, that's when you get to be like, well, you know what? I don't think I want to take this seriously either. 
I've seen this stuff from afar, and I never saw anything that, that really appealed to me that drew me in. There's so. a difference between stick of truth being like, I'm not taking this seriously. Yeah. And I'm going to make you see how absurd it is. And, there, and, and then something <laughs> that just like, I'm trying to be, I, I'm selling myself as a serious thing, but I'm not being serious. Yep. About it. Moving on to number 55, Skies of Arcadia. I think this is a this Dreamcast. Is, yeah, it's a Dreamcast RPG. It's fucking awesome. You get yeah. to upgrade your ship and go fuck people up. Mm-hmm. Um, they have all kinds of little air battles. It's an RPG. It's a true RPG. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've heard it's a good Now, RPG. the cool thing is, is that Vice, the hero of this, and a couple of the other side characters from this game make appearances in that previous game I told you about, the Valkyria Chronicles. Mm-hmm. They're actually in that game. Cool. And they have little side stories and stuff like that. Not uh-huh. not necessarily like side quests, yeah. but like, you know, you can look up their, uh, you know, their little history and biography and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, he he dreams of one day being a, he has dreams about himself being a, uh, a sky pirate and, you know, ruling the skies in an mm-hmm. airship or something like that. That's it's a really nice little cool. kickback. That's really and when cool. he, and that one of the, from the Valkyra Chronicles, whenever you have characters that are in the same or near each other or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They have little bonuses that randomly kick off in the middle of battle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anytime he's with one of the characters from his own game, they all get huge buffs. Oh, snap. Yeah. Kinda, so, that's kind of like Sweet Code in a little way. Yeah. When you get, you get different people. So in the same it, it is a very cool game. I recommend you play it. I'm I not will. sure if it's an RPG, but I mean, you can come will, to your own decision. I will get on it. You should. Number 52. I'm sorry. Whoa. Number Whoa. 54. Grandia 2. Yes. Yeah. Good RPG. Definitely a hidden gem for me. I picked this up on a whim somewhere back on the Dreamcast, actually. Um, I, I don't have a number off the top of my head, but the, the Dreamcast had a relatively small library. So your pick of games were kind of, you were limited. And I, I, yeah, I tried to pick out different games to try to get outside my wheelhouse. Like, I played Hydro Thunder, which apparently was a really cool arcade game. Uh-huh. That was cool. Uh, I played uh, Soul Reaver, which, wow, I got way up into that series. My first time playing it was on the Dreamcast with Soul Reaver. Uh-huh. And I saw Grandia 2, and I was like, oh, it's, it's cool cover art. People tell me it's a really good RPG. I'll check it out. And wow. Yeah. Really good. Great voice acting. Uh, great story, great character development. Love the battle system. Hands down, deserves to be on the list, and I'm fairly comfortable with, with it being where it is. Adam, take number 53. Star Ocean, the second story. Great game. PlayStation, you could pick the main character. You could either be the male lead or the female lead. Um, and different things happen, depending on which one you chose. Uh, you had a main character who basically got cupped. By fucking some dude in the middle of like, throw cuck up in the oh cast. Oh yeah, cuck cast. Well, I just want everybody to know if you live in 2016 or 17, cuck is the big thing. So you yep, know the word exists. That's right. So you go in there and you, you, you meet the female lead and you're like, oh man, I'm so sick nasty. And she's like, oh yeah, I kind of like you. And you know, he's kind of like working his way up to being like all cool with her. And then the main dude comes in and, or the main, the main Sephiroth looking fucking dude that they put in every 90s fucking game mm-hmm. after Sephiroth appeared. That guy with that the, guy with the, the silver hair and the sword. Yep. He rolls up in there and goes, ah. Oh. And you're, you're like, <laughs> what was that? You're like, you're like in the, uh, you're, you go through a tournament. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, 
you know, you're in there just shit stomping everything, and he's in there just shit stomping everything, and y'all are like, okay, that's cool. And you finally get to that last battle, and you're like, all right. And he's like, Mr. Steel, your girl, the entire time. She's like, oh, she's all checking up on him after every fight and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And you're like, man, I'm going to fuck him up. Mm-hmm. He gets in there, and he just, like, holds you down and takes your ass right in front of her. <laughs> wow. And in front of that entire arena. You're like, Daddy, no. No, Daddy, no. So, but that wasn't even the best part of that game. The story was awesome. Yeah. I'm not going to take anything away from the story, but the uh, the cool part was, like, it had this really ornate crafting system mm-hmm. slash skill system. Mm-hmm. So you like, you, like, mix ingredients together, and you can cook stuff, Okay. Well, if you also mix, uh, a, you can level up your cooking so you can cook better stuff. Well, as you learn to cook stuff better, it tells you once you hit this level in cooking, it increases like your critical damage mm-hmm. or your, you know, your attacks with swords and stuff like that. Right? <laughs> and then you're like, wow. So you're mixing, you're trying out different recipes and gaining experience and doing all these other cool things. And every little thing from first aid to magic to fucking, you know, reading books and doing, uh, melting it out, like armor smithing and all that kind of stuff. All that stuff factored into your characters getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger until you could finally just be like, get fucked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the game had like 255 levels, so you could go beyond level 100. Yeah. So it was, it was a really cool game that it had an active time battle system. Mm-hmm. Not active time battles. It had a, uh, you had an ATB bar that would fill up, mm-hmm. but you basically ran around on the field until your bar hit, and then you could do an attack. Mm-hmm. And you hit like you just you map buttons to the controller. You hit one button, and it does that attack for you, or you could choose to use an item or whatever. Right. And uh, you actually had to make sure your attacks lined up so they'd hit the enemies. Makes sense. So you like had to. The, they'd have like little blobs or something the enemy that would be on the field and they'd all be moving around mm-hmm. so you want to move your thing into a position where it'll hit the most of those right. as you go flying across the screen or you launch your magic stuff or mm-hmm. whatever it is that you decide to do mm-hmm. you know you have to fucking get all that stuff straight it was so cool it was a really really interesting game it belongs on this list somewhere cool. till the end of time not so much <laughs> yeah. but Star Ocean second story yeah we'll do this number 52 the Elder Scrolls Four: Oblivion. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Okay, it belongs here. Um, <coughs> did you play this one? Yes, I did. One. Okay. I did play this one specifically. It had Jean-Luc Picard right at the get-go. He gets killed. Oh, well, right up. Whoa. Okay, it immediately it immediately went on my list and just got off it. <laughs> Jean-Luc Picard is in there and he gets killed. Yes. Man, fuck that. <laughs> that, uh, Patrick Stewart, the guy who plays Jean-Luc Picard, played the, uh, no, no, em- no, 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 Emperor. No, 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 sir. Jean-Luc Picard plays Patrick Stewart. That's right. <laughs> so, he was on, he's the, uh, he's the little Emperor, Guriel Septum, the 200th or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you end up going with him and you see him get killed and he tells you, hey, you gotta bring this to my, my secret son that I never knew I had. And, you end up doing all your shit to get to where you need to go. Mm-hmm. Shit happens. You save the world, just like every other uh, thing. But really? this guy's named the Oblivion Guy. Mm-hmm. The it, Oblivion the Guy. The Oblivion Guy. That's what we, <laughs> me and my friends 
Colloquial call. That's our little fucking nickname for this guy. Cloaca call he's, it. He's the Cloaca guy. The Secatrope Cloaca call it. The Secatrope game. Wow, this is completely fucked up. Our friends Cloaca Willy Cloaca Willy Secatrope. I think you've lost your mind. The oblivion guy. It's a, <laughs> That's a lot of words. Right? A lot of syllables. So, you have the, uh, in Morrowind, Elder Scrolls 3 in Morrowind, mm-hmm. um, you had the Neverine, who was a god character that came back and was reborn and, you know, reascended to godhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was badass. He's written about in the lore. Okay. He went around and he kicked the shit out of stuff. And the game that was came after this, you have the Dragonborn. He's this mythical dude that was, that gets born every so often. Mm-hmm. And he go, he basically stands the gates at Sovngarde and fucks shit up with the power of the fucking dragon's voice. Okay. okay. This guy is about three sentences in a book about Martin Septim. So how'd he get his own game? He did all the work. Martin Septim got all the fucking glory oh. for his game. So you play through Oblivion and all the shit you do, none of it matters. <laughs> wow. It's about, it gets condensed down to about three sentences. Jeez. You are the hero of Kavach. The guy who saved this one town one time. Wow. You get a statue made from you in the game. I don't think it lasts because all the fucking turmoil that that part of the country is under. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Poor guy. He does all this work. He fights off, he fights literally oblivion itself. The, the day, the realm of the Daedra. He closes all the portals by himself. Goes around and fucks over all nine fucking princes of Daedra. And he he gets hand-wiped. He gets hand-wiped out of history. And that's this one, the Oblivion. Yep. Wow. It was a great game. Still a great game, though. Great game. Just sucks that everything he did. Just sucks that everything he did got completely forgotten. Uh, Dragon Quest VIII, The Journey of the Cursed King. Yay! I, have you played this one? I have not played that I one. did. PlayStation 2, Dragon was, Quest game. Was, was it good? good? Oh, yeah. It's got a good... Here's a, here is one thing, and I think, um, somebody else just, just, was just talking about Dragon Quest games. I think Gerard the Completionist. And he made a very good point that I felt throughout my whole time of playing any Dragon Warrior, any Dragon Quest game. If you're looking for a very deep, very thorough, just intricate spider web, political intrigue, fantasy intrigue story. Don't go to Dragon Quest for those. You're going to get a very, I don't want to say basic or watered down, homogenized is even a bad way to put it. You're going to get a very acceptable, decent, cool, everybody gets it fantasy RPG story from Dragon Quest and Dragon, Dragon Warrior. The way the stories are told, the gameplay involved, great. Um, the last one on this list, oh, I'm sorry, the last one in the top 50 anyway, is, oh, a good old number 50, a Pokemon a gold and silver. Now Pokemon this, is not an RPG. The, I was going to say, this is where you and I already differ. I'm, I want to, I'm not making a fighting stance for Pokemon. I'm saying that there are some clear arguments to why it is an RPG. I, I'm saying that those, it, the story based, quest driven, character narrative of a game, Pokemon, is not 
fitting for Pokemon. Pokemon is all about fucking the Pokemon. It's a collectible game. That's what the game is known for. It has a lot of heavy RPG elements. Mm-hmm. I'll give it that. It probably falls into that same category that I put uh, Valkyria Chronicles in, where mm-hmm. I, I don't know what else you would call it, but I think RPG is kind of a misnomer, if that makes sense. It's not really about Jimmy's progression as to a Poke Pokemon master, okay? That's, but it is. But it's not. He's trying to be the very best like no one ever was. And he has Get to go from out. town to town. <laughs> he has to go from town to town and take quests and take out gym leaders and find items and find Pokemon and progress a story. Yeah. And in the meantime, just like Suicoden, he recruits, catches yeah. a bunch of characters. Yeah. Pokemon. Uh-huh. There's, no, there's no real... I, I will say that it doesn't have... I don't know what else you would call it. But I feel like that just does not fit Pokemon right. at all. Then, ladies and gentlemen of the audience, write in, message us, email us, let us know what do you think. Do you think Pokemon should be considered an RPG? On the list or not a list, notwithstanding. Do you think it should be classified as an RPG? And if it was an RPG, I don't think it would make this list. I think only the original Pokemon should go on that list. Well, there are several Pokemon games. I think the original, like, what was it, Red and Blue? Yeah. Was Red and Blue uh, the original? Red and Green and Yellow? I don't or know. Or Red and Blue and Yellow, I think. Perhaps. But or Red and Green and Blue. And red and, and Purple and Turquoise. Shit. <laughs> but that's okay. Hey, that's okay. Hey, that's okay. If you don't think it should be moving up the list, we get to 49. It got beat out by Xenogears. Definitely belongs on the list. Definitely in the top half of the list. Um, I would have put it in the top 25, but I guess 49 is better than below Chrono Cross if Chrono Cross is on the list. The way I feel about how where the games are, if I feel they should go up, I want to start seeing what else it was beaten by, and I'll go, yeah or nay. So we'll see. Uh, great RPG though, great story, yep. characters. Great it is hard system. to swallow. It is hard to take, and there's a there's a pro- production reason why, but that shouldn't be held against the game. The game still presents itself very well. Yep. Uh, next up is Persona Three. Awesome. Yeah, I. So we're here. Here's the here's my Persona discussion. I know nothing. About you know what mm. we should do a persona if we're gonna do if we decide to do let's plays we should do a persona. <laughs> I know nothing about the SMT series. I don't. I'm assuming that Persona fits into that series. Yep. I don't know if it's a spinoff or if it's. We could do Persona Three. I don't know if it's just a rename of a like. I don't know if like Shin Megami Tensei Four is actually Persona Three. I don't know. All I know is of all that series, the only thing I ever played was the very first Persona. And this was back in like 97 something. And I played it for maybe three-ish hours. I couldn't get into it. It wasn't, it's not that it was bad. I just, it wasn't my cup of tea. And I have never played anything. So flash forward like a decade or two. And everybody and their fucking mother that plays RPGs is like, SMT. The fucking, the Digital Devil Saga, the Shin Megami Tensei and Persona. I'm like, wow, what? They're like, yeah, this is like one of the greatest RPG series of all time, and I know nothing about it. I'm so sorry. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna learn you, boy. 
We're going <laughs> to learn you some machines to got me, Tensei. I did find a chart recently that listed out like all pretty much all the games and it gave like synopsis of like this is basically what the game's about. Yeah. This is a prequel to this game. It's a sequel to this game. Uh this is where it sits in the timeline. This may be a good starting point. This is not a good starting point, etc. So yeah. I may utilize that list one day and get into the series. But if you out there, audience, have any suggestions, uh hey, this is where you should start or what what you know, if you just want to talk about it, let us know. I'd love to know. Because, again, I hear that, in general, this whole entire series is, like, up there. Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, Persona, or Shin Megami Tensei. So, if it's worth it, I want to play. Uh, 47, may be controversial, depending on who you talk to, but it's already on the list. 47, Legend of Zelda, The Breath of the Wild. I do not classify Legend of Zeldas as RPGs. I never have. I could see how you could say that. It's it it doesn't fit the criteria. It's not story based. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a time when you could say, okay, well, this is borderline. Yeah. You know, uh, take your link to the past and your, um, uh, and your Ocarina of Times, where you ran around talking to people and kind of gathering information and stuff like that. And those mm-hmm. were. Those were, you know, they were skirting the line. Yeah. You know, you could make an argument for those being RPGs. I don't know much about Breath of the Wild, but I would say that no Zelda is ever going to cross over into the full RPG yeah. line. Um, I kind of agree with you there, but yeah. not. it's not that you couldn't make an argument for it. If you're going to make an argument for it, I want to know why you got it at 47. Yeah. I will admit that I've had this internal debate and debate with friends and co-gamers and gamer friends alike for the longest time. It's always been kind of a respectable one where it's like, nah, yeah, Zelda's not an RPG. Uh, it, it it's seems more like, of a puzzle adventure game. It seems like around me people have classified it as an RPG, but I've never just equated it to, oh yeah, that's an RPG. Uh, as far as a game, fuck yeah. I still say it's up in my top three of Zelda of all time. That's Link to the Past. I'm sorry, Ocarina of Time, Link to the Past, and Breath of the Wild. That should be in that order for me right now. But, yeah, good game. Uh, well, speaking of another one that may be controversial of whether or whether or not it should be an RPG. Moving down up the list, I guess you could say. Uh, number 46 Demon's Souls, the first entry into the Souls series. Negative over. Not an RPG, you no. say? Okay. Nope. It is a action, 3D action adventure title mm-hmm. with RPG elements. Okay. Okay. It is a, a really, a just, a, it, it's kind of even got some platforming elements to it, but it's not a, it's not an RPG in the in the strictest sense. To yeah, it's it's centered around the combat. Bottom line, yeah, the combat is the star of the show. The story is just window dressing. Yeah, and there is story there. There is a deep, there is a very story hidden. There. I'm not saying there's not. I'm just yeah. saying that the story could be completely fucking removed and make no sense, and mm-hmm. it often does. And the game is still good because you're enjoying the combat, and that's all you care about. You, mm-hmm. Every other element of the game is there to make the combat better. And I, I'm, as we go up this list, I like to bring that point we made earlier too. Like I'm really trying to, I'm really f- trying to figure out where they were coming to these holes where they were like, we got to fill some gaps with some games. Well, let's get some games that are there's they could be considered RPGs. And I think this is this is another one of them. It's just 
it's a damn good game. It's but, a good game. But don't know if it should be on an RPG list. Debatable. Nope. What do you think, audience? Let us know. Uh, number 45. They're going to have like 20 different fucking things to say. Good. <laughs> they're going to be like, we love Good we God, let me re-listen to this because they asked for like 400 things. Please, let us know. We love all feedback. And you know, number 45. Fire Emblem. No, you skipped number 45. Oh, oh Mass Effect 3. <laughs> God, I know you hate Mass Effect 3, but you still need yeah. to talk about it. It's on the list. Mass Effect 3, I don't hate Mass Effect 3. <laughs> yeah, number 45, Mass Effect 3. Hey, RPG, hey, on the list. Hey, controversial, but a good end cap to a awesome series. Yeah. Deserves to be on the list. Deserves to beat out Chrono Cross, that's for sure. Fucking yes, it does. <laughs> Do you? Does it deserve to beat out Xenogears? Hmm. That's a rough one. Mm. That would that would take me sitting down and playing both of them back to back and then making an analysis. Yeah, I would say it's that it's that level of it. It's not a clear defined. Yeah, oh no, yeah, or no. Uh, now here's the thing for you and me personally. The first three, mind you, how do you rank them? In Mass Effect, yeah, I would say I, they go in order: one, two, and three. I say one, three, and two. Just me. So for me, this list fits me so far. Uh, brings it down to number 44, Fire Emblem Awakening. Have you played any Fire Emblem game? I have played some Fire Emblems. Yeah. I do think they are good games, and they definitely deserve a spot on this list. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that one specifically does, but it wasn't my favorite. But I will say that it does. Were none, there were no bad games. Yeah. I'm such an external on the, on these because this is another series that I played not one game. As a matter of fact, the only reason why I even knew of Fire Emblem was from playing Smash Brothers when you have fucking, uh, Marth and, uh, forget the other guy's name. But I was like, who are these people from? And they're like, oh, they're from the Fire Emblem series. And I've, I've yet to play a single one of them. I hear great things about them. So I'll leave that up to everybody else to say yay or nay. They deserve to be where they are and on the list. Number 43. Number 43, Wizardry, Proving Grounds of the Mad Overlord. It's got a hell of a title. Never played it. <laughs> Neither have I, but damn, the Proving Grounds of the Mad Overlord. That sounds like a, you know what this sounds like? A quest from Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 42, man, I wish my older cousin was here. He could probably talk about this. Is Shadowrun. Shadowrun. All right, let me tell you about Shadowrun. I didn't even know about Shadowrun until I played the first-person shooter on Xbox, fucking mm-hmm. 360. Mm-hmm. And then I went and found out that this is like a big fucking deal, and mm-hmm. there are like all kinds of games about it. Oh, man. I've heard it was really good. I've never played it. Yep. Uh, this is one of those games just of several, mind you, that I know my older cousin who, if you remember from the episode that's not on the cast anymore. You're talking about dick bag or <laughs> uh, ass nuts? Ju- or? Jughead. 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 Jug, yeah. jug nuts. I know he played this. At, this is this is how sad I was. I had a Game Pro or a Nintendo Power. I don't remember which one. Mm-hmm. And it had, you know how sometimes the, those magazines would have like four or five page little guides to it? Mm-hmm. Well, I found a little Shadowrun guide and I knew that he loved this game. So I cut this shit out of my magazine and I mailed it to him. And Damn. it was like months later, we were at a family gathering. I was like, Jeff, did you get that Shadowrun stuff? He goes, yeah, I've already, I had already played and beat that game long, long after you sent that. And I was like, oh. Damn. <laughs> but, uh, he could probably talk hours Damn. on that game. I've never played it just like you. I don't know. I hear good things. Moving on. 
Uh, 41, Xeno Saga, Episode 1, Der Wilsermacht. I played a little bit of this. Yeah. It's not, it was made by the same team as Xenogears. They got kicked out of Square and moved over to Tecmo, I want to say. Okay. And, uh, they decided to make this. If you ever beat Xenogears, it says episode five at the very end, just to leave you with the giant question mark going, what the fuck? <laughs> where's the place? What? One through four? They're like, if this is five, well, where's the, where's the rest of them? Cause and, I fucking want to play them. And are there more? Or is there an episode? Well, six? it turns out this is all based on a book that, and that was the conclusion of the book was Xenogears. Mm hmm. Well, Xenosaga was to, in the same vein. Okay. Um, it's not directly related to Xenogears. It's not directly tied to it, but it is very close. Okay. Very, very close. Um, they, the whole concept of these games is very, it's like an homage to Xenogears and what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, they they did a lot of things with the combat system and stuff like that, trying to change things. But there you'll see a lot of things pop up there, kind of give you the same vibe as Xenogears. I thought that this series was pretty damn good, and I would recommend anybody play it. Um, the games have been dated a little bit though. Yeah, yeah. I remember these games being on the PlayStation Two. This was back in the day. Mm-hmm. But I've never played a single one of them, and what? And, yeah. We didn't need to get on that. Damn. Uh, number 40, Neverwinter Nights. Awesome. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I played it. Tell me about it. Fucking awesome game. Any, any of the Neverwinter games, they are they go hardcore, and they're another D&D game. So just like Baldur's, Laid, or Baldur's Gate or Icewind Dale, they're very character-building-centric. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a shit ton of quests, a shit ton of equipment, a shit ton of things you can do. Yeah. I, I particularly when I think of Neverwinter Nights, I think of Neverwinter Nights two and all the uh, expansions it had. But Neverwinter Nights was the game that started it, and it's really, I mean, if you don't like D and D, you will like it after this game. If you, you know, if you like this game, you will probably end up liking D and D. Let me ask you something: these games that you say are from and like D and D, do they have? I mean, can you make can you make a character? Yeah, you make a character. Fuck yeah, I'm down. No. Make a character, you pick his class, you pick their attributes. It's fucking totally awesome. Go ahead and break you gonna just go ahead and bust out the dice? Bust out the dice right Oh, now. man. All right. Somebody got them some dice. Yeah. Uh, let me roll a natural. Uh, I'm just going to say that my, the, the debate, the PC versus console debate, 1 through 10, Adam win. 11 through 20, I won. Here we go. Oh, God. 18. Ooh, an 18 roll. Ooh. Nice. Uh, that was fucking stupid. Sorry. Thirty-nine. <laughs> the original Fallout. Fallout One. Oh yeah, you get kicked out of your little vault for the water purifier. Mm-hmm. Never come back again. Cause deep, fuck them people. Deep character development in the first Fallout. Yeah. Like epic character development. It was a completely different type of game than the um, than what we're used to now. Later Bethesda games. Right. Yes. Once Bethesda got a hold of the, uh, I think it was Interplay. Was it Interplay that they made was, the first couple Fallout? I think it was Interplay. Okay. Uh, yeah, they they sold the rights to Bethesda, and the original people who got to make them no longer working on them. So the the mood of the Fallout games kind of changed. Yeah. A lot. Um, but it was a huge, huge deal. 
huge deal. Yeah, it was Interplay. Yep. Interplay, and then later on Black Isle. Mm-hmm. And Black Isle became Bioware. Oh, wow. You see how all the roots tie together. Yep. I love it. So. Moving up the list, number 38, System Shock 2. I've never played any of the System Shocks. I have messed around with them a little bit, and from what I've seen, they are fucking... I heard... Well, let's not get into spoiler territory with this, <laughs> but this game has a massive twist ending. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty It's pretty sick. I will, I will go beyond System Shock, and I will make some statements about the Shock series in general. I've okay. never played any of the System Shocks. I did play Bioshock when it came out. Um, I thought it was pretty good. It was, it was, I don't it think they. I don't think they're related. It was uh, well. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Are they? Are they not? I don't think so. Okay. Well then, Rip. I guess. if they are, then I'll just <laughs> shut my fucking mouth because I was totally about to bash fucking Bioshock Infinite straight into the damn ground where it fucking. <laughs> you just looking for an opportunity to pounce. Oh on yeah, you. I'm chomping at the bit for a time to just shit on that game. Uh, number 37, Diablo 3. I've played the other two Diablos, but I've not played 3. Would you classify it as an RPG? Yes. Yes, I would too. Uh, I hear there are people today, I mean, this goes for any fucking game out there in existence probably, but I hear people today that are still having the same ongoing Diablo 2 game. They still play Diablo 2. Uh, I hear okay things about Diablo 3. I hear I hear it's one of those games where you will get thoroughly engaged for, you know, the 40, 50, 60 hours you play through it and then it just kind of peters out. And I heard it hasn't it had an expansion and they had a pretty good time with the expansion and then they quit. Yep. Uh whereas I hear again like I said people to people just pick up Diablo 2 today and just keep playing on through. So I guess time will tell if Diablo 3 has the longevity or not. Bring us to 36 Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. You played New Vegas, yes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Fucking badass game. Was not made by Bethesda. That's news. I didn't know that. All right. It was made by Obsidian. Um, they took the rights. They made the game. So Fallout's just a whore, and it gets around developers. Mm-hmm. But uh, they used Bethesda's engine to make their own game. Mm-hmm. Um. It's got a lot. It's basically, if you played Fallout 3, then you know what New Vegas, you know what you're in for on New Vegas, but it's worth playing it for the story. Right. Um, you're gonna, there are a couple of new mechanics, not a, it's not a revolutionary, it's not a sequel in the terms of like, okay, well, we're ramping everything up to 11. Mm-hmm. This is more like, we're ramping everything up to 1.5, you know, well, mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah. You know? So you're looking at, um, you know, they added different, more, more calibers into the game. They added, you know, ammo crafting. They put, you know, you could put sights and stuff on weapons mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, you could modify. They put new per- perks in the perk tree and stuff like that. Uh, they, they, they took a couple, they took a lot of, oh, well, the, I guess the biggest difference between it and Fallout 3, Fallout 3 was the, um, you got to choose your own path more. So they had an extreme evil op. They had three different factions, and you could choose the the good option, the evil option, or the neutral option on just about every fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And because they had three different ways, 
it kind of added a little bit more of a, uh, I don't, I don't, you know, you know how games like, uh, Mass Effect have kind of a duality, you know, it either happened either the best, it's all puppies and kittens or it's all fire and brimstone. Yeah, yeah. Um, not so much in this. This really? you could get shades of gray. Yeah. Oh. You get lots of shades of gray. Well, that's interesting. Cause the main, I, here's my thing with Fallout 3. Mm-hmm. I, pl- I had purchased Fallout 3 and all four of the expansions all at one time. Okay. So when I got it, I had the whole package delivered to me and I played through the whole entire thing. Yep. And, I heard after the fact from talking to people, it was like, when did you think the first Fallout ended? The first part of Fallout 3, when do you think the main game ended? And I was like, oh, I actually, I can't tell you. And they're like, you remember this quest when you did this thing and this this happened to this person? That was supposed to be the end of Fallout 1 or Fallout 3. And I was like, what? Yep. And they're like, yeah, that game did not end well. That's why the expansions were so big. They added, they had to add more to get, they wanted to, Nobody felt like the actual genuine ending of the Fallout 3 original game was worth it. Yeah. It was kind of like, eh, I guess it's an ending. So they used the expansions to expand the game and give it a more, slightly more fleshed out, defined ending. bang ending. Yeah. yeah. And fall, um, Fallout New Vegas. I hear you get it all good all the you way get, through. You get, you get the full works. You can go all one way, all the other. You know, you can choose... There's lots of little winding branches. You may decide to side with the evil dudes and then fuck them over at the end. You may decide to side with the good guys and then fuck them over at the end. You decide to side with the middle guys and fuck them over at the end. Too. You could do whatever you want. You're, at any point where you would probably get a decision, you get a decision. Are you comfortable with it being number 36 on the list? I'm comfortable with it being up there. Okay. Yeah, it should be in top 50 probably. Beating out Xenogears? No. <laughs> see, that's the inner, that's the interplay that I like to see. Like, what's beat, it beat out Mass Effect 3. It beat out Chrono Cross. Hey, it beat out the Pokemon games. So it beat no. out fucking all the Mass Effects. Still can't believe Chrono Cross is so far. Oh, there. God. Uh, moving up the list, we have Final Fantasy X at number 35. The game that made me just stop playing Final Fantasy. Yep. This is that, that, it, the two games before it, eight and nine, slowly sucked the life out of me. Mm-hmm. This game is the one that I didn't finish completely. You know, Final Fantasy nine, I got to the last boss and I stopped because I was just bored with the fucking game. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy ten, I got to the point where he, where Yuna tries to teach him how to laugh and he goes, <laughs> <laughs> and I ejected the disc and got. And stop playing the game forever. Stop playing Final Fantasy forever. Way to go, Square. Final Fantasy Eleven came out. It was an MMO, and I said, "Yep." Final Fantasy Twelve came out, and I was like, "Yep." Which we still. Final have Fantasy our- Thirteen came out. Thirteen Two X Two. All these other things came out, and I said, "Uh huh." You have no inclination to play Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Fifteen. I have no inclination to play any Final Fantasy game. <laughs> Uh, I had Final Fantasy X, a fun story, I was working at Walmart at the time, and the good thing about working electronics in Walmart is that when new titles come in, this is long before overnight, you know, people sleeping out in tents in front of GameStop and Babbage's and shit, uh, we get the shipments overnight, I got to go back and like take my one copy out of the box, which I made sure with my manager, I said, is it okay if I do that, I don't want to short people, she's like, no, I mean, we don't. 
I don't know what you're, you're thinking the big hype is. I was there at that Walmart that I worked at for the release of Final Fantasy X and for Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty. And I got my own personal copy, like, out of the delivery box that came off the truck. So, um, I really don't know. I, I honestly would have to go back through Final Fantasy X again, not because I don't remember it. I have some fond memories of it. I mean, I remember the gameplay. I remember the battle system being kind of cool. You know, you had you had the guy that you had walking that threw a fucking ball, and he he could do he could do damage toward uh, aerial enemies really well. You had Oren, who was a he was a fucking powerhouse of a blade, and he did really heavy damage. You had the magic uh-huh. extension. I thought that was pretty cool. But here's the thing. But here's when the I, rub. When I talk about whether people do or don't like it, if I was to talk about Cloud. I can tell you about why I care about Cloud. If I was to talk about Vincent, I could tell you about why I care about Vincent. If I was to talk about Locke from Final Fantasy VI, I could tell you about him and why I like him. You asked me about Titus. He was a uh, <laughs> he was a uh, character. If I was to talk, if I was to talk about badass fucking Orin that everybody likes, he was just a badass. He was just generic badass. The story of Final Fantasy X did not draw me. Now, the story of Final Fantasy twelve, oh fuck yes, it did. But ten was even with the, you know the with the beautiful graphics and and the 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 new FMV style graphics and the battle system and the the the, the junction grid and all this shit. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit more than middle ground for me, and I should never have to say that about a Final Fantasy. Nope. So eh. Uh, do I believe that it belongs that high up the list? I don't know if I would put Final Fantasy X above some of these games. I really, really don't. I, I just don't think it's. I don't think it is. Uh, moving on, thirty-four Fantasy Star Four: The End of the Millennium. Have you played this specific game? No, I've never played any Fantasy Star ever. Never. The only Fantasy Star I've ever played. Another fun story. Fantasy Star Online was my first foray into the MMO world. I had a Dreamcast back in the day. I had a network adapter, a broadband network adapter, and I played Fantasy Star. And I had a very. Let me try to explain my experience of going from Final Fantasy, I mean, a uh, Fantasy Star Online to say Final Fantasy Eleven, because the. I guess the network coding or whatever or the moderation in, in Fantasy Star was not that strict. People would just use like game sharks and code breakers and just get anything in that game they wanted. To the point where I had made a character one time. I'd walk it, I'd walked into the lobby area of, of this game and people, you know, they were, they were typing little emotes and whatnot. I went into a main area, and this guy just walks up and goes, hey, you're new. And I was like, yeah. And he just drops this fucking money thing on the floor. I pick it up. It's nine 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 gold. He's like, yeah, we just, you, this means nothing to me. I can make these for He's like, I can make another one. Boop, and he pops out another one. Boop, and he just litters the floor with all this. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, you don't have to worry about farming for money or anything. If you want shit, ask. People will give it to you. Damn. I went to Final Fantasy XI and tried that shit. I was like, hey, I don't have no money. Somebody just give me money. They're like, no. <laughs> this is not Fantasy Star, buddy. We can't do that shit here. <laughs> um, I, I've, I've heard great, great things about Fantasy Star. It's, you know, it's, it's a RPG in a pseudo sci-fi, uh, setting with aliens and monsters and shit. 
I've not played a single one. I wish I could tell you where I where I think they fit on the list, but the legacy of Fantasy Star, I think the series as a whole is probably up in the top 20, top 25 RPG series of all time. Unfortunately, I haven't played a single one aside from Fantasy Star Online, so can't really talk about it. Damn. Moving up the list, number 33, the original bad boy himself, Final Fantasy, the first one. Final Fantasy 1 for the Nintendo. Awesome game. Great game. Awesome game. It was the it was the thing the game that bailed Square out of its fucking slump. Yep. And it's the game that drove it right back into its slump. RPGs before this on the Nintendo were heavily text based. Sometimes you'd have a picture, you know, like uh like Dragon Dragon Warrior. You had the enemy on the screen, you didn't see your character, you had the bar that showed your HP attack, what do you want to do? And when he did the attack, the the, the enemy kind of rattled. It would go, psh, 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 and he'd blink, and he'd go, you like, oh, you did some damage. And this Final Fantasy comes out, you see the enemy, and you see yourself. You see like a, a fucking sword come out of your main character, and you you hear the damage effect happen. You see the magic effect go out from, you know, when the when a black mage uses a, uses a fire attack. Uh, the cinematics, the first time you cross the bridge in Final Fantasy, and it cuts to that that scene of them looking over, and it's it gives you the the text scroll of what's going on. Uh, just this game innovated a lot that we knew back then as RPG things, and it was the first to do it, and did it so well. Uh, you could pick classes, all this stuff had time travel involved with the enemy. It's a really good game. Definitely deserves to be up the list. Definitely deserves to be up that far because it was one of the original badasses that started the whole thing. I'm I'm cool with I'm damn well better be on the list, and I'm glad that it's so far up. Uh, number thirty-two, Adam. Number thirty-two, Valkyrie Profile. Yeah, I take it you played oh, this. Oh yeah, oh, I've boy. played a little bit of it. <clears throat> now, this was again, the one for the PlayStation. Yes. Okay. Uh, I believe it was PlayStation, but it was essentially a 2D side scroller. Mm -hmm. And you'd go around just fucking shit up. Um, it was, it was a lot of fun. You were kind of, you kind of started up. It was one of those games where they start you off with everything and then they take it away. Oh, we love those, don't we? Yeah. Um, does it deserve a spot on this list? Meh. Would you classify it as an RPG since you've played it? It's kind of. At, in, like I said, I've only played a little bit of it. Okay. Um, it's one of those things where I can't remember exactly what the skill system was mm -hmm. or how it related, but it, there was a lot of story to it. Um, in a traditional sense, it's one of the, it, it kind of falls back into one of those middle categories. I don't know what else you'd call it, mm -hmm. but it seemed like a it, at the very least it was a side scroller metroidvania kind of game not metro i won't say metroidvania because it wasn't it wasn't that it yeah. was it was different in enough ways to make it not a typical side scroller gotcha okay i wouldn't i wouldn't throw it in I, I, i'm 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 just not because I haven't given the game its due diligence, right. I don't know enough to say I would or would not put it where it is. Yeah. Or I would or would not classify it as an RPG, but I mm -hmm. would say that I played it enough to be like, man, that game looked fucking awesome. Yeah. I only saw, you know, probably about two, three hours worth of gameplay. Yeah. But 
I want to say I started to play this game, and I remember a character that had a gigantic fucking sword. Yep. I think it like rides like you think Cloud's got a big sword. Fuck. You think Berserk's got a big yeah. sword? Oh fuck no. So and yeah, then I'm they, the, I'm and, the then, and then they and then they take all your power. Yeah. I'm I'm I had started playing this game a couple years ago, and I I just got sidetracked. I will get to it. Wish I could talk about it. Sorry, but I can't. Thirty one. Ultima Seven. The Black Gate. Mm. Ultima deserves some representation on this list. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the one I would go with, yeah. but meh. I haven't played it. Can't talk some people it. like it. Some people like Chrono Cross. <laughs> some people are just fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number thirty, Persona Four. This, I'm surprised it's not higher. Yeah, I this this I hear more and I'm of course I'm going to hear a lot about Persona 5 right now as of this recording because it's so fresh and hot and new but I hear this is where the 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 sound really got turned up with the Persona series as a whole I I've heard so many good things about Persona 4 uh but it still falls in the same realm for me haven't seen it, haven't played it, I'll I'll get around to it. And if it's as good as everybody says it is, well, maybe it deserves to be where it is. I, I guess. Sure. It deserves to be high. But yeah. 29? My fucking God. 29? My God. Yes, 29 is. It is, it is Sue Coden 2. Thank God. It yes. Is, it is in the top 30. Good. It's at the very st- bottom. Adam, you've got to stop looking up that list. I'll tell you, you've I got do. To stop. I really do. I've got to figure out a new way to develop this list for you because you keep looking ahead. Oh, God. Number 29. It's, it's painful. There, there. Now, now I'm taking the top <laughs> stuff. Now just look at where we're at. We're at 29. <laughs> Adam, we are at Sweet Coden 2. We are. And it yes. is one of the, the best. best. Fucking RPGs, RPGs ever, ever made. <laughs> okay, this is a top ten RPG. Yes, it is at number twenty nine. I weep for the people who made this list. <laughs> uh, the only thing yeah. that would have pissed me off more is if Final Fantasy VI or Chrono Trigger were down here. Now, Adam in in the Sweet Coden boat. Adam and I are both in this boat. Both were Sweet Coden, but he's before. in the captain's seat. I'm in. A, I'm in. I'm in. A, I'm in the first seat. Because Adam has played all five. Did you ever play Sweet Coden Tactics? Yep. Okay, so Adam has pretty much played every Sweet Coden game in existence. Yep. I have only played one, two, three, and five. I played one, two repeatedly. I beat both of those games quite a few times each. I played and beat three once, and I made maybe 20 hours into five and just gave up on it. Damn. I loved Sweet Coden, and I got just more and better with with Sweet Coden 2. Sweet Coden 2 makes my top 15 of all time list, my own personal top five of uh, 15 games of all time list, and it's well justified. It, it fucking deserves every yes. fucking second. Any anything that you can say about Sweet Coden 1 that you loved, they just give it more. It's even better when you play them back to back. Yep, because you get a full fluid story. It goes from one story Rolls on into the next. Mm-hmm. The games are connected in a good way. Yep. In a non-Chrono Cross, let's fucking shit on the first game way. It takes the first game and goes, let me bring in the nostalgia for that yep. while showing you a whole new world. Mm-hmm. Let's let's continue the story. You have a big fantasy story involving these these uh, ancient runes that pretty much control and government, govern existence itself. 
You have two warring kingdoms having this big turmoil going back and forth. You have personal, like almost family have, turmoil going on. You have You're developing an army of 120. You have characters people. that were developed all through the first game and continue to be developed into mm-hmm. the second game. You have battle mechanics that carry over and just give you more. You have returning characters. You have new characters. There's intrigue. There's plot. There's there's romance, love, hatred, and all the above. It is a premier must-play RPG. It's one of the few games I can I can think of where you ended up with the main character of the first party in the second main character's party, and they walk up on some like generic fucking bandits, and the bandits go, "Nah, fuck that. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna die." Yep. Because <laughs> I know that guy, and I know that guy, and I'm just done. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Sorry, you can take him. I I would personally demand that this game be on anybody's top 100. I would demand that it be anybody's top 50. I'm personally upset that it's only 29 on this list. I will we'll work up this list and see what beats we coding to. But again, as far as me personally, it is in my top 15 of all motherfucking time. It is an RPG and well it deserves to be everything. If you have not played this, please. Go find so this I game. Wanna, and play. I want to hear these twenty-eight games they think are better. All than right, that well, game. start with number twenty-eight. Super Mario RPG deserves a spot in top deserves twenty-five. Deserves a spot. I do not think I'd put it above Sweet Coden Two. Nope, would not do that. I'm it sorry. Is a, a great fucking game. Okay, it is a top twenty-five game, but Sweet Coden Two is a top ten game, and without question, without even the, you know. If if you think about it in terms of like uh, sports or something like that, this is like a, Super Mario RPG would be a college level athlete, and Suicoden Two would be like you know one of those players that made the NFL Hall of Fame. Okay, you have great players. You know you have you know you have this thing that's great. And it should be recognized for how good it is at what it does. But then you also have this entirely, utterly elite fucking class of games that, you know, just should sit atop everything else. Yep. yep. You know what I mean? I don't think, I don't think there was any part of Mario RPG that was bad. I but, thought it was all very well rounded. Yeah. Um, it was a unexpectedly good game. And uh, I mean, there's really not a whole lot if more these, to say. If these if these top tier RPGs were having a dinner, it would be nice to have RPG invited to be like, hey, yeah, that, there's a good one right there. RPG Mario RPG was a fucking out of left field. Who the fuck would have figured this idea? Uh, kind of the same way Smash Brothers was done. I mean, who? Let's just take all these random Nintendo people and have them beat each other up, and look what a fucking phenomenon that developed. Our Mario RPG. The original game might not have had the large grandeur phenomenon that Smash Brothers had, but it definitely took a left field, a chance, and my God, what a beautiful game it made! Uh, great battle system, uh, bringing back the again the 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 thing of your attacks when they land. If you hit a button at just the right time, you may defend better or you may land more damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it starts the game with a oh no princess is kidnapped i need to go save the princess and then the fucking gigantic fucking sword crashes through bowser's castle what the fuck's up with that and this whole new storyline develops in a true rpg fashion 
Uh, lots of lots of humor, lots of uh, lots of character development. Brand new characters that are not in the canon in the straight Mario canon universe that come in and are fleshed out and are well well done. Great music, uh, just all the way around. A very good polished RPG with, with a, a pan. with it. Yeah, with a Mario theme to it. You, you Gino know. sucks. Now you're trolling. <laughs> now you're trolling. Uh, and I am in the camp where I have played. Does I, it belong above Mass Effect? Given given the scale that Mass Effect goes to compared to what Super Mario RPG goes to, I would say no. Does think, it belong above Xenogears? You, you want to see the other ones, don't you? To see what yeah, they, what it goes above. Uh, Xenogears? I'd have to think on that one. I'd have to think on that one. I really, really would. Grandia? Uh, Grandia 2? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's above Grandia 2. Witcher? Street Coden 2? Not at all. Witcher 2? Witcher 2? Probably. Witcher 3? Uh, No. 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 Uh, I'm good with, with Mario RPG being so far up this list as it is. Uh, I'm happy that it's on the list. It should be on the list. Just, it's a, it's another Here, great RPG. Here's a better question. Does it go above number 27? Which is? Earthbound. Yes, it Good. does. Good. <laughs> fuck Earthbound. Okay. <laughs> Moving number on. Number 27, Earthbound. <laughs> I've already said my piece on it. I've played it three separate times. I quit on the third in my life. Fuck I get what people like about it. I just don't get the level of excitement and the love it, and adoration that it goes Yeah, oh man, yeah. Earthbound was just one of those games where I was like, you know what, okay. It's just like, I played it once, I beat it once. I don't remember much of it. This game, I remember it being really qu- really wonky, really quirky, and I was like, eh, this is not like any other RPG I've ever played. The, there are a lot of traits in this game that young, younger kids relate to. Like you're you get money because you you call your dad. Your dad wires you money to. He gives you allowance basically. Your dad calls you now and again just to tell you he loves you. Yeah. Uh, you're out there with your your younger friends and you're using yo-yos and bats and you're fighting fucking hobos and rabid dogs. Like I get how down to earth the game was. I mean that's with- basically what every '90s kid did was go yeah. around beating up dogs and hobos. <laughs> I get how level this game tried to be, and I get all the quirkiness. I get all the little jokes that they were there. I get all the aha moments, but I just do not get the. Le- this game got blown up about five years ago. It just was everybody just somebody remembered it, and the whole internet embraced it like they played it. Yeah, and it's just uh, I, I remember it in non fond terms. Yeah, I played it in my I teenage years. I played terms. it in my twenties, and I played it in my thirties. And I just, I'm, I get it. I give it a thumbs up, but I don't get it. A, I don't even give it a thumbs up. I give it a just okay. I well, mean, I can understand that some people might have liked it, but to me, it was never all that great. Moving up the list, number twenty six, Dragon Age Origin. Totally fucking awesome game. Oh, yeah. Does it just belong in top 25 probably is it better than dragon age inquisition no i will say this because inquisition was just bigger and better dragon age um it it set the story it set up the world 
But what it didn't do, uh, it did some things better than Inquisition. It did some things worse. Would I put it ab- above Inquisition? No, because Inquisition was just bigger, better, beyond. Yeah. Um, same thing for Witcher 1 and Witcher 3. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, well, you know, this is, this was the, the beginning and it had to show you everything. Yeah. And then after all the groundwork that one built, they built, you know, these, this giant, is the castle more, is the castle better than the foundation? Yes, of course it is. Yeah. But would the castle be there without the foundation? See, no. I, I, I agree. There, there, I've ran into this, believe it or not, I've ran into this discussion with my mom years and years and years ago. You had a Back, Dragon Age conversation with she, your mom? Yes, I did. Wow. I said, Mom, you like dragons? She was like, do your fucking homework. <laughs> and then she beat me because I didn't do my homework. <laughs> Damn. And then I failed math and she had to take me to summer school and it was, it was a, you kept talking about dragons instead of math. Like, Shut up! This is why you <laughs> failed. No, I, I just a random out of nowhere. This was back when one of the Batman's were coming out, and I was like, "Mom, which do you like, Batman, whatever, or do you like the original Batman?" And she's like, "Well, they wouldn't have the this one without the original, so of course I love the original better." And my mom and that discussion aside, I do run into a camp of people who they. They take the original over just because it's the original. I am not in there. There are camp. certain cases where that is the there case, are some, and there yes. are certain cases. Like if they made mistakes going forward, and they like, I will say that Dragon Age Origins is a lot better than Dragon Age Two. Yeah. Okay, because they fucked the formula up in Dragon Age Two. Mm-hmm. Um, but is it better than Inquisition? No, because they fixed it. I'll go. I'll go one above that. Not to you know try to one up you, but just saying like just a, a good broad example. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy one was not the best Final Fantasy in the series. Was nope. it great? Oh fuck yeah. Was, was it good? Oh, it deserves all the all the praise it gets. But is it better than Final Fantasy six? Sorry. Well, not. I mean, but Final, Fan- Final Fantasy is kind of unique. I'm because not going to put it up the list just because it was the first Final Fantasy. One was unique because, or Final Fantasy as a series is one is unique because the games don't directly tie into each other the way they do. Yeah, but even saying I I don't particularly like Suikoden one more than two. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, two just expanded upon one. Yeah. yeah. So no. And speaking of which, if we if Suikoden two was at twenty nine. I don't think Suikoden is going to make this list. Uh, well, I guess we'll find out. Won't we? <laughs> Moving up the list to Kingdom Hearts 2 at number 20. We are the last game that shouldn't have been made slash overrated piece of shit. Just for reference, folk, we are now in the top 25 of Game Informer's list, and 25 starts with Kingdom Hearts 2. And I have seen a lot of top 10 games already go by. Kingdom Hearts 2 got beat, beat, let's see, beat out Sweet Coden 2, beat out Final Fantasy 10, Diablo 3. Beat out Mass Effect 3. Beat Symphony of the Night Breath if you're considering world. that an RPG. <laughs> beat if out. you consider it an RPG, you better slam that thing up towards the top. Hey, I'm it, just throwing it out there. Hey, it did beat out Chrono Cross. Good God. It beat out Mass Effect 1, Paper Mario. 2 and 3. Yep. So here we are at the top 25, starting with... All the D&D games. <laughs> yep. Starting with Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, Garsh. Uh, this is where you and I differ on one thing, but we, we come together at the end. Okay. I played. That's usually how it goes. I played Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. Isn't it? I played Kingdom Hearts 1 about two times. I played Kingdom Hearts 2 once. Much like the way that 
Mario RPG just took these elements where you're like, they don't belong in an RPG, and they made an RPG about it. I thought that was really cool. Uh, the game that they made with these Disney characters and new out-of-nowhere RPG characters kind of worked. I was cool with that. The battle system, I liked it. Had a good time with it. I'm always a fan of collecting things, so when I kill an enemy and I gotta run around and pick up the experience points, so to speak, I thought that was cool. I liked that. I liked the battle mechanics. I liked the bosses. I liked the way that they took Disney canon and sort of made an RPG, a large enveloping RPG story. I was cool with that. Even in the second one, I was cool with it. What I wasn't cool with and what I have stopped at Kingdom Hearts 2 and have never played anything beyond that is that story started to get way fucking Metal Gear. Oh, that, no. <laughs> that, that story. And, it, I mean, it was really, it really started getting oh, that no. way in Kingdom Hearts 1. It really got <laughs> did, that way did in Did Sora look at the screen and go, <laughs> That, there is, that, that game is, com- that whole series gets very convoluted. And I'm not saying that because it is a Disney thing and because Disney is more tailored to kids that it should be a dumbed down story. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that the huge overarching Kingdom Hearts story even spread across the five games, even the shit that I've read about it, I should not be scratching my head trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Right? That's horrible. There's, I've seen spreadsheets and flow charts of how this story is like. People spent more time on this shit than trying to figure out the timeline of Zelda, for God's sakes. Yep. And I'm already not a fan of Metal Gear Solid because of the convoluted, up-its-own-ass, weird, out-there bullshit that goes on. I'm into another game like Kingdom Hearts, and it does this too. I'm not interested. Right. The gameplay of Kingdom Hearts, cool. I can play those two games and have a fun time with it, with the exception of the stupid parts like... I like the little mermaid singing along thing, whatever. But the story itself, when you take away the Disney stuff and it's just the shit about Kingdom Hearts, you know, the all the heartless and you know the 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 characters that have the, all the different swords and keyblades. I just it gets way out there, and I just I'm sorry, couldn't get into it. Uh, does it belong on a list? I don't think I, I think that you could make the argument that it could go on a top 100 list. I would I could probably because I see a lot of people that like it and a lot of people that don't have my opinion on how dumb the entire concept of this game was. <laughs> that are like, okay, well I can appreciate. I like I can I I I'll give you your okay. I like the battle system and I like the you know I like that they managed to pull this off. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Cool. More power to you. But I could not get past having fucking Donald Duck in my party. <laughs> Three things Adam hates. Chrono Cross, Animal Robots, Donald Duck. I, Confirmed I, if, end if, of time if, if the If the premise is fucking retarded, there's a good ca- chance that I will go, nope, nope, no sir, I can't take this seriously. Okay, and to give the game credit, it tried to take itself seriously. It did. It did. It tried. It was but, like this is dip- this is fucking retarded. So let's try to be serious about it. How and, can we take Aladdin and Little Mermaid and Lion King? How can we take all these different facets? You know, Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. And they Sleep, did the best they could. They, they could. They did it better than I could but have. But the thing is, when you get further down and they try to explain all this big story that Kingdom Hearts actually is, it gets like, I don't, I I can't, I'm sorry, I can't. It's just, you know, now you start to, you know, oh God. Yeah. 
So I would not put it that far on the list. Nowhere in the worship. Number 24, Dark Souls. Another one of my top 15 Let's just throw it right beside Demon Souls. Yeah. I mean. Let's just toss it right in the same pile and go, why is this on this fucking goddamn list? And why is it in the top 25? Well, it's in my personal top 15 It's not even in RPGs. But yeah, that's that's your argument. It's not an RPG. Um, Yeah, I don't know if even I would put it that far up. And even if it was an RPG, I wouldn't throw it up there. I don't know if it would beat out. It's not going to fucking. It doesn't beat Suicoden 2 for sure. My hard bar right now. Like, we started this list a long time ago down here at number one. I said my first first one was was Vagrant Story. That was my first, like, okay, now a bar is set. Sweet Coden 2 sets a fucking firm. That is a solid concrete barbed wall. Yeah. That is a titanium wall. And I'm sorry. You can't, you, you did as not a, beat that. As much mm. as an RPG centric list, I'm sorry, Dark Souls does not beat out Sweet Coden 2. Yeah. I think Origins goes on this list and I think it goes on a high spot on this list. Mm-hmm. I don't think it beats Sweet Coden 2. No. And that's a legit fucking no. thing. When you get up to Dark Souls, I'm like, why is this even on the list? Yeah. And, why is it so high? I will make a case for Sweet Coden. I think we could say this as, a, as an end of time cast statement. Period. Sweet Coden, even to this day, is still underrated. Yeah, it is highly underrated. That's because not a lot Those of people play. Those first it. two games are so fucking stellar, and there you, I could I could line up twenty video game enthusiasts, and I could be like, "What you think about Chrono Trigger? Uh, what do you think about Final Fantasy VI? Uh, what do you think about Sweet Coden? Huh?" Yep. I've heard about it. No, this is not a you heard about it and move on with your life. This is here, stop, full stop, go find the game somehow and play it. Borrow it, buy it. Play Sukun game. Emulate it. I don't fucking Jesus care. Jesus Christ, do yeah. something. So, moving up the list to number 23, Final Fantasy IV. Deserves a spot on the list. Yep. Deserves a top 25 probably spot in the list. I'm kind of okay with its placement. Kind of okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know what? It probably deserves to be somewhere in between 25 and 15. Definitely had a good story. Yeah. Really good story. Anything that pits two potential friends against each other and then they yeah, come back it shows, together. It shows like them break apart. You know? mm-hmm. Shows a growth. Shows yeah. the main character Kind of sounds growth. like Suicune 2, doesn't it? Sure does. Uh, it shows a main character's growth from, you know, he wants to be a better person. He wants to be a better knight, and he trans he gets turns into a paladin later. Shows death. spoilers. Uh, spoilers for Final you Fantasy bastard. IV. Oh boy. Uh, spoilers for Final Fantasy IV. Sorry. Uh, shows uh, not a main character, but characters in your party directly in your party that fucking die, die. that are gone. Skubitsky. Yep. Well, they get. I think. I think Palin and Porum get trans. They get brought no, back later, don't they? they? I don't think they do. I think they do. I think yeah. They got turned into statues, didn't they? Yeah, but uh, Palin and Porum show back up later. I think. They well, show what back happens up is if they got turned back out of statues, then they'd get squashed by that thing. Uh, I forget how the plot. That'd be it. fucked up. I think that'd be fucked up. That'd be worse than watching well, them die. Now saving somebody you. who did die didn't. I think Tella was his name. Yeah, he did die, didn't that he? Was, was that Final Fantasy four? Forget his name. So Palam and Porum, their grandfather was the the sorcerer, the 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 black mage, the the old man with the white beard. Yeah, he was the one that cast Medio, and he killed himself when he did it, or something like that. Yeah, I think they came back, but I think he was gone, like gone, gone. Yeah. Um, uh, just 
all kind of all kind of stuff in this game. You got a giant walking fucking golem. Uh, you get a fucking uh, ship that goes to the moon. Uh, the usual standard fares there. You got chocobos. You got moogles. Uh, good magic system. Great mm-hmm. music. Uh, just all around the game. Before you and in American canon, you played that. This is Final Fantasy two. For those that didn't know, this, <laughs> but Final Fantasy four in Japan is two here. So your first foray in the Final Fantasy world, the Super Nintendo, aside from Mystic Quest, was Final Fantasy two. You just Ooh. take your foray straight the fuck out of here, <laughs> and then later you get Final Fantasy six. So that's a jump. It's a really solid jump too. Well, it's a solid jump to the top of the list. <laughs> Number twenty two. This is another controversial one for you. Man. It's an MMORPG. What is it? It's EverQuest. Yeah. What is your know. deal with MMOs? I don't think MMO they belong. RPGs. I don't think they should be rated on the same thing. I what? think they're a different genre. They are not. What I, other I genre do. are they're they? An M, they're a an MMO. rating MMO, genre? They're an MMORPG. MMO what? What did you say? MMORPG. Okay. Guess, rest my case. Uh, Michael has won again. MMORPG is what a dick. RPG list. In any case, the uh, what's your argument to why they should not, why an MMORPG should not be on a top RPG list? Um, for one, constant improvement of content. They're not a static thing. Mm-hmm. So if I put, say, WoW on this list, mm-hmm. and uh, I just decide to take the uh, take. Wow, right now, say I, 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 wow as it is, right this fucking second and put it on a list. Five years later, they've come out with five more years worth of content. Maybe it's moved on the list. No. That, they, they deserve to be judged separately because they change. They're not some static thing in time. I agree. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, it's not at all the same thing. My argument for why an MMORPG should be on an RPG list, aside mm-hmm. from the titular RPG of it, is that I, I agree. Yes, predominantly people play these games to go raid dungeons and get gear and get loot and, and get more gear and, and to raid if they want to. But the main, even if it's underwell, even if it's down below, it's... The story you're there for. You're doing these things in these dungeons and in these raids to progress a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, take Final Fantasy XIV, for example. My wife and I both played that. And even when I got beyond the story and was like hardcore scratching the arm, I got a raid, I want a raid, I want a raid so bad. She only wanted a raid because she wanted to play the story. If I beat, okay. if I beat, if I beat phase four, what is that cutscene going to be? What's going to happen to that character? Where are these people going? When an expansion comes out, I'm like, oh, I, time to get that level cap up. Got to get that loot. Got to do my dailies and get my shit up because I got a raid. And she's like, oh, an expansion. More story. Where did everything go? What happened? So the, I, I know that there are raiders. I know there are casuals. I know. But I think every I single person, more- some degree, is interested in playing those games for the story it gives you. It just sucks that the story, I just, I just you get the story in those like this. You're just story. I story. categorize the it the difference between a um say a mini series and an ongoing TV series. Yeah, you, know, you judge those differently if you were looking at it like 
what did Band of Brothers accomplish during its, you know, 10 to 12 episodes or whatever the fuck it was? Mm -hmm. Okay. As opposed to what did, you know, How I Met Your Fucking Mother (laughs) did. And it's just going on and on and on and on and on and on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, one of them that, one of them had a purpose. It sets out to do that purpose. It accomplishes that purpose and it goes on. Mm -hmm. The other one is dun, 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 dun. What if at the end of fucking WoW, they've exhausted, mentally exhausted their writers, mm-hmm. and it just comes to a very shitty, ho-hum conclusion? Does that instantly skyrocket it towards the bottom? I don't know. Would it for you? It kind of would if it kind of ended shitty. You went through... See, here, here's another thing. Yep. What if they... What, the dynamics of the story are skewed. But let me... Because let me, your daily life in playing well... Is is getting gear, doing raids, doing dailies. That's what no, you no, play. no, 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 no. But we're gonna when put it, it back in that story, vacuum. When it comes to the story, you finished a raid. You got a story. You you let's, watched that cutscene for three minutes. You moved on with your life. Let's let's stop. If you was to compile you're missing, all that you're missing story and watch or play a story, it'd be completely different. You're missing my point. The idea is that okay, say <clears throat> you're playing WoW right now and you're at fifty percent of the content because it's gonna go on for twenty fucking years. Okay. okay? So you watch all WoW story, and mm-hmm. you're like, man, this is the greatest fucking game of all time. Well, imagine if you'd played half a Chrono Trigger, and you played it, and you're like, man, this is the greatest fucking game of all time. Okay? But then, or you say you played Star Ocean, Secret of the Stars, mm-hmm. or Star Ocean Till the End of Time, mm-hmm. and you got, you were like, man, this is the best game of all fucking time, mm-hmm. as you got... 80 to 90 percent of the way through the game spoilers and right at Potential. the end, right at the end of the game <laughs> the end of time. you jump out the motherfucking tv oh, screen oh he did it he spoiled it <laughs> right at the end of the game they go oh, the whole game was a fucking lie this was a tv you show crash it down now what if wow does that what if wow goes kaboom and explodes right on the fucking you know terminal my point and just kills all the story that came before it by making it ridiculous I get your point. So, right now, it's wherever it is on this list. Okay, same for EverQuest. Ever, I guess EverQuest would be different because it's dead. But five years now, it may move. Yes. It may move up. It may move down. You know, it may not. It may fall completely off this? the list. How about Meet Me in the Middle? Still an RPG. Still, whether it does or does not deserve to be on a list is questionable. Where it belongs on the list is questionable. I think... I would agree that maybe these shouldn't be on until the game has stopped. Yeah. Like Final Fantasy XI right now should be judged and could be put on a list because it had its 11, 12 year run and it is done. There is no more story coming out. You have, then I can, then I could say, yeah, a, a game like EverQuest could go on this fucking thing. Okay. And be placed, and I would not place it in the top 25. Well, there we go. Okay. Well, there are more agreement. Yay. Michael was right. Moving on. Fuck you. The 21 spot, Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind. Deserves its spot. At number 21. Deserves to be in top 25. Wow. Okay. I've never played Morrowind. Morrowind is totally fucking awesome. Tell us about a little bit about Morrowind. Morrowind. Is this another one of those, uh, it's a Bethesda, it's a Bethesda game. Or no? Nope, not D&D. Okay. It's just a Bethesda game. It's, uh, the Elder Scrolls 3, the Elder Scrolls 4 was Oblivion, the Elder Scrolls 5 was Skyrim. Okay, this was, you got to play, you got off the boat, you were a prisoner, 
just mm-hmm. like every other fucking more or every other Elder Scrolls game ever. Mm-hmm. You're a fucking prisoner, mm-hmm. and you get released, and they just give you a big ass world and say go. This the difference between this one and the game that came before it is this one was in 3D and fully realized. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Daggerfall was a lot bigger than this game, but in only in theory. Um, it gave you a big ass map and said, "Yo, you spent 21 days traveling here to here." Mm-hmm. And this one showed you you could literally walk the entire map. Right. Um, it was the first game of its kind to be like, "What up?" You know. Uh, they have been constantly dialing back the magic system in Elder Scrolls games mm-hmm. to the point of dumbing down and, um, say enchanting. This was the last game in the series where you could pick up a ring, and this ring, depending on what materials it was made of and the lore behind it and all that kind of stuff, you go buy a common fucking ring and enchant it with whatever the fuck you wanted. It could be limited uses per day, or it could be a constant effect. Mm-hmm. Um, so it had all the stuff that everybody loved out of the, the series. It's just everything was more fleshed out. The only thing that wasn't more fleshed out was the graphics. Okay, which weren't quite there yet. That's interesting. This was like first gen Xbox, mm-hmm. you know, around time frame. So they were just like, you know, the faces look like it looks like a circle with a face pasted to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fucking ugly. <laughs> and the magic effects, the magic and the sound effects are really awful. But they had free form quests. You'd be walking around, and you see a dude just fall out of the sky, and you're like, what? Uh. <laughs> and here's here's another important distinction between it and its and the games that followed it. In Morrowind, you all your skills, all your attributes, which fucking disappeared in the later games because they decided to dumb the games down. Oh lord. Um, you had strength, blah blah blah. You know, you had all your strength, dex, fucking intelligence, wisdom, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had your uh, actual skills, which were like. Uh, athletics, um, you know, magic use, stuff like that. Well, they took the two results out of whatever your score was this. It was a hundred, zero to hundred mm-hmm. and zero to hundred and that. And they determined the output of, of skill. Mm-hmm. Well, you could break the caps with alchemy and you could break the caps with magic. Mm-hmm. So a, if you imagine that 100 was peak human capacity, mm-hmm. you know, a human can only live, it can only have a 100 strength stat, which means they can only pull a car. Right. You know, mm-hmm. only do like world's strongest man stuff and like pull a semi through your sure strength of fucking their legs, yanking this semi forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, imagine if you could just use magic and go plant 5,000. Whoa. Yeah. And Whoa. there's a, this is a specific instance in the game. You find a hammer that was supposedly the hammer of a god. Mm hmm. And you walk up to it, and it's sitting there on this pedestal, and they don't even guard it. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, yeah, this go- this this is God's hammer. And you look at it, and you're like, man, I really like that hammer. It's got shit, fucking sick, nasty stats on it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, huh. Hammer weighs so much, you can't pick it up. Wow. Okay? You can pick it up. <laughs> you can pick it up, and the guards are stupid enough to fuck with you. <laughs> What? After you do so, they're like, you just took that God's hand. Wait just a second. That should have been the thought that clicked <laughs> yeah, into their head. That dude just picked up a fucking house. <laughs> so here's the cool thing. Weapons could break, and it immediately shatters on the first use. 
Oh. Because you hit them, you that if you have enough strength to pick this hammer up, you will immediately break it right. on the first time it makes contact. Wow. Yeah, you wow. can do that with any other weapon you use is going to break if you have that much strength too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, luckily you can punch people. Yeah, um, and, and it break them. it breaks their armor, it breaks anything you hit, and it kills them instantly. Wow. Normally you could knock people out. You know, and that's a non-lethal way to attack. Not so much when you got 5,000 strength <laughs> or 5,000 speed. Them. Anyway, you're walking around at very first, and this is minor spoilers for the first couple of minutes of Morrowind, but mm-hmm. you're walking around in the woods right after you get out of the first town and somebody goes, ah, and splats right next to you. Mm-hmm. You find this little, you search his corpse and you find these two scrolls of jump. And they fortify your jump by a thousand points. And he's talking about, yeah, how he's going to test it out and how everybody laughed at him and he's an idiot. <sighs> this scroll didn't last long enough for you to hit the ground. <laughs> so he jumped way up in the air. Yep. But it died. So he just fell like a normal person. Yep. <laughs> That's cute. Yep. Like if you're that. smart enough to use the first scroll, jump, and then use the second scroll right before you hit the ground, you'll be able to land the jump. Right. Uh, but if not, so, yeah, so Jesus Christ. So I dead. guess the game was littered with stuff like this. Yes, and it had all kind. Of, and this is one of the things Bethesda is the best at is just being able to tell a story without saying a goddamn thing. Yep. You know, sometimes they can say something and be like, "Okay, well, here's here's a little breadcrumbs to, to lead you on your way." And sometimes, you know, you walk in and you see like corpses littered in such a way and objects littered in such a way it makes you ask questions that don't ever get answered <laughs> you know it's like what is this dude doing with all these fucking sheep skulls in here <laughs> okay moving on moving on <laughs> you know yeah and that that's one of the best things about bethesda games in general i've got a feeling we're gonna find skyrim however on the list but probably but morrowind was the zenith of the system as far as like balance goes, mm-hmm. uh, there were more, it was more in depth in the two games beforehand, but it was not, it was not as visually like appealing. I think that was, I think Morrowind was a good midway point. Right. You could go a little bit farther into it in Daggerfall, but it sure shit shouldn't have devolved. Like you can make your own custom spells. Mm-hmm. You can't do that so much anymore in Skyrim. So you're good with it being 21. Definitely good with it being on the list, too. Yep. Which brings us to number 20. Number 20. Diablo. Diablo. Oh, shit. Now, this is crazy. This is kind of weird. Makes me think that Diablo 2 is going to be up in the top 19 because, man, Diablo 1 was good. Diablo 2, a lot fucking better. Just my personal opinion. Have you played the original Diablo? I have. I I thought it was great. Do you think it beats out Diablo 2, though? No. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it rightfully did a great job of setting up Diablo 2 to be an awesome fucking game. Yeah. Depending on, they may be just doing, like we said earlier, they may just put this up because it's original. Who knows? Who knows? I guess we'll see. Yeah. Because it may be all three fucking Diablos are on this list. I'm itching to know number 19 now. Yeah. Number 19, Persona 5. They are not doing that with Persona, are they? Yeah, no. They're creeping Uh, up the list on Personas. As of this podcast recording, uh, we're in like the middle of May, almost in the middle of May right now, and this game just came out of, you know, about a month or so ago. Still hot, still hearing great things about it. Uh, I don't know where it fits on the list. Apparently, if it's good as everybody says it is, it deserves at least to be on the list, but I, 
haven't played it, so I, I don't know. Sorry. Uh, number 18 is Final Fantasy VII. The last good one. Yep. This is subtitle. Definitely deserves to be on the list. Definitely deserves to be in the 25. Um, one of the deserve to be game speak coding two, but that's already stated. My wall (laughs) probably deserves to be top twenty five. Probably doesn't deserve to be above speak coding two or Persona four. Yeah. Um. This this is the thing about this game. Good game. Oh, great game. I'm sorry. Uh. It's not also the fact that it was revolutionary. It was the fact that, and this was a large part due to the marketing of this game. Mm-hmm. This game was market pushed to put RPGs in the light again. This game was pushed in front of everybody and done exceedingly well at appealing to everybody. Yeah. So... I think the fact that it reached so many people is why it's usually held held up on high. There are RPGs. It out was there. A, it was a massive, massively appealing game, and it pushed RPGs back into the forefront as a genre to shoot for. Yeah, you know, you saw a lot of RPGs get completely shit out after this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it it is what it is. I think it was a good thing for the industry as a whole. Yeah. I think that it set up some stuff in Final Fantasy that was it was the precursor to their downfall. They Square took the wrong ideas out of Final Fantasy 7 and implemented them going forward in a very bad way. They were like, "Oh, what people liked was that it was like super edge lord." Yep. And oh no, that was not what you needed. And so Final Fantasy 8 was like a little bit more edgy. And I was like, "I don't like this." Final Fantasy Nine was like, oh, let's was it really? Because I think Final Fantasy VIII was a little bit more colorful than Final Fantasy Seven. Are you high? No, I'm not. I think you're high. I guarantee you. You were I doing put... drugs during no, the break, weren't no, you? No, hear me out. Hear me out. If I was to put the entirety of Midgar and or and or the slums of Seven, which you would agree is a starting area in Seven, yeah, against Balam Garden in Final Fantasy VIII. You see two entirely different things. Yeah. Midgar, both Midgar and the slums, dark, brooding, uh, underdeveloped, trashy almost. Yeah. Balam, you have these higher class students in a brightly lit school with a garden and a fountain and sunshines and rays. But it didn't stay there. It didn't stay in either of those places. You're taking a, a point in time. In both of those games and comparing them directly to each other. Okay. Obviously, that was the darkest part of Final Fantasy VII. It was, it was, but there were other dark parts. Yeah, there are other dark parts. I'm just saying that was the darkest, least hopeful part of that game. It was showing you what it's like to be in Shinra's fucking control. Yeah. Okay? It was setting Shinra up to be a giant fucking big bad through Name the Name all the edgelords, ledgelord type areas and aspects of Final Fantasy VIII. In Final Fantasy VIII? It squall's entire fucking character arc. Now, see, that's what I was going to say. I was going to agree with you. It, in 8, you had Cloud, who was... In 7, spoiler, you spo- yeah. Spoiler alerts for Final Fantasy 7 and 8. Jesus, God help you. Final Fantasy 7, you had Cloud, yeah. which, as you find out later in the game, was actually just a 
fucked up person. Yeah. <laughs> with some really bad fucking dual he personality syndrome. He had some fucking syndrome. sick, nasty issues going on. He, his, I always took his personality as kind of like, what the fuck ever? I'm just going to do it. Squall was, uh, meh. Man, I just don't I care. I don't like so, it. Uh. At least Squaw was like, motherfucker, pay me. I'll do what you right. want, pay me. All clout. right, I guess I see your plight. Now, okay, I guess I see the big picture. I guess I'll help. Squaw was like, like flicking his hair back. Uh, just don't care. Now that, as a character, was Edgelord. Yes. But the world of Seven and compared to Eight, I'd say the world in seven was slightly more edge lord, and eight tried to be just a little bit more, I don't know, upbeat. A little bit more colorful. Oh, you're forgetting about that entire city of night and like the, the sorceress, like yes, the parade grounds where they- Yes, I am. Because I've forgotten a lot about that game. Yeah, well, you're, <laughs> you're forgetting it. You're forgetting about the trains and the, and the, like cities you just rampage through and fucking- The home. things that I- think started with seven and you can definitely say started with seven because it was very rudimentary was that they really tried to go towards realistic characters they went more towards actual people well i mean here's the thing um seven was okay seven was okay because it had a good a good mix between realistic and fantasy Mm -hmm. if that makes sense once you started getting into Eight, it became so realistic that it became no longer believable. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. It was like, okay, well, why on God's green earth would you ever have a ridiculous looking house like this if you're a normal person? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, that was the style, man. The style was, uh, I think, my main problem with the series. I think, I'm patting you gently on the shoulder, Adam. I think you need to go back and play mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Eight again. I think never. I think you've I think you've given that. I think you've just raged against that game unjustly. I, I, I'm not putting it. I, I'll put it above Chrono Cross in only the sense that I don't hate it actively. I just go, Ugh. Adam. There was a airship in Final Fantasy VIII. There was a motherfucking dragon. It also didn't That's make sense on the inside. Adam. It also didn't bother enough to take enough fucking care of this fucking game to go, well, let's make the internal layout of the fucking dragon make goddamn sense. You go left, you go left again, you go left again, and you go the right, and then you're fucking two stories up from where you started and behind yourself. Adam, there was a movie cutscene in Final Fantasy VIII where there was an actual battle happening on a field with magic and swords at the same time, and fireballs were getting thrown around. You're thinking of Lost Odyssey. No. Stop. I bet money I could show you the scene. There was an actual, like, magic and blade fight in the battlefield. There was, a, there was like, Squall was, like, he was either running across the field or he was, like, coming down a zip line or something. You could see the battle happening. And there was magic being shot, and people were fighting swords. And that's cool. What is that? How is that redeeming? Because that's fucking great. That's not redeeming. <laughs> that doesn't fix its issues. Okay. Uh, do we need to go into Final Fantasy VIII bashing no, here? Do we I need don't. to start? Do I need to start going down the list? No, we don't, because Final <laughs> Fantasy VIII is not on this list. Final Fantasy VII is. It's okay. in the top twenty. It's in number eighteen. I'm I am good with it. Being, I'm good with it being in the top. I 20. would I would say it definitely should be on a hundred list, and I'm good with it being where it is. Okay. Same. Moving here. on. Even though you need to play 
Eight again. Fuck you. Number 17, Ultima Online. Not above Final Fantasy VII. No way. It's an MMO, so it gets the same treatment as everything else, but it is a dead MMO, so... um, I don't really know much about the story of this. Neither do I. I never played I don't a really, single one. I, I have heard things about it, and I heard it was the greatest one of all time, but the source was really, 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 really shaky. <laughs> um, so I will uh, I will defer to you on this. I haven't played anything at all Ultima ever, so I don't know anything about it. I guess we're just going to have to leave this up to the audience out there, ladies and gentlemen. Does it belong on number Does it seventeen on the list? Is it? Is it? Oh man, you guys need to stop every life and play this game, or what is it? What do you think? But moving up the list to number sixteen, Secret of Mana. Now, this game made my top uh, RPG. That debate we had. What was that episode seven? Episode fourteen? I don't yeah. remember what. Episode fourteen. Whatever. In the future. <laughs> um. I, I, and I already made my case why I picked that RPG in my top like five RPGs or ten RPGs, whatever. Uh, I, I loved it for what it was, but, and this is a big but, there's RPGs on here I would not put it above. I would not put nope. it above Final Fantasy VII. I wouldn't put it above every Mass Effect game ever. Nope. I would not put it above Final Fantasy IV. I wouldn't put it up against Xenogears. Mm, yeah, I, I can, I, I'll agree with that. I would not put it up above Super Mario RPG. I would not put up a Buzzfeed code. I mean, I, I, I can say that up this list of good ways. I would not put any of these above Sweet Code in two. Uh, for what it was, it was good. It had a very good, understandable, easy to get along with story. Uh, it got a little wild and out there, but not so wild and crazy you couldn't follow it. Uh, the battle system was cool. It was unique back then. Had, had an actual active battle system. Uh, I like the I like the weapon wheels, the armor wheels, the I like the wheel uh, menu system. It's good graphics, good music. Uh, I liked it. I'm definitely good that it's on a list. I just don't think it belongs so high up. And we will get this when we get to the IGN list. The IGN list has it on the list and up there as well. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to take anything from it. It's just way up there, it's just and way it, up I don't there, know why right? it gets such rose tinted glasses. I mean, it's 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 a damn good game. Yeah, it belongs to top twenty five, I'd say. Yep. Uh, but not not above where it is. All right, Adam, we um, are now up to the top fifteen. This is gonna be, this is about to get hairy. We're about to get to to the Game Informers list. We have gone through. 85 titles. We are now at number 15. Oh my god. I think it's about to get real hairy. This is about to be. We're either about, about to. Be, where we're about to start yelling. We're about to either be like, yeah, okay, good. Or, oh, fuck no. Yup. <laughs> so, starting the list at number 15. Old number 15. Yeah, here we go. Pokemon Red and Blue. Hey, back for another showing on here, just to make uh, you even happier. If it's going to be on the list, if it's going to be on the list, then it probably doesn't deserve top 15 status. No. It's a, I'm sorry. No. It is a. It is a influential <laughs> series. Yes. But it is not a top 15 RPG. So many Even if, Even if you're going to call it an RPG, it doesn't fucking it belong 15. Yep. Okay. Uh, top 25 maybe top 50 probably if it's going to be classified in this RPG just because it's so influential yep but 
No, not top 15. I'll tell you, uh, just just talking on Pokemon in general, I have no problem admitting I played Pokemon when I was in high school. I played one of these two all the way through. I think I, I played... I, I think I played the original and Sapphire I think, all the way through. I've actually played a couple of them all the way through. I didn't I didn't think Pokemons were bad games. No, they're not. That's, they're kind of the same. That's what I'm getting they at. They get a real samey feel to them. But, uh, you know. I played one of these two, red or blue. I think I also played yellow. And I I actually kind of stopped there. Now, I, I've had fun playing some off, off Pokemon games. Like, I had a decent time playing Pokemon Stadium. Mm-hmm. It was my pretty kids cool. have that now. They it, say they sit there and play that. Yeah, I've got kids uh, ranged eight to four, all sitting around there rooting for the stuff, and they're mm-hmm. picking their different things and fighting each other. Back then, that. it was pretty cool. Even as a teenager, you know, back in the nineties, to play to have to you know find your own Pokemon and raise them, and then you put them in a stadium and have them battle. That was pretty cool. Uh, I genuinely love Pokemon Snap. I can play it as it is today. It's very childish. I know it's very, very easy. I get that. It's just a fun, just a charming little fun game. But, and again, I'm talking about me and my circle of friends that play games. Circle of friends. I don't have any of them that, that just will just gush over Pokemon. So I, I, I'm, I, I mean, wanna... Pokemon is one of those games where it's like an internet game. You, you have, all your friends for it are going to be on the internet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. really... I, I've never had a Pokemon friend. Yeah. Does that make sense? I guess if I was a little bit younger, then that might have happened where you had guys that were all hanging out with each other and mm-hmm. playing those kind of games. But now, not, not in my day. Back in my day, you get beat up for playing Pokemon. There was a time <laughs> in my life where I... Where I, I, could, I could have like defended something this is this is very bad to say but i was overseas and somebody had sent out this for lack of a better way to say it they sent out like a pretty much a pamphlet saying hey we're gonna now mind you in in the desert we're gonna have a pokemon uh pokemon card tournament and they got lambasted now that's, oh, man. that's not exactly good to say because you know you don't we don't want people to think everybody just gets bashed you know, because you don't like something or whatever, but that's how they used to do. That's how it is. I mean, nobody. That's it's. I guess you think video games are treated as a child's thing. Oh God, Pokemon video games are still treated as a child's thing. Um, there's a. I mean, there's a following behind it. There's a. There's. They're what up to their third generation of Pokemon now. There's got to be seven hundred something. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But uh. I mean, as a gamer, I could have, I would have defended that. Like, yeah, it's a video game thing. It's whatever. But I just, I don't personally in my real life day to day have anybody I can call to and just be like, hey man, let's just talk about Pokemon. Oh, fuck yeah, let's talk about I don't know if I've ever really had the urge to talk Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, mean, while I'm playing the game, I'm like, where the fuck do you find this thing? Now, I would say today, you, now with the, since Pokemon Go came and went, uh, for what? What about the three weeks? It was a hot thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody, everybody's talking about it. Now. Yeah, it, then it was okay. Then it was cool. But yeah, I look back at these guys that fucking hated video games back in high school and were like fucking nerds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now they're all like, "Yeah, Pokemon, shut the fuck up and die." Yeah, 
<laughs> so I mean, and I'm I'm not saying any of this to knock on Pokemon at all. It's I know it's it a definitely good doesn't go above. Yeah, Gun it just two. doesn't. There's so many. Even if it's on, the doesn't list. go above Morrowind or Diablo or any Personas or Mass, Mass Effect Effects, or Witchers, Final Fantasy fucking Final seven. Fantasies. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no. I think that's just a popularity train it rode. Yeah, there, these people were obviously taking some kind of awkward fucking drugs. <laughs> Again, we also had the discussion off cast uh, last weekend about I, I wonder if people just make these lists by going to like fucking Metacritic or fucking maybe and just pulling scores up and going, oh, well, this is so popular. That's why it's up there. But who knows? I don't know the criteria for why these people pick a list. I just read them all. We just destroy them. Yes. Number 14, Deus A, the original one. Yeah. Never played it. The old Deus Ex. Yep. Yep. And it's not a. Uh... Not a bad RPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely fits in that genre. It's a little bit, a little bit bending, but it's it's got some cool stuff to it. It's really unique premise. It was really influential game. The newer games, uh, you know, we get they they have their following. Yeah. Um, I personally would have liked to see more innovation and more, just more mm-hmm. than I, I don't think. I think the last couple of games that have come out, like uh, Mankind Divided and, you know, uh, uh, whatever that other one was. I, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Mechanical Apartheid. The beeps in my head. Yeah. That one, no. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, no. Is Human it, Revolution. Human Revolution. Yeah. 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 It, it was not enough. Yeah. It was, it, it was there, but it, for whatever reason, it just did not. You know, it, it, all the elements were in place, but I just, something about the games that makes me go, man, you know, this could have been better. Yeah. I played, I actually own on the 360, I have man, uh, that mankind one shit. Mm-hmm. I just now lost it again. That's, that's pretty bad. Because yep. it's and, a, that, and that's where it is. It's just like, ugh. Played it, played it for a few so hours. It, these games were. Yeah. This was what started it all, and it deserves a spot in the top 100 list. Mm-hmm. I don't think it deserves a spot number at number 14. 14. Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, moving on, we got Planescape Torment. Oh God, right. it's another D and D game. Oh, yep. Okay. You get to go around all kinds of different planes and fucking fuck with shit, and it's a great game. You can choose to be like a combat character. You can choose to talk your way out of situations. There's a whole lot of options. It deserves a spot probably in the top 25, maybe even top 15. I guess I need to play this then. Yep. Hmm. I haven't because I... I don't want to go too far into it or spoil stuff, but there's a lot of cool things that happen in that game. You kind of had me hooked again when you... When any time these D&D type games... I. I never played a single one. I guess I owe it to myself to do it. Baldur's Gate 2 is a good jumping on point. Okay. Uh, number 12, Fallout 3. Oh, there it goes. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm beginning to think this is a bit more of a popularity contest. I think so too, yeah. But, I mean, you know, we all know number one and two are going to be. Yeah, so it better be. Need to be. Better be. Anyway, so, uh, Fallout 3. I mean, does it belong on number 12? Not really. I don't think it... No, Not really. Maybe in the top... I mean, it's it's a top 25, maybe? 30-ish. Yeah, you know. Top 35 somewhere. Somewhere yeah. in the... It deserves the spot somewhere floating around the top, but not nearly this close to the sun. Yeah. 
Um, I know, see, this is the thing. I think if you and I sat down and did like homework, which we're not going to do, we but may. if we, I'm at, we may do a top 100 list, we could, we totally could. Uh, if we sat down and literally listed every RPG, I mean, mm-hmm. every RPG, we're talking, there's got to be like three, four thousand RPGs out there. There yeah. has to be. Cause I, I would span even fucking. I mean, we only gotta you got to figure out 98 games. You got fucking official dungeons, advanced Dungeons and Dragons games that were on like the fucking Apple II. You know, they were on like 25 floppy disks. That's still a fucking RPG. Yeah. Uh, there's several Nintendo RPGs, Super Nintendo, there's PC RPGs, and they, they span generations and they span platforms. So, if that list gets that I'm going to make big, a prediction that WoW is going to be up there somewhere. Uh, I mean, we've got, what, almost uh, 11 more games to go. Mm-hmm. Guarantee you're going to get Final Fantasy VI, mm-hmm. Chrono Trigger, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. World of Warcraft, Yeah. okay, and let's see, that's that's three out of the eleven. Do you think any more are guaranteed to pop up here that we well, haven't seen so far? Well, the fact that they put Zelda on here makes me think maybe we're gonna get linked to the past. Maybe linked to the past or, or Ocarina of Time. Maybe. Uh, that's that's really about it. I mean, the fact they've already blown their Final Fantasy VII load, so yeah. So we'll see. I guess we will see. Oh uh, yeah, Fallout Three. I mean, good game. It's got a the, you know the combat mechanics are cool. It's yeah. got a good story. It was Bethesda's first entry, and it was a good one. But again, this is just my personal opinion. That and I played the whole, the entirety, including the expansions. The Fallout Three story for me was very kind of herky jerky. You know. Yeah, it was kind of. It had some ups. It was just battles. there. It was there to be like, look, this is uh, this is what the Fallout world is because they had to reintroduce it after it had been out of the light for so long. Mm-hmm. And they put their own spin on it. They put their Bethesda-type storytelling in it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the big thing was that it was huge open world, oh, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. And it was another, you know, Oblivion-slash-Skyrim-type game yeah. where that was coming out. And you were like, oh, my God, look at all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at all the stuff I can do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could blow people's heads off and shit. And everybody liked it, yeah. you know. And so, I do I think it was a bad game? Fuck no. No, no, no. Fuck no. But do I think it belongs on number twelve? No, no, it doesn't. No, not it, this there's a there's, we're starting. To, this is where the cream is, and yeah. I'm not seeing it. Would you put Would you put Final Fantasy VII above Fallout Three? Yes, yes, I would too, most definitely, without hesitation. Uh, Next, moving up the list, number eleven is Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Blood. Now you haven't played. I Bloodborne. haven't, but I mean, it's a Souls type game, is it not? It is. I don't would the, think it's not an RPG at all, then. Yeah. The story in Bloodborne, and and this is a moderate percentage up, not a chunk. The story in Bloodborne is very fucking good, and it's just a li- it's given to you a little bit better. Not much. You still gotta fucking read yeah. items and infer things and whatnot, but it's still, it, it guides you on a path. And then it starts fucking unwrapping the box, and you're like, oh, and it unwraps the box more, and you're like, oh, shit, it, it's good. Uh, do I think it's a better story than Final Fantasy VII or Sweet Coden or Mass Effect? Fuck no. Fuck no. Sorry. Sorry, I don't. Not, e- not even story? Not, I, I don't now, think it's a better RPG. And when we go for RPG, I'm thinking music, mechanics, mm-hmm. all these other fucking... Now, now it's got great music. The fighting mechanics are done way... It's a way step above Dark Souls 1 and 2 and Demon Souls. 
but just the game as an RPG, sitting it down, there are other ones I would put, I would put first. Yeah. But still a great game. If any of you haven't played any of these Souls type games, Bloodborne is also a good jumping off point because it's not Dark Souls. It's not Dark Souls canon. So you have your own set story right there in one game with so it's it. its own compact little yes, story. With awesome gameplay. My God. Awesome. The more you talk about Bloodborne, the more I might want to play it. The good thing about the thing that sets it apart from Dark Souls, aside from the aesthetic, aside from the visuals, aside from the story and how it's told, is the gameplay. Predominantly in Demon Souls and Dark Souls all the way around, you got X weapon and you got a shield. And nine times out of ten, it's can I fucking take this hit or can I get the fuck out of the way? In Bloodborne, you got X weapon and a gun. You better move. There ain't no, oh, let me just eat this fucking hit from a great axe. You better move or you're dead. Uh, your healing happens just like that. You're in battle and you fucking shoot your leg with a syringe and you heal up real quick and you get back. It's very, very fast paced. Yeah, but uh, as far as RPG wise. Yeah, no. No, no sorry. Uh, number 10. Final now, Fantasy Tactics. Final Fantasy Tactics. Wow. Now. That's a game that might deserve its spot in the top 10. Well, here's the thing. Yes, it does. Did, hold on. Did you, did you or did you not say that Ogre Battle doesn't belong? Uh, because it is a Ogre Battle time, stra- is, it, time is a turn-based strategy game. Ogre Time, Ogre Battle belongs. Okay. Okay. I thought, I thought you had said because. Tactics of- Ogre? Or Tactics Ogre. Yeah. yeah I thought it does. you were, I thought I heard you say because it was a it wasn't RPG strictly because it was more of a turn based, it was a strategy game. No, that was Valkyrie Chronicles. Oh, okay. Well, if we're allowing Final Fantasy in because it is a it has a great fucking story. Well, I mean, here's the thing is that Final Fantasy Tactics, it was an it was a tactics RPG. Yeah. Your characters leveled individually. You yeah, had, good point. You had skills and all that kind of stuff. The focus was on the combat, but mm-hmm. it was also it was equally divided onto the story. Well, what about other ones? Like, would you put Age of Empires? Fuck no. Would you put Age of Empires as a real time strategy game? Would you put Front Mission in it? Yes, Front Mission Three is one of my would be on my list. Would you consider Front Mission Three an RPG? Yes. Okay. Why? Because the way you play your characters and the way you go about doing things is about watching a story develop. That is the primary focus of this of the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, the combat is also a primary focus, but it has a split focus. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, got more. It's you got could make, and like I said, you could make the argument that Valkyria Chronicles is. Although it lacks in things like quests and stuff like that, that it's still an RPG because it has nowhere else to go. Okay. But Final Fantasy Tactics, hardcore into that fucking RPG. Its story element is you're not just watching things for your character to develop. You're seeing cutscenes for other characters and stuff going on like that in the background. Same thing. You know, it's just... The story sequences sometimes happen right there on the field. Yeah. They, they're the enemies or, or the the antagonists are there, and then you show up, and it's like, hey, and you're like, hey, like between and you go to it between best system in an RPG. If I was to rate RPGs by their systems, Final Fantasy Tactics and Front Mission Three are gunning for that number one spot. All right, 
I totally agree too. If we're both in agreement, it's an RPG. Yes, it definitely deserves to be this far up, yep. especially for the story. So they so far in the top ten, they've got it. They're one for one, yep. batting a thousand. Let's see what number nine is. Number nine is Baldur's Gate Two: okay, Shadows of Om. I don't know if I put it in the top ten, but <laughs> damn, that's that. I'm not gonna argue. Okay, is this the one you said is a good starting point? Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. What made this such a good RPG? It is uh, so many things. For one, it's a D and D based game. Mm-hmm. Make your own character. Do your own shit. So much stuff develops. You walk around this entire city. You can talk to all the people. You can find out all kinds of crazy things, you know, and there, it's one of those things where, you know, if you run across this thing and you ain't ready for it, sucks to be you, buddy. You're talking about Lost Odyssey. I'm talking about, (laughs) I'm talking about anything like from Morrowind on where you were just like, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm this level two dude and I ran into some shit that's, I ain't supposed to run into until level 10. Uh Rip. Yeah. <laughs> you welcome, know? welcome to Dark Souls, folks. Yep, you're not you're not ready for this. Now, are you comfortable? Uh, and I'm I'm asking you because I haven't played Baldur's Gate Two: Shadows of Om. Are you comfortable with it being at number nine in the top? 10? I wouldn't have put it at number nine. I'd put it in top fifteen. Okay. I would not have put it at number nine. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, I mean, we did a top ten RPG list. This wasn't on mine. Yeah. Um, the only reason it's not it wasn't up there is because. No particular air, it, it's a solid nine and eight across the board. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like good music, good story, good blah, 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 blah. Uh, it's got voice acting, you know, and it's solid all the way around. Mm-hmm. If you don't know your D&D mechanics, it's going to take you a minute uh. to figure out how to play the game. Um, but I tell you what, it's worth the investment. You could probably pick it up for ten bucks right now, and you should, because the graphics haven't aged so badly that they're, you know, unforgivable right mm-hmm. now. Yes. All right. Well, okay. Excellent. What do we got? What what beat out Baldur's Gate? I wonder. Diablo two. Fucking well, knew it. The entire Diablo trilogy is on this list. Okay, now, I can I can see that. I can see that. I don't agree with it being at number eight, and I don't agree with it beating out Diablo one. That's just my personal. I don't agree with it being out, beating out Sea Code in 2. No. Or Secret of Mana. <laughs> or Pokemon Red and Blue. Final Fantasy 7. <laughs> I mean, we're just, we're, we're, it's, yeah, there's some heavyweight titles that it has beaten to get to this spot. Yeah. I don't think it, I don't, I don't think it necessarily deserved what it got. Yeah. Diablo 2 is a good game. It's got a lot of depth. It's got, the, the thing that intrigued me about Diablo 2 before I started playing it was hearing that you're ex- you always hear this thrown around. Your experience isn't going to be the same. Well, the fact that they have randomly generated dungeons, your yep. experience can never be the same way. And that's you aren't once you play the game multiple times, you understand that it's just the level design is different. It's yeah. still going to have those key items in there. It's still going to have that particular armor set. It's just going to be at different spots. You're going to like I get what you did, but it's still done well. Yeah. It's still entertaining how it's done. So, good deal. It's up in number eight. Number seven, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Belongs on the list without question, but not at this spot. Not at number seven. I mean, my God. <laughs> I mean, it was a great game. Mm-hmm. It was a great game, and it put Bioware on the map. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that 
at that point it was like, okay, these guys are fucking awesome. Let's see what they do next. Yeah. Um, but no, no, it, it had a great story. It had great music. It, I mean, it had the fucking Star Wars score. So of course it had yeah. great music. Yeah. Um, but it, you've really felt like your de- decisions mattered. It further fleshed out the Star Wars lore period. Yeah, and it was all based on the ta- all the mechanics and stuff were based on the tabletop RPG. Mm-hmm. Oh God, it was great, so great. Well, if you haven't played it, you should. They think it's so great too because they got it at number seven. Yeah, but it's not not number seven material. Well, what about number six? World of Warcraft. We have talked about this. <laughs> MMORPG we have, if, at number if, six. If in the last expansion they all jump out of the TV screen and say none of this fucking mattered, they won't be have it won't be on this list anymore. Yeah, I we agree it shouldn't be on this list right now for physical because reasons. the story is still evolving. Yeah, it's still going. You know, it so. may turn out that fucking all the orcs were super racist against fucking people or something just something to make everyone go man this fucking this is garbage yep but world of warcraft got beat out by number five witcher three wild hunt oh yes yeah in my top 15 rpgs i would agree uh, i haven't beat it i haven't beat all of it yeah so i'm not gonna say whether or not it belongs to that five spot yeah. right now yeah, it's it's hungry. It's gunning for that five spot. I I have beaten it, and I beat the one expansion, the Hearts of Stone. I haven't beat Blood and Wine, if that's the second one. Yep. I may get around to playing that. We'll see. Uh, I, I I caution people though that it has a story, and it wraps everything up. And the story is very well fleshed out. The side stories are well fleshed out. The third side stories, the fourth, all the way down. They're all you're. It's gonna be rare for you to run into a town and a guy says, "Hey, girl, come here," and you talk to him. And you go do this one thing, and you're like, "Thanks, girl," and you leave. And you're like, "Wow, that was kind of lame." You're usually gonna wind up in a quest that you're like, "Damn, that was cool," and then you're gonna get tracked on another one. You're like, "Oh shit, I'm on a whole different path." I slightly equate The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt to Breath of the Wild in the vein of it's about the journey, not the destination. Yeah. Now, the ending and the main story is still a good 8.5, 9.5 out of 10, but the game itself is a 10 because everything in that game just wraps you. You will get lost. Well, here, here's the thing that makes it even better. If you're like me and you played the other games before you played this one, mm-hmm. it's just tacking on more. Yep. You know, it's just like, wow. You don't it, just walk by a town and they go, hey, there's Jim Bob. And you're like, yeah, I remember him from Witcher 1. He's like, hey, man. Come here and see what's going on. And you got this whole quest line that goes further involved with this this person you met. It keeps going. And it's great. It all ties in. Not just little, oh, we want to drop a name and you remember it. Mm-hmm. Let's flesh out some more about this. You he he didn't go nowhere. He's still here and he's got some shit going on, you know? I like that. I like that. It's great. Definitely deserved it. Definitely should be up in that top fifteen, so I'm okay with it. Now let let let's let's uh let's spin this a little bit. Is it better than tactics? You're thinking about it. It's a hard sell. That's a hard one. That's a hard. I think it is. I think it overall it is. Yeah. I think tactics is. Here's tactics has it beat on replayability. I think 
Yeah, it beats it by volume. It beats it by story content. Mm-hmm. But does it beat it in replayability? No. Because I'd, I can, I'd agree. I yeah. can play through yeah. tactics multiple times and use different character classes and different combinations, mm-hmm. and I'll beat it multiple times. I don't think I want to go back through The Witcher and try a different build for Geralt and be like, I'm going to go heavy magic this time, or I'm yeah. going to go heavy blah 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 this time. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah. You know, it's just not. Know. I mean, it's not completely a negative to say, but it's just something you need to know. It's Witch, just the Witcher things. Three does get daunting. Yeah, it gets to the point where it's like very, um, not I, I, daunting is a good word, but I would say very. Um, very just tedious mm-hmm. to go through and be like, okay, let's look at this big list of fucking check boxes and go yeah. one, two, three, four. And I would demand that I do it because I, I don't do it very often, but there are games where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to absorb all of this. Mm-hmm. And knowing that this is the last game of the Witcher series oh, yeah. and I'm not getting another one, mm-hmm. fuck yes, I'm doing it. Yep. It's worth it. It gives you feel. I'll remember this game for the rest of my life. Do you think it's better than Final Fantasy VII? Yes. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, I can. I can agree with that. I can. I feel like that's a better decision. Is it better than the Code Two? No. No. Sorry. <laughs> Again, this is a platinum fucking metal wall in front of you. <laughs> the diamond wall that's just I mean the the pow, the behemoth dragon of of molten lava that is World of Warcraft hits that wall and goes, Oh fuck and falls. <laughs> Sorry. With as much depth and content as that game but no, can't do it. Sorry, Bo. <laughs> Moving up to number four, Mass Effect Two. Now, I remember Mass Effect 1 was on here. And 3. Is it? Yep, right there at 45. Yep, right there at 45. Okay, so the entire Mass Effect original trilogy is on here. Yep. And they have put Mass Effect 2 above 3 and 1. Okay. At the number 4 spot. At the number 4. Now, here's the thing. Is it Mass Effect 2 was the closest Mass Effect, the original trilogy, ever came to not being an RPG at all. Yeah, it was... They trying to, they trying to strip they stripped that game down to the bare bones minimum for levels and everything else. Yeah, it was it was very don't very bad. explore here and find this. Go here, click. <laughs> it's like here's get your, back to the action. Here's your fucking mission complete screen. Get back to. We'll the give fight. you all your experience all at once. <laughs> Go throw bullets. You know, it's like oh god. Uh, it was talk- a great game. Yeah, we've talked about there, this one at length too. I mean, it's. Scott Moore, the first one, they refined a lot of things, but they also changed a lot. They added things. They took away things. They went into a new direction. For a polished game, for what they were trying to make it, it is better. But as far as a core Mass Effect thing, I just don't agree with the decision they made. I don't think Mass Effect 1, 2, or... Well, I think maybe 1 or 3 could be up in the top 15. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, that's what I would say. But they got it at number four. So, Adam, whoo, I'm getting kind of nervous now. Yeah. Because I know in my head that the first two, the number two and we number had one three, better be set. We had three We had three games we picked out. We're definitely up here. Yep. So, we are now down to the top three. Let's see if they're Let's there. Let's see. And if I swear to God, if our one or two is at number three, I might be a little miffed. You're going to be, because let's go ahead and scroll up. and. Yep. Oh, my God! 
god. Yep. Oh my god. I want just go ahead and scroll no, up so we No, no. We have to we have to no, just go ahead and no, scroll up not. so we can talk no, about all three of these no, games at once. Not. No, we're not. We're gonna do this like men. <laughs> do it like men. Game informer. And if this if I if the, if the magazine is correct, somebody has made a goddamn error. In May of 2017, I'll fucking print a link for this and keep it somewhere, treasure it. They have a number three RP, a number three RPG of all time, Chrono Trigger. Which means they have got something out of place. They something is badly, severely, badly out of place. Is wrong. That's why I wanted to scroll up to see what Ooh, it was. No, no. <laughs> I'm like, what let's, game? What game did they fuck up on? Let's give Chrono Trigger its due. It deserves the number it one or two spot. One, God. <laughs> I mean, you could argue, you could argue that Final Fantasy VI was better. Yes, and I would accept that that was your opinion. Yes. Okay. But you can't say it's number three, because that means there's another game out there. Another behind the curtains. We may do it on the podcast one day if we could regurgitate the entire argument. Adam and I, as two consenting gamers who love both of those games, had a friendly debate. I'm saying that not sarcastically. We didn't fucking go at each other's throats. We tried to decide between us which was better, Chrono Trigger or Final Fantasy VI. And I, if I remember right, after like five, six hours of contemplating and debating and actually making point after point after point, we both said, you know what, if they're both one and two, I don't fucking care where they sit. Yeah, as long as they're one as and two. As long as they are one and two, exactly. But they are not. They are not. Uh, Game Informer has Chrono Trigger at number three. Adam and I have talked at length about this game. I really don't know so, what more. We what can I'm, tell what you. is really gonna fuck me up is if Final Fantasy VI is the next game. What the fuck would be number one? Then I'm going to know that they need to just. I mean, wow, they probably got Mass Effect Andromeda sitting I'm on trying, top. I'm trying to barely click. Oh god. Oh god. All right. So I mean, I, let's I, see if they just kind of fucked up or if they just really, really <laughs> said, Nah, fuck it. Forgive us if we're not that, going, if we're not gushing for 15 minutes about Chrono Trigger. Uh, just, you can check out any one of our previous podcasts. Where we it it to got talk gushed about a little it. bit, at least. Yeah, we've talked about it in our RPG debate. We've talked about it in top, uh, Super Nintendo games. We've talked about it in just, just general conversation. We have talked at length. Chrono Trigger is a stellar 10 out of 10. Rounded it is a genre-defining masterpiece. If you wanted to know, if you had to explain to someone what an RPG was, you toss them Chrono Trigger and get the fuck out of the way. If, if you, out of nowhere, just said, you know what, I've never played a good RPG, I've played a few of them, I want to play three solid RPGs, here's what you do, and I really don't care which order you play it in. You play Chrono Trigger, you play Final Fantasy VI, you play Sweet Coden Two. Yep. Make sure you play those three. That's a solid. You, you sh- if you don't like one of those three, hey, that's okay. That's your opinion. But you're you're playing three masterpieces. You're playing. You're in the 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 golden fucking castle, sitting with the king when you play those. So let's see what Game Informer picked as their number two. Number two. Oh God. Final. F- <laughs> so they were just like what? fuck y'all. Wow. What I don't want to see number 1. I don't want to know. 
I don't want to know what RPG oh game and who oh the fuck God. are these people? Who, th- they've got to have credits down there at the bottom somewhere. Like here are the twenty people that sat in the roundtable discussion. To they put Final Fantasy VI as number two. <laughs> number two. So that means you could just erase number one, and then you get the actual list. Yes. You can just go ahead and bump everything up by one point. The top two RPGs of all time, without question, are Final Fantasy VI and Chrono Trigger. For At Super least Nintendo. Final Fantasy VI is where it's supposed to be. Yes. But Chrono that's about got it. Worked out. But that's about it. Oh, the same. it doesn't belong at number two to whatever it's under. I'm gonna calm down. Guaranteed. I'm gonna calm down. It's guaranteed not to be under whatever the fuck it's over is over it right now. The same thing that we said about Chrono Trigger, we will say again about Final Fantasy VI. We've talked at it length two, three, four, seven times on our podcast. What game could this be? You will get. You will have our opinions. Just know it's a great. Is it like a, a Pokemon Fantasy. or? It's, it's a Final Fantasy <laughs> game. It's the best of the best Final. Watch Fantasy. it be Final Fantasy VIII. It's the premiere of what you should play if you want a Final Fantasy experience. It deserves its spot at number one or number two. So it's got its spot. Oh, it just got fucked out. Fuck you, God. So. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Scroll that shit up. Let Let's me see. Scroll it. this shit up and <laughs> see what RPG beat out Final Fantasy VI and Colonel Trigger. We have the Elder Are you Scrolls fucking Fox shitting me? Are you shitting me? Skyrim. Oh, 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 oh my God. Oh, now, I hate lists this like is this. Is now I'm about note. to I'm about to take a game that I kind of like, and I'm about to shit all over it. Do it. All right. Why is it shittier than that, for all the reasons that Morrowind shits on it in its own series? Okay. They watered down the combat. They mm-hmm. watered down every fucking facet of this fucking game. Okay. This is worse. This is not good. Oh my god. <laughs> This is not good. I'm sorry. I'm I, I should have known that I hadn't noticed Skyrim on this list, but I didn't. Oh, oh my god. Oh, god. So, my god. Skyrim. Okay, let me let me throw this out there. It's... Oh, God. I know, it's rough, ain't it? It's rough. You're trying to manage your rage about, between... I'm you're about, trying to make talking I'm trying to. I'm trying to not be so mad at Skyrim that I say something I don't mean. But... It, for one, it had good music, it had good graphics, but they took what was good about the Elder Scrolls series and they gutted it, mm-hmm. okay? They were like, let's give it a bigger, better world, let's give it all this stuff, well, let's take away the ability to make spells. Mm-hmm. Let's take that ability away from the player. Now, they, they curtailed it a lot in Oblivion, okay? It meet, it, they curtail, they've curtailed it since Daggerfall, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Morrowind hit a nice balance. And they, they kind of watered it down a little bit for, for Oblivion. But it was still okay. And then they watered it down some more in Skyrim. In Skyrim, the enchanting, the magic, the fucking everything is just less of what it was. It looks prettier. Yeah. It's a pretty little magic system, you know. But is it better? Fuck no. Oh God. Fuck no, it's not. It looks better. The, the actual physical combat, like the, um, you know, hitting people with your swords, that looks a little bit more realistic, a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But it's is it enough of a trade-off? Fuck no. You know, you could fucking fly in goddamn Morrowind. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you can't do that in this game. They put, you know, they put the little skill caps in there, and there's nothing that gets you above it. People still found a way to glitch around it, but yeah, no. Let me let me give some full disclosure on my end because any of this bashing is going to have to be from you, because all my bashing is going to be it's just better because I because fu- fuck you. <laughs> I well, that's good. I have not. <laughs> that's what it deserves. Yeah, it's good to be a fanboy for Final Fantasy VI and Chrono Trigger. It, well, I mean, you're not really fanboying out when it's like... When it's the truth, mother. I mean, <laughs> if you look at fucking Skyrim as a fucking game, okay, it is not anywhere near as genre-defining as it. This was just another Elder Scrolls game. Yep, yes it was. Okay, it was yes. not... It was bigger and better, but the same thing again. It was, play it again, Sam... Dun, 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 dun. And this time he like used a shittier piano, mm-hmm. you know. With that, but it looked better. It was a bit, it had better production value. I want everybody to know, so it doesn't sound. I don't want to come all across as somebody who bashes shit for no reason. I have not played Skyrim at all. You bastard! Now, okay, how did you miss Skyrim? Now, th- well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So everybody's initial attack at me is with folded arms, gonna be like, "Wait a fucking minute! If you've never played the game." How can you say one's better than the other? And I'll say, well, I can I can only default to what I can go with, and that's desire. I had heard. Now, mind you, mind you, we're talking back in what year was six out? Ninety Final Fantasy six came out ninety five for Chrono Trigger, and ninety four for Final yeah. Fantasy six. I got into Final Fantasy six when that motherfucking game was released. Yeah. This was 1994, for those of you that were even born back then that are listening to this. But for those that understand my age group, this is long before internet. This is long before phones where you could text each other. This is long before, you know, I I didn't come from a school where we had large cliques of people. You know, I had like five, six core gamer friends around. Mm -hmm. And luckily, one of them, their mom and dad purchased six for them. I, through magazine articles, through word of mouth, heard about this game. And just like I did recently that you guys heard from me with Breath of the Wild, I had a fever pitch. Oh, I've got to play this game. Yeah. I liked Final Fantasy IV. Yes, I did. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I liked Secret of Mana. Yeah, had a good time with it. But the more and more that I heard about and read about and, and saw things from Final Fantasy VI, it was more and more and more appealing and more drawing. And I had to have that game to the point where I made a almost a blood pact. I lost half my gaming fucking library to get this game. Yeah. When Chrono Trigger was around, I had played that at a friend's house and the same shit happened. Oh, I want to see where this goes. This shit just draws you in from minute one. When yeah. Luca's like, hey, I got this time machine, and you get zapped in, I was hooked, ready to play more. I've never played an Elder Scrolls game, and the more and more I kept seeing Skyrim pushed in my face, the more I kept going, what's the big fucking deal? I have no desire to play that game. Even though everybody around me was just, you gotta play it straight, best thing ever. You just want to walk around the real world and yell, first one die, you got to. I'm saying I hear you and I respect you because you have love for this game. But I don't see anything that's drawing me in. And I never have. 
So that's the only okay. thing I can go with. What? I know that's very weak. I know that's feather words in the wind. But six I and think, Chrono Trigger drew me in. Like you, I've I've had that. Like do you remember five the? Times in my do you life. remember the opening part of Final Fantasy VI? Mm-hmm. Okay, tell me what happens. Uh, you it's it's uh, Terra and she's she's going to Narsh. Uh-huh. They rob. They show up on the cliff. And they're like, yep, there's a town. We're going to go there. It's like, hey, she's got that crown. He's like, yeah, we got her under control. Come on. We're about to go. We're about to go get this Esper and check it out. And the, and it's a snowfield march and the credits are rolling. Yep. And then you get in an arch. Do I need to keep going? Yes. Okay. That's it. Well, that, I mean, but you understand what you were there for that, uh, up and from the moment the game started Mm -hmm. to when you finally got control of your character, Mm -hmm. you know, all these things happened, and they gave you a clear, concise idea of what yep. you were about to do. Yeah. Okay? And in Chrono Trigger, mm-hmm. do you remember what happened there? Yeah. I woke up. Spoiler alert for these two games, I guess. I mean, I'm no, sorry that we spoiled the first the opening five minutes of these games. My bad. Uh, Chrono wakes up. His mom's like, hey, you're going to be late. You need to go go fun to the fair. And he goes to the fair. And I mean, that, nope, that's when you get control. That's when you go get to control. the fucking fair. And you go to a fucking fair and you get to see things and go play games and then pop. You show up and you can just do whatever the fuck you want. Yep. You run into a princess and like, she's like, hey, oh, you knocked my necklace loose. And you're like, hey, you're let me go sell this shit. And then you, fuck you. <laughs> I want to lose the trial. And later. they're like, hey, we need to go <laughs> check out Teller. He's got this time machine thing. And you go check out the time machine and up, shit happens. Yup. And it wasn't a time machine, it was a teleport. Well, teleport. It yeah, wasn't supposed sorry. to be a time sorry, machine. Sorry, yeah, it was supposed to be, but it turns out to be one. <laughs> so, spoiler alert for a spoiler alert, my bad. So, in any case, you knew what you were doing. Mm-hmm. You knew the plot. Mm-hmm. You knew where you were going. Mm-hmm. It was like, A, you're going to B. Go to B. Skyrim. You wake up in the back of a fucking wagon. Mm-hmm. You're like, and your head's free to look back and forth as you want. Mm-hmm. You look back and there's some dude that's gagged in the fucking back and you're like, okay. <laughs> you look forward and you see like some dude riding a horse. He's like dragging you and you're like, okay, well, how did I get in prison? Okay. This is a fucking Earl Scrolls game. You always are a prisoner when you start. Yeah. Don't know why, but I that's just know, a thing. I, until you said earlier that you're always a prisoner, I never knew that was a thing because I haven't played a single one of these games. And if you play one, play more one first. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be brutal. But anyway, but your point. Um, so he starts talking to you like, hey, what are you doing here? And you're like, good fucking question. <laughs> you're like, I have no idea. Oh, they caught you trying to come across the border. And you're like, oh, I guess I was trying to come across the border. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you picked a bad time. We've got this war going on and blah, 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 blah. And mm-hmm. they start throwing out all these names. Oh, They start telling you about you're going to, to Sovngarde and and blah blah blah. You're losing me already. All these other places, You're and they starting me. to tell you about every. He he basically gives you a 15 minute synopsis. Mm-hmm. They modded this part out of the game. What? Yeah, because people want to. It's called a quick start mod, mm-hmm. where you can make characters and be like, okay. Because if you make a mod, the way modding works mm-hmm. is you mod the game, and you're supposed to start a fresh save file. That way, you don't get cascading failures later yeah. on. Yeah. Well, if you're constantly having to watch that fucking scene, mm-hmm. that 15 fucking minute horse ride to fucking goddamn the prison camp before you generate your character, because you're tied up, you can't see your character. Yeah. You're looking through their first person perspective. You can't fucking see them. You can't do anything. You're just trapped 
on this fucking slow ride. You finally get off the cart, and the guard says, Hey, what's your name? And the camera swings around, and you get to pick your race, and you get to put your name, you get to pick your attributes, all that shit. Mm-hmm. It's only at that point do you have any type of control over the fucking game. Yeah. I'll, You're just completely lost. This happens in movies. This too. is just a just one example of how the story te- Bethesda is makes great stories, mm-hmm. but they are terrible at storytelling. Yeah. Okay, let me contrast that with Modern Warfare, who has really shitty generic stories. Mm-hmm. But they're fucking awesome at storytelling. Yeah. Okay? If you were and if you take a game that has shitty storytelling or good storytelling and good stories, you end up with a bioware game usually. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> where <laughs> I like that, like that caveat. <laughs> usually, usually, you, sometimes you get a Dragon Age two or a Mass Effect Andromeda, and mm-hmm. something shit goes sideways somewhere. Yep. Um, but every once in a while, you, you end up with a game like that. But fucking Bethesda, that's just their mo is bad storytelling. Yep. You end up with rigid characters explaining to you plot points, so that you can be like, oh well, I guess you know. Whatever. Yep. But it just makes no fucking sense. No fucking sense. Yeah. That this game is on top. For comparison, IGN ranked Skyrim number 25 on its chart. Why Sakaguchi's Chrono Trigger got first place. Skyrim will release a Nintendo Switch at some point in 2012. Good lord. Uh, man. I Uh, think that they did this just for fucking... For pushing Skyrim? You think maybe to push I think Skyrim they got the paid got paid to push Skyrim for the sin. Who is that guy? <laughs> Who is, let's name this fucking you, son of a bitch. By Click his fucking name. Wait, are we gonna stalk this guy live? Yes, we're stalking this dude. Decade long game writer, self <laughs> self fucking professed fucking moron. His name is Licio Palumbo, <laughs> or what the fuck his name is. Fuck him. He's okay, the senior editor. He's the senior editor. He deserves to be fucking not that he let an this go. He let this. He happen. let yep. this happen. I he agree. allowed this to fucking happen. Now this is where I will agree. Now that you brought that up, or that we both saw it actually at the same time, the fact that this just so happens that this year yeah. Skyrim is being re-released. On the switch, yeah, I think it's a paid advertisement. Is what we've been we've been duped. Yep. Now, in contrast, and we'll we'll try to blow through this list a little quicker. Uh, we're gonna go through the top 100 RPG of all time by IGN. Now, oh man, a little bit, little bit better fairing for this list. Uh, I'm we're just gonna try to do this in a oh look what beat what sense, and we're not gonna keep you all here for 20 hours. We promise. But number 100, IGN says is EverQuest. We've already discussed. Meh. MMORPGs got beat out by Wizardry 8, Titan Quest, Fable 2. Fable's making another list. What do you know? Oh, God. Uh, Torchlight 2. I don't know anything. Never played it. Yeah, I don't know the money. Pillars of Eternity. Oh, look. Front Mission 3. Well, well, he made the list this time. That's better. Number 94, yeah. Uh, Bard's Tale again. Number three, The Bard's Tale. I'm, I don't, I'm guessing that's the NES version. I don't know if if they put click links in here. I don't think they did. Oh, yeah, they did. They put the actual Nintendo Bard's Tale, or, yeah, sure was. Well, actually, apparently it was released on several systems, but it was, but it also came up on the, on the NES. That's what I remember it as. Is the NES. Betrayal at the Condor. Condor. Yes. 
Uh, Betrayal at Crondor. I have no idea what that is. Uh, Freedom Force. Wasn't that like a beat-em-up game? <laughs> well, let me click the link. No, I you. mean fucking Freedom Force. Oh, Freedom Force. No, you're thinking Fighting Force. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Divinity, Original Fuck Sin. Fuck that game. <laughs> Dragon Age Inquisition. Okay. It's on the list, but it's still way On the list, there. way it's low. Way for some reason. Yeah, way way low, I guess, should be a little Darkest Dungeon, uh, YS, Book 1 and 2, or East, I forget mm. how to say it. Me? Kingdom Hearts 2, on the list, way up there. Chrono Cross made On 80, the list again? 85. What was well, it on the other one? Thank God it's low. It was in the... It was like 60, I oh, believe. Yeah, it 59, was way, 60. We up there. I think it was in like the 50s almost. Uh, I'm trying to pull it up real quick. Oh, yeah, well, there's a, there's your buddy, Alicio Palumbo. Fuck <laughs> that, dude. Uh, Chrono Cross, Chrono Cross for the Game Informer. It was on the, is it like 59 or 60? 59. IGN puts it, says, nah, bro. We got it at 85. Still not happy they have it on the list it at all. It should be at, like, number 2,467. Uh, got beat out by Dragon Warrior 7. Thank God. Which got beat out by the first Final Fantasy. Okay. okay Ultima, Underworld, The Stygian Abyss. Okay. EVE Online. EVE, Eve Online, Online made the list this time. Yeah, did not. Yeah, make once again, another MMO for... I think they should be judged separately, but whatever. I agree. Eve Online is it is Eve Online still going to this day? Yeah. Is, is it expanding to this day? Yeah. Oh, uh, from what I understand, yeah. Uh, Marlo Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. It's a good game. Adam hasn't played it. I have. I would not put it above the original Final Fantasy. Would you put it above Chrono Cross? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm fucking kidding me right now. <laughs> Uh, Star Ocean, the second story. Made it a lot higher on the other list, but sure I guess not. Illusion of Gaia makes the wow. list. Wow. 78, but hey, it's it's on there. Hey, look, Valkyria Chronicles Valkyria made it. Valkyria Chronicles. Seems like that was kind of the same spot. It was like, yep, it goes on this list, but in a low spot. Man, Valkyria Chronicles on this one made... With, sorry, I'm looking at this at the same Right there, 60. Go down. Go down a little bit. There it is. So 63 for Game Informer. IGN says it's a little higher up. It's 77. Icewind Dale 2. Legend of Dragoon makes the list. Yay. Of, for those of <laughs> you At least a, it got on there. It had to. It had a period. I mean, it, the it fact period, is, it had a period you don't, if you don't like Legend of Dragoon, you suck. No, I'm just kidding. If you don't like Some Legend people, of Dragoon, you it don't was, like periods. It was... You don't like female menstruation. It was as like much of a movie. shit show as Chrono Cross with a straightforward story. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, that's much, what it was. And this was more straightforward. This was Chrono Cross if the story was fucking, you know, legible and it didn't ruin a good game. Yeah. Got beat out by Disgaea, Hour of Darkness. Got beat out by Witcher 2, Assassin of Kings. Okay. Neverwinter Nights 2. Okay. Jade Empire. There's again. that game again. Fire Emblem, Fire again. Emblem Awakening, Odin Sphere, Lathe Sphere. I think Life that's like Sphere a remake Sphere. or a remix of Odin Sphere. Odin Sphere is good. I'm good with it being on the list. Here's Fucking your Undertale. Here's your boy Undertale. Oh, uh, you just need to I will take Undertale. I will take 200 Undertales to one Chrono Cross. <laughs> Got beat up. Oh, look, Nino Kuni. We're after the White Witch made the list. Now, I, I know you said you haven't played it. Neither nope. have I. I have heard this is a very good RPG. Mm-hmm. Or it's good old school. And apparently everybody likes Pool of Radiance, because yeah. that made number 66. Sure did. Got beat out by Dragon Quest Eight, Journey of the Cursed King. Cool. Got beat out by Lunar. Lunar, something that fucking deserved to be on that 100 <laughs> list. Yep. Uh, Fantasy Star Online. 
Not a straight MMO fight. MMO again. Online one made it. Now that story is finished, so I I'd have to, I don't know the whole story. Can't say yeah or nay. Oh, I'm happy for this. Oh, one. look, another series that didn't get represented yep. in the last one. Breath of Fire Three is on IGN's list. That number is 62. I personally would have put it sub 50. But I'm glad that Breath of Fire has got some representation. Breath of Fire 3 is so good. I would say of those three RPGs we told you earlier, number four, number five or six should be Breath of Fire 3. Really good. Really good game. Uh, got beat out by Lunar, Silver Star Story. Oh man, they're both there. Got beat out by Shining Force 2. Another series that did not get fucking play. Not at all. Got beat out by the original Golden Sun. Uh-huh. Got beat out by Lufia 2. Oh man. Oh man. You think, I think, I, I, I think we had some actual people. I mean, Chrono Cross still made the list, so I have to wonder you about still their judgment. Wonder. Gotta wonder about their judgment, but they obviously had a couple of people that knew what the fuck they were playing. I've come to the They had a couple of RPG fans in this game. I've come to the conclusion that I think Chrono Cross makes any list solely and only because of the music. That's what I, that's all I can go for. Uh, it's the only good it's thing the it's got going It's for. got those little fucking, like, tendrils that are still attached to Chrono Trigger and give it a boost up yep. because it was a really shitty game. Uh, Lufia got, Lufia 2 got beat out by Tales of Asperia. Got, okay. Got beat out by my RPG. In a much better spot. Very much better. Got beat out by Shadowheart Covenant. Okay. Got beat out by The World Ends With You. Haven't played it. Haven't but... played it. Heard things. Don't know. But it got beat out by Fantasy Star, uh, Fantasy Star 4, a legitimate Fantasy Star. Yep. Cool. Which got beat out by Final Fantasy 7. Now, it, they have Final Fantasy 7 on IGN. Has it as 52. It was like sub-15, yeah, I think. it was... Uh, See, Final Fantasy VII was 18, 18 actually. Yep. On, yeah, so a little dispute Well, there. it's a big dispute, I guess. I guess. Well, I don't know why they put it They so put up. fucking Stardew Valley on this goddamn list. Stardew. Holy shit. So, so my wall here so far, besides Breath of Fire 3, is now fantasy, is uh, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, yeah, it got beat out by Stardew Valley. No, sir. It's got beat out by Persona 5, which is okay. too new and I haven't played it, but it's, it's fucking up there. I'll, I'll take it. I'll it's, take Final Persona 5 is a better shot of beating Final Fantasy 7 than Stardew Valley does. No doubt. Got beat out by Xenoblade Chronicles. Don't know. Sure. Dragon Age Origins. Yeah, maybe seven. I could see it. I could see it, but it's a, it's, to me, I'd have to think about that for a little bit longer. Yeah. yeah. Dragon Age Origins was a good damn game. Might be another one I have to play side by side. Uh, which got beat out by Shin Megami Tensei 3. Okay. I'm sorry, Shin Megami Tensei Persona 3. Which got beat out by Grandia 2. I love Grandia 2. Not, not better than Final Fantasy 7. Can't, can't, can't agree with that. Okay. Got beat out by Demon Souls. No, it's supposed to be on the list. RPG dispute, yeah. Not better than, as far as story. No, no, no. Not better than 7. Got beat out by Xenogears. Do you... The true sequel to Chrono Trigger. Do you put... Which which one do you put above? Final Fantasy 7 or Xenogears? Xenogears. You said that real quick. Yep. That's a hands down, no questions asked? Hands down, no questions asked. Hmm. Even though I like both games. Why? Why? Because I get more out of Xenogears than I get out of... For one, they there were more towns in Xenogears, more places to explore, more... And it's not so much of a... Like, there were more to the towns. You know, I don't know if there's physically more towns in Xenogears. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't sat down and counted. Mm-hmm. 
But I know that when I go into a town in Final Fantasy VII, other than Midgar, which had a shit huge fucking map, um, it's usually like four or five houses, yeah. you know, and it's like, oh, well, these four or five houses make up the town. One of them's a fucking shop. Yeah. You know, one of them maybe an inn. That was, just briefly talking about Seven, that was one thing as, you know, coming from older RPGs and then playing Final Fantasy Seven, you spend a good bit of time in Midgar. You yeah. go, you go, you mean, you got the main Shinner facility, you got It takes all, up about the first hour of gameplay. Yeah. And you you've got all the subsequent little little slum areas. You've got the little towns. You've got the the reactors, and then you leave Midgar, and they're like, oh, oh, you you thought that was the world? Oh, you thought you were playing in this place? <laughs> no, 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 that is one city. Now go explore the world. And there was never another comparable city. No, you can walk by Midgar out in the world. That. I love games that do that. They go, nah, nah, this ain't, you thought this was big. This is not where you live. The world is out there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so Xenogears got beat out by Tails and Symphonia. No. 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 So, but, 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 Michael, you only played Symphonia for like an No. No. When I played Xenogears, I got enthralled. And even if I didn't understand a lot of the third act of the game, I still was enthralled. I made it. 40 minutes into Tales of Symphonia, I said, nope, you didn't draw me. You had your shot, you blew it. Uh, got beat out by Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. I mean, if it's gonna be on this list, okay, but in the top, in sub 50, no. Yeah, no. Above Xenogears, fuck no. no. Above Final Fantasy 7, fuck no. Yeah, so for you, I think your wall right now is Xenogears. Yep. Uh, got beat out by Skies of Arcadia. No. <laughs> Not as high as it, it belongs on the list. Look at this entry. What's not on the other list, but it's on here. Skies uh, of Arcadia, Vampire, Xenogears, all this got beat out by Final Fantasy IX. Uh, I don't know. Final Fantasy IX was an exercise in pain for me. How would you... Well... It was one of the games... It 7, went, 8, 9, 10. Rank them, go. 7, 8, 9, 10. Just like that? Yep. You would pick 8 over 10. You would pick 8 over 9. I'd pick eight over you nine and ten. You'd pick them all in a row. Yep, I watched. I watched it collapse. Is what I. It was like watching a house fire. Mm-hmm. You know, seven was like, okay, yeah, cool, awesome. Let's let's get more. We we need to have eight was fun. like. I don't I don't like the way this is going. I don't I I did not come out of this experience with the positive view of this game series, and then nine was like. I don't like what they're doing. I'm, it's kind of making me angry. Mm-hmm. And Ten was like, "Fuck it, fuck it, I'm done." Man, I think I'd put. I think for me, it'd probably be seven, nine, ten, and eight. I liked eight the least. I didn't finish ten. Oh well, there you go. I got. I didn't finish nine really, but I beat eight. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly hoping that things would improve. <laughs> that's you know? so. That's so bad. You know, You're I was like, like, I'm staying with you. Maybe I'm gonna keep again. fighting for you. I'm gonna keep pulling for you. Something cool is and gonna then they happen. And they jump through the TV. Yep. <laughs> then they say everybody lived together in an orphanage. Yep. Everybody already knew each other. They all lived together in an orphanage. Somehow fate brought them back together, and they're gonna go fight this time witch now that we just magically theorized came into existence. All right. So we got big hitters already. I mean, we got Grandio. We got Xenogears, Final Fantasy Seven. 
Uh, got be- all these going on the list further. Got beat out by Ogre Battle, The March of the Black Queen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, got beat out by the original Fallout. Man, okay. Got beat out by Fire Emblem, the original one. Okay. Uh, got beat out Fuck by Neverwinter Nights. Baldur's nothing, Gate. Nothing so far you've said should be above uh, no. should be above Xenogears or Final Fantasy VII. Mm. Uh, beat out by oh they picked a different Paper Mario they got Paper Mario Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door I agree with it being on the list over the original Paper Mario I would definitely yeah. say that but, I would say a lot of these games belong on the list not nearly sub fifty yeah. not not all of them sub fifty got beat out by Dragon Quest Five Hand of the Heavenly Bride uh another full disclosure on my end i've played dragon warrior one and two i beat both of them and i've also played dragon quest eight that's all i've played okay and that's sad because i know all of them are worth a good playthrough but just i, I don't know anything about five so i don't know where to rank it uh, if, if it's good enough for them to put on the i'm i'm decently okay with their list so far okay not not totally like what the fuck but again, they did put Chrono Cross on this list. So yeah. there, there is where I there, am. There are. There is an, there is an inconsistently at least. <laughs> uh, let's see. Dragon Quest V got beat out by Ultima Four, Quest of the Avatar. Okay. okay. Got beat out by, woohoo, my champion, Final Fantasy Twelve. Thank you. I'll take that. Okay. I will put it, I will put 12 definitely in the top 30. I'm good with that. But they got it at 31. Got beat out by Pokemon Sun and Moon. Fuck you. <laughs> Xenogears. Final Fantasy twelve. Final Fantasy seven. Beat out by Pokemon Sun and Moon. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Even if I go through the lengths of making the arguments that Pokemons can be on the list, they do not get out, beat out by those. Sorry. No. You're right. You're not wrong. Got beat out by Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. And this is now, now I'm starting to see some crazy ones. Monster Hunter 4, I don't know if I would, cla- I still don't even know if I would classify the Monster Hunters as RPGs. They're kind of, I, I treat them akin to Pokemon. You play Monster Hunter to go out and hunt the monsters. You play Pokemon to go catch the Pokemon. Yeah, there is story there, but I play Final Fantasy because I want to know the story. I play Pokemon because I want to catch them all. Uh, got beat out by Fallout New Vegas. Okay. Is New Vegas better than Final Fantasy Seven? No. Is it better than Xenogears? Should it be in the top 28? Yeah, maybe. You better make that than Xenogears? Not fucking better than Xenogears. <laughs> okay. I thought not, you better, said it. not better than Final Fantasy Seven. Nope. Got, bleed out by, got beat out by Bloodborne. Oh, that's, God. That's three Bs right there. Um, That's still an argument against it. We, we shouldn't be on the list. Got beat out by Mass Effect. Now, they have Mass Effect as number 26. I think Game Informer had it way down here. Yep. Just keep on scrolling. The first Mass Effect they have at 65 for Game Informer. IGN says, nah, come on, man. Give us some more respect. It's at at number 26. Okay. Now, their 25 is Skyrim. Where it fucking belongs. (laughs) Thank God. Sub 50, not in the top 10. Yeah. Not in the top 15. Sorry. Got beat out by Ultima 7, Black Gate. Okay. I guess. I guess. Got beat out by System Shock 2. Okay. Foreseeable. I guess. 
got beat out by, oh Lord, oh God, I fucked the list up. List oh, where go? No. List oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, System Shock 2 got beat out by Final Fantasy 4. Okay. If I can see Final Fantasy 4 making it high up in, in the top 25. We're, we're, battle them out. Final Fantasy 7 or Final Fantasy 4? 7. I'd pick 7 too. Yeah, I'd go with 7. Uh, which got beat out by Morrowind. Okay. Got beat out by Tactics Ogre. Let us cling together. Okay. This their top twenty starts with Tactics Ogre. There we go. I mean, okay. all right. That's it. It's ooh, it belongs somewhere near here. Ooh, nineteen. Your boy Earthbound. Well, it's. Uh, I don't like that sound. Uh, that's that, was like, that was like a death wind. That was like, oh, oh god, this made the list again. Yeah, no, um, it, it made could, the list. It, it made the top. 20. It can be in the top one hundred, but I wouldn't put it past the sixties at the highest. But hey, to make you feel better, it got beat out by Final Fantasy Tactics. Okay, it belongs okay, to top st- twenty. Start to see some light. Well, probably top ten, but it can be top twenty. That's I can fine. I can deal with that. Got beat out by Sweet Coden Two. Yeah. Yay! Okay. Lower. These lower. Are, should be sub fifteen. Further up the list, I'm saying. Should be should be sub fifteen, but should it's okay. Be sub 50, should be sub fifteen. Got beat out by the original day say. Okay, uh, I can deal with its position. Better than Sweet Coden Two. No. No. I'm not saying that. Oh, okay. I'm you're just saying, saying it's relative position saying, on the list. Okay, I it's got It's okay. You. I got you. Got just because Sweet Coden Two got screwed doesn't make Deus Ex's <laughs> position illegitimate. But okay. now, now I've hit another one of my golden walls. This Sweet Coden Two and DSA is not better than Sweet Coden Two. Neither is Fallout Two. Got beat out. No, thank you. Okay. Uh, Kotor. I've never played Kotor, but it's the next on the list at fourteen. It, it will blow your fucking mind. Heard. Number thirteen, Persona Four Golden. I'd, yep. Okay. It, it, it's, it's got that potential. Gotcha. Got beat out by Dark Souls. No, We've sir. Been here and said this. Got beat out by Mass Effect Two. All right. Okay. Let me scroll back up here and see what dark what Mass Effect Two beat out. Mass Effect Two beat Sweet Coden Two. You knew. it beat out Tactics. No. <laughs> beat it out did, Final it, Fantasy it, Four. It didn't beat out Skyrim. Nope, it didn't beat out Skyrim. I don't. Let me let me let me let me, let me quick shoot this in my mind. No, Final Fantasy IV beats out beats out Mass Effect Two. It no, no, it's oh, I don't know. That's a rough one. That's a that's a way out there fucking wild yeah. card debate. Uh, beats out twelve. Nope. Beats out uh, Final Fantasy. Beats out Xenogears. Fuck. Come on no. now, Mass Effect Two. Mass no. Effect Two does not beat out. No. Does The Witcher Three Wild Hunt beat out Xenogears? No. Wow, that was quick. I love this. So just like that, nope. Just like that, no. Now look, Flat, no. the the massive expanded game of yep. Matt Witcher. I understand what not... I understand what I'm saying. Okay, you're not crazy. I'm not crazy. All right. Well, Witcher Three beat out Mass Effect Two. Uh, now this is. is this is a this is a crazy one for me. I totally agree with the next one being on the list. But we're in the top ten, okay? This they creme de la creme. They started ten with Witcher three. Their nine is Vagrant Story. Wow, really good. But I would not put that in the top ten. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like 
Okay, uh, if, as long as it belongs yes. on the list somewhere and it's a really damn good game. This I, is the way I'd say it. I can handle a difference of opinion. Vagrant Story, top 25, I would say that. Yeah. Top 20, it would have to fight for it. At top, you know, 15, it would be a blood battle. Yeah. And I think by the You'd last get- skin of its teeth, it would fucking put a fingernail over the line and make, make 15. But I think with a, I think that if you had a diehard enough fan of Vagrant Story, he could make top ten work. Yeah, he wouldn't get that some bitch to number one. No, no, it wouldn't. Man, uh, I think that's what happened here. So we got Witcher it's top ten. We got uh, Witcher Three Wild Hunt, followed by Vagrant Story. Got beat out by Diablo Two. Yeah, I could see Diablo Two making top ten yeah, on somebody's see list. It, yeah, with the, with the longevity of it. Yeah. Now, again, got beat out by Secret of Mana. My God. Top 10, no. I love no, sir. Mana. I, I mean, I like the game, but wow. I mean, it's just no. like, <laughs> what the fuck? Top, top 20. Top 25, again, but not not. not you get 20. shot out of a cannon, and they were like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, call, you fucking do one of those. Those, 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 the fucking, the drum that had the little balls on it. You go, ticka, 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 ticka. You call the dragon. Yeah. I guess. Sure. You fall down a well and find a sword. Fucking number six. (laughs) Planescape Tournament. Tournament. Okay. 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 All right. I have to trust y'all's judgment. (laughs) Top five. Here we go. Top five is World of Warcraft. Jesus. Again. It's always going to make stuff like that just be cut. And it doesn't matter. what Warcraft could just take a giant shit. Okay, it doesn't matter because it's an MMO and it's got such a big, robust yeah. story and such a big, huge budget. Yes, that's why I don't think games like this should be on these lists until mm-hmm. they're dead. I'm telling at the you, very least. I see. Here's a scenario: you got fucking World of Warcraft comes comes out of the fucking earth and it's massive. It's fucking coll- it's mountain size and it's breathing fire. And brandishes a big giant axe in one hand. And a big broadsword in the other, and it's got horns and it rawr, and shoots lava everywhere. And right at the base of the mountain is little Sweet Coden Two, and the dragon's like rawr, and he just and pulls out his sword walks and walks up and up. pokes his fucking toe with his sword and kills World of Warcraft. Just that easy. Yep. Does not match up to that game. No, I'm sorry. Number f- oh God in heaven, <laughs> help me. Somebody, me somebody was high. You were doing so good, IGN. Somebody was high. Number four on IGN's <laughs> list that beat out. Let me tell you it's, what all it's beat out. It beat out World of Warcraft, beat out Vagrant Story, Witcher 2, Final Fantasy 7, Sweet Coden, Tactics, all this. Ladies and gentlemen, the number four on the list is Pokemon Yellow. Wow. What? What? And this makes me sad because I go, I went out of my way to make an argument of why Pokemon deserves to be on the list. Yep. And they said, now they, now, <laughs> now they come back with the dick. Yeah, They were like, he said it. He said it with the bill. It's all I wanted. <laughs> and now you see why I was like, no. Yep. Got beat out by Baldur's Gate 2 Shadows of Om. Okay. As the number three. And you put, you would have to be, Fanboying hard to put that in number three. Yeah. But. But number two. It's not a bad game. No, it's not. 
Not a bad game. It is a definite top. You could. It wouldn't be hard to make a top ten yeah. argument for that game. Yeah. From what I hear, top ten worthy. And number two and number one. Hey, Adam, guess what? The world is right. On their shoulders. <laughs> these guys were not insane. They went. <laughs> Let's not be insane. Let's pick the other ninety-eight games. So they picked for number two, Final Fantasy VI, number one, Chrono Trigger. And again, you can interchange them two, it wouldn't matter. Yes. Because they would be in the same throne, in the same room, just being like, yeah, come on. What you want? Well, which one of y'all's better? But we're both one and two, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter what list you go on, except for this fucking, unless somebody's high. They put, what did they put? Was it 50 something they had, Skyrim? I think it was like, or 70-something? It, it was like 25, I want to say. Oh, Lord, was it really? No, Morrowind was 21. Skyrim was 25 for IGN. They put it at number one for Game Informer. What a My fucking God. Where did they put Baldur's Gate and um and Pokemon Yellow? I, I don't think, think they had Pokemon Yellow. I don't think they had Yellow on here, but they had Baldur's Gate at number nine. Okay, so, yeah. So, yeah. They put it in their top. They both put Baldur's Gate 2 in their top 10. That is evidence to me that it would be something worth playing. Yeah. Uh, and it is. Well, I'm officially going to cancel my, that I didn't even pay for subscription to Game Informer. You should. Because fuck those guys. Those guys are retarded. Wow. Wow. Like, right? even in the height of that game, like, man, this game was just out two months ago. Skyrim's great. All the law, the law, law as it goes down their throat. You can't put it. They in had to one. come back and they go, yeah, you like Somebody Chrono had more. to come to reasons. They have it in their mouth, choking. Oh, oh, and they go, so yeah, yeah, you put Chrono Trigger ahead of it, right? Oh, the, well, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait a, wait a second. As they wipe the spittle <laughs> off from their, their mouth. <laughs> Let's, wait a minute. I Let's just, not get ahead of ourselves and here. They're like, and they're like, yeah, the game's good, right? And you're like, oh, the game's so cool. And you're like, okay, you would put Chrono Trigger above it, right? Okay, something's wrong here. <laughs> you're shoving this, this Skyrim dick in my mouth, and you're telling me it's great, but you want me to pick Final Fantasy and Six and Chrono Trigger under this one. Yeah, right? No. <laughs> Take your dick back, please. I don't want that dick no more. You make me... You, I mean, it's just... You ever make me want to shit on Skyrim? You've done something wrong. Yeah. Okay? You may... I, I, I love Skyrim. Yeah. I, I still play Skyrim occasionally. Mm. Just for shits and giggles and to fuck around with mods and shit. Even but I, in the heightened of your excitement. Never once did it even come close to challenging the top five spots. Much less the top ten. Fuck getting in the door of the castle that those <laughs> RPGs belong in. It's out at the gate. Hey, uh, I heard there's a party it's, in there. Fuck you! <laughs> it lives in the surrounding town. Yes. It's known. It's known. It's got a name. It's a noble. People have heard about it. It's a noble. It's not close to king. But it doesn't get an invite. Okay. It does not get an invite. It's like a duke or a squire or some shit. Okay. Sweet Coden 2, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy 6. No, they live. Throwing a party. You know? Yep. <laughs> no, sir. Breath of Fire 3 is off to the side, getting, Breath, getting fucking grinding Breath of Fire. turkey legs. I mean, but no, not Skyrim. Fucking Xenogears is having a ballroom dance. Cool. Skyrim's out there just listening with his head, just listening, cupping his ear. Man, it sounds like they're having fun in here. <laughs> Fucking on its pretender's throne at number one up there. I was like, man, that's 
you can tell them motherfuckers got paid off. Yeah, they did. That that if you ever want to hear stories, they made about, that list so they could put Skyrim at number one. Yeah, because it's being re-released. Yeah, Switch. Yeah, and that's gonna make it better. I gotta have this game because it it's made number one. Because there's some because it's a fucking six year old game that's already beginning to you know become dated. It's being kept alive by mod support. Wow. Well. At, at a minimum, and at least the both, we we both agree that almost every game on there, with the exceptions of the questionable ones that should or should not even be on a the list, they did a good job of representing. You know, we're gonna good. have to do a top one hundred list now. I guess. I think any time we would do a top hundred anything, it'd be a, it's it would be fun to do that. It would be great, and we could just go through it and itemize it. I think we could do it. Yeah, I think yeah. we'd do it pretty quick. I don't think it would take much. That was... I really wish we would have did the IGN one first. Oh, God. Because it really... <laughs> that took all the wind right out it, of my I, I, I honestly... <laughs> it was painful. I honestly... I think this has been the worst I've heard <laughs> This is the last time we don't look at a list remember, before we read Remember that episode where we fucking shit on our top RPGs? Yeah. That was... I felt bad. There was, <laughs> I, had to, I had to pull out negatives for top RPGs of all time. I mean, top Super Nintendo RPGs, and that hurt. Yeah. That made me feel things I didn't want to feel. That brought me a little bit back to that level. <laughs> <laughs> when we saw Chrono Trigger at number three, it's like oh God. something's bad. Something's oh, oh God. Way, something's way wrong. There's something rotten. And then and, 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 and Final was, Fantasy VI is right above it. That's like, oh, God. That's when you walked into a room and you looked at a picture and you went, no, uh-uh. No, no, something's something's not right here. Something's not right at all. And they're like, yeah, come on. No, I don't want to go. When I saw Chrono Trigger. Trigger at number three, I was like, they put a wrong game at number one or two. <laughs> well, and then when, and when I saw it was, it, I saw Final Fantasy VI at number, at number two, I was like, they're lying. I didn't even think Skyrim. And I agreed too. I thought the same thing. I was like, you know what? Moral win. I bet you Skyrim's on this list somewhere. And I just completely forgot about it. Yep. Same I here. completely blanked it out of my mind. Oh, God. Wow. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. As fun and heart-wrenching as that was, I think we're going to have to call an episode this time. Oh, man. Whew. Let, let us know. Uh, we, we, if, if, I always say I'm going to post links and always forget. I'm sorry, but you can definitely Google and look up the Game Informer list to verify what we said. You can also look at the IGN list. Uh, go over it yourself. What do you think? Uh, I remember we asked a bunch of questions about if you think these games deserve to be or what do you remember from these games. Let us know. Send us a message on Facebook. Leave something on the wall. Uh, we love to hear from you. Always love to hear from anyone feedback about what our what our list was topics we talked about movies anything in general uh we got a twitter page still we rarely use it i mean we use it but it's uh-huh. nobody yeah. tweets us no we never get twitter don't do that thing somebody will twit us one day somebody's gonna be like look fuckers you got twitted oh <laughs> uh, we got an email if you want to go that route you can go to end of at gmail.com that's end of at gmail.com no funny spelling needed uh, let us know your thoughts, comments, ask, uh, or answer any questions we asked. We'd love to hear from you in general. Man, 
Wow. I'm still reeling. That was brutal. This is going to be a long after, after talk after this. Oh, God. This is so <laughs> God. All right. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And yeah, just, just, just so everybody knows, uh, we, we, we still fucking have. Fucking Skyrim is not the number one no. RPG of all time. Just yes. so that's fucking out yeah, of the way. Just, if that wasn't understood, end of time cast official statement. Yeah, no. That and fucking Pokemon Yellow. yellow <laughs> Jesus <beat>. Christ. <laughs> Fuck you. I mean, wow. Oh, man. Uh, we, we actually had a whole different episode planned for today, but this list took over, and I'm kind of glad it did. Turned out a late way better than what I thought it was going to. So we still have the next 10 episodes planned. We will do them. We still plan on doing them weekly as best as we possibly can. Uh, if you don't see an episode exactly a week after, just bear with us. We're, we're getting to it. Adam's schedule and my schedule just really hard to work around, but we are always intent on trying. So just stick with us, and thank you for listening then, and thank you for listening in the future. All right, until next time, everybody, I'm Michael. And I'm Adam. Good night, everybody. Just-